we're back on another episode of Think on That. How so, are we? We're doing great. We have a special guest today, Mr. Ricardo. Thanks for joining us, bud. Thanks for having me, guys. How you feeling? Fantastic. I am so excited to be here today. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. Beauty. We did a couple of shots to get uh, get ourselves lubed up. We got a real great show today. Yeah. Got some hot topics. Yes. This, this is a, I'm going to warn you before we get into it. This is a nuclear show. Yep. So the topics <laughs> we're going to talk about are all nuclear. I've mentioned that in one of our episodes uh, with Natalie, Everything and Anything. And I mentioned, you know, oh, okay, the term nuclear. This, this episode yeah, it's a bit more spicy. Yeah. It's going to be it's spicy. got a little bit more spice. Yeah, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be action. There's going to be yep. fucking rampage. Whatever. If that gets you off, this is the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Are you guys ready to get started? Are we ready to dive into these hot topics? We will. Well, we're going to start. I mean, we're in the week of Valentine's Day, right? <laughs> there's Ricardo's thoughts on that. Yeah. We're in the week of Valentine's Day. It passed on Tuesday, and we did an episode that we released on Valentine's Day uh, with me and Natalie. Uh, Alex, our producer, was there as well. That went pretty well. Today, we're pulling out the big guns. And this is from a male perspective, I must remind you, you know. Right. Uh, we all identify as he and hims. And Do we? I don't know. Well, hey, Lord, let's not Lord be, and King. Let's Lord not, and king. Let's not be is. rude. I mean, we don't know what he identifies as. Lord and King. We have a Lord and King here. And then, uh, you know, <laughs> that's yeah. beautiful. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to get started. We're jumping right in, picking up where we left off on relationships. But we'll see where this thing migrates to. Yeah. Let's get started. How much work did you get done today? Absolutely none. I listened to all your podcasts today, and I'm like, I can't wait for tonight. You listen to the whole back catalog? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's except hours upon hours. Except the football one. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not <laughs> yeah. a big football guy, that's but okay. that's the only one. That's the only hey, one. Hey, man, it's yeah. everything and anything. It's whatever speaks yeah. to you. And yeah. if you like a specific episode and not a, another one, yeah. that's totally fine. Yeah. But no, we're glad to have you here. We're really excited to get started. Let's dive right in off the deep end. Why don't you get us started, Ali Al? How do you feel? Listen, I'm feeling good. I mean, it's Valentine's week. I'm sure there's a lot of people that are in relationships that are single, right? I mean, depending on your age, you got to start wondering where you're at in your relationship. Where is it going? Mm. Right? How serious is it? If yeah. you're if you're in your teens, maybe your late teens, maybe you're just just having fun, not taking it seriously. Maybe you don't think about the future. Maybe you do, right? If you get into your 20s, your low 20s, you're still having fun. Mid 20s, like us, it's like. Uh, Okay. What are you talking about? Well, mid twenties, buddy. Mid twenties. Well, we're I'm mid twenties. <laughs> late twenties, mid twenties. It's like yeah. okay. Well, yeah. can't waste fucking time now. Well, that's the thing. You feel like? Do you feel like you're in the rush? Do you feel like you're under the crunch? <laughs> um. Personally, no. I don't think so. Yeah. Well. Like oh, a little bit, huh? Mm. You're at that age. What are huh. you, Ricardo? You know what? It's again. I, I turned twenty five a couple of days ago. Happy and birthday! Thank you. And um, sometimes I feel like you know what? If it's gonna happen when it happens, then sometimes I'm just like, I'm gonna be by myself forever. But you know what? Like, yeah. you can't rush those things. You know, you just can't. Yeah. And um, but again, you guys talked about it last time, and I feel like personally, I have a unhealthy habit of you know trying to find the perfect person, and I feel like that's just never gonna happen. Okay. Right? But, but- Build on that. I want to know what define it. Define your okay, perfect. My person. perfect. Okay. So for example, you know, I'm Italian, you know, I'm 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 cultured, so I feel like I have to find an Italian girl. She has to be she has to do the things that we like to do, the family, the family oriented things, for example, you know, like make sauce, like make gnocchi, like things like that. Like like family's a huge thing for me. Um she cannot have been with too many guys. Like yeah. that just can't I just you can't. You can't make a whole housewife, right? You know, that's been said before. 
and um, you know, obviously good family values and, and like a good head on our shoulders. I feel like nowadays, like it, it's, it's very hard, right? Like for us guys, you know, we work every day, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to bring home the bacon, you know, because for us, we can't just sit at home and do nothing and wait for someone to sweep us off our feet, right? So has, has anybody ever like told you that like your outlook on things are a little bit old school? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And you know what? See, it's funny you bring that up because I work with my father, right? And my father's 65 and his other partners are in their late 60s as well. So yeah. I've had to grow up a lot faster than what my age really is, right? Like I wish that, you know, I, I went away for college. I didn't have to worry about this, didn't have to worry about that. But, you know, it made me grow up a lot faster. I am very thankful for that yeah. because it put my head on my shoulders a lot faster than like a lot of my friends. Like a lot of my friends scare me, like, because with the way the economy is going and everything like that, like I feel like reality is going to hit people a lot sooner than later. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be pretty for a lot of people. Yeah, rude you know? awakening sort it's, of thing. Yeah. It's yeah, interesting. Absolutely. What you, Alex? Absolutely. Would you define yourself as? Would you would you consider yourself old school kind of guy? Yeah, I'm 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 a bit more in the old school, but I'm open. I'm open to new new ways to enter relationships and friendships and things like that. What right? do you mean by that? Like, expand on that. Well, now there's obviously there's social media, right? Yeah. I mean, when we were, I mean, there was social media when we were in our teens. It was there. Yeah. Right. Well, but sure. now it's it's a huge factor, right? I mean, it's how a lot of people meet these days. You obviously you meet people, you know, in person and through friends and whatever, but you meet a lot of, you know, girls can meet a lot of guys and guys can meet a lot of girls on Instagram, Tinder, all this, Mm -hmm. all this shit. Right. Which is good because we're all connected now through this, through this medium through, yeah, through, you know, the internet, everything, but there's also, there's cons to that. Right. So, okay. That's, that's one of the things too. I mentioned in the last episode, on social media, I want to hear both your takes on this thing, right? Do you think there's such a thing as overconnection? Like, like the whole, we have access to so many people from so many places in the world that we've kind of developed. And you mentioned it. You said you have an ideal kind of yeah. like definition of yeah. the perfect person. Do you, do you guys feel like you have a sort of unrealistic standard? Absolutely. I mean, like, think about it. Like, our grandparents, for example, like, how many girls did my grandfather know? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like six, seven in, in like the little town. Like how many is he really going to know? For me, I can see girls all over the world, you know, um, with the way they look, like financially where they're at, you know, um, their morals. And like you can just, without even knowing the person, you can basically have a pretty good assumption of who they are, what they are, what they stand for, so on and so forth. Right. But, you know, it, it's always, it just gives you that feeling that the grass is always greener on the other side. With especially in today's day and age, it's so like it's just not the truth, like at all. It, mm-hmm. It's usually not greener on the other side. You know what I mean? But <laughs> that's, like, that's exactly you're never right. happy with what you have. That's it. Like I've always find that right. Is that is that like a is that a frame of mind for you, or is that just sort of like uh, it, this is how it is? Like nobody's ever truly happy. I feel like no one's ever truly happy. I mean, like you're going to have your own goals in life that'll make you happy, maybe at that moment or at that time to say, okay, I've done this, great. But it's like okay, what's the next thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I feel like that is very unhealthy too, you know? Like well, stop sure. and smell the roses, you know what I mean? Like look right. how far you've gotten, look at where you've come from. Right. You know, but we're always comparing ourselves to people, like always, 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 which is very unhealthy, right? And you, you basically answered my, yeah. like, my next question. Do you, do you think, okay, if you're basing the dating pool on like social media, what you're seeing on these sort of imaginary make-believe lives that we all kind of yeah. build on social yeah. media, do you, do you personally think there, that there always is going to be someone better? I mean, maybe looks-wise, like the look of, I don't mean literally the look of the person, yeah. but like the 
potential idea of somebody, there always will be somebody better. Yeah. But is there really? Who knows, right? And then, but at the end of the day, it's just like, are you going to risk what you have for that? It's not worth it. Like, the, what's the risk to reward ratio, excuse me, for that? I feel like right? a lot of people don't see it that way, though. I feel, a lot of people don't do the, this whole risk analysis when yeah, they're looking they at don't. it. They're just acting well, almost well. out of impulse, you know, yeah. like animalistic right. sort of urge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, like all these cases of cheating and stuff that you hear about. Oh, yeah. Like those are all when you when you hear the stories being told to you by these people who are doing these things, you're like, this is this is just impulse control. Yeah. Or do you think it does build back to that whole these well, people truly believe there's something better. There will always be something better. I mean, Alex has known me long enough. He's he's known about the girls in my life and you know, we've had some pretty serious discussions and I'm and he knows there's some good girls that like probably like, Okay, you should have taken a backward step and be like, Okay, take a take the chance with this one. I shouldn't even say take the chance. It doesn't even sound like the right thing to say. Like, just try it out first. Cause I've never dated before. Like I've never had a serious girlfriend like that. Oh, really? Um, but you know, and I know he said, you know, try it with this girl, try it with a girl. But it's just, sometimes I feel worried to pull the trigger and then it's like, okay, but she's not this, she's not that. Like I'll find myself nitpicking. It's like, that's so unhealthy. Cause I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Right. right? right. So it's like, it's just not a good way to live, right? Because you're never going to be happy like that. It's interesting because like you, but you're self-aware of this. Yes. So what is it? What does it? What does it take for you to get to that point? Because you were, you, yes. you, you see it. You know what's there. Good question. See, and and my only answer to that is that I find that my life gets better every single year. I'm improving myself. So yeah. for example, I've never gone to the gym ever in my life. This year, I started going like religiously four or five times a week. Yeah, and I feel like. <laughs> I'm, I'm bettering myself. And you know what I mean? I feel like before I can really settle down, I want to be the best person I can be to somebody before I give them everything that I have. Right. So, so you're, you're, you're almost gambling on like the one and done. Yeah. Kind of, kind Interesting. of like, okay. I've had serious relationships with, hold on with girls. Like I've met their parents. They've met mine. Yeah. We've gone out for dinner. Uh, so on and so forth. I just like, didn't tie the knot you know what I mean? like i just didn't want to settle down you know right but i and let them know from the beginning like this is the case right there, there is a risk like, with that though a huge risk see and like, he knows i've lost a couple like that right and it's i mean deep down it, it you know that's what he wants to do that's what he should do yeah right and he, he knows i mean it's like we talked about this with natalie on the last episode Right. Whereas like, how do you know that someone's the one or how do you right without actually going through experiences with them mm-hmm. right so there is that, but at the same time too, right off the bat, there's just things that you can ask or those those, those vibes that you can get right away. Yeah, you're gonna, you're, like the you're, transfer of energy, the yeah. whatever you pick up on, the you'll, vibes. You'll be able whatever. to read it. You're yeah. gonna be able to read it. Yeah. And it's if it's not for you, it's not for you. Maybe he's just, so, right? And, and all of us, maybe he's just better at reading it and he just knows what he wants exactly. If you don't bring this to the table for me, yeah, that's it. I mean, it, this is as far as it's gonna go. And that's it. It's interesting. Right? I, I've talked to my grandparents about, mm-hmm. well, my grandpa specifically yeah. about like, you know, he's that generation of like, oh, I've been married 60 years and you know what I mean? Like that's my one and done, my ride or die or whatever. Right. And that's amazing. And he's, it's like, crazy. That's but amazing. you hear yeah. the stories and stuff and like they'll talk about the highs, which there's lots of them, right? Because I'm sure like it's my grandpa. So like, my mom will talk about the highs too because yeah. she was a kid that was brought up by these people. Of course. So you get like a ton of the highs and you can see the pictures, hear the stories, but there were lows too. Yep. And they would battle it out together no matter what. Do you think that that's, you think any of us this day and age can find that? Because few, people don't, I feel like people don't want to duke it out anymore. People don't want to deal with what life shells out at you yep. with somebody together. Yeah, I think there's still a chance. I think, I think it's there because that generate we're the next generation. And 
if you've learned from that generation, then you're going to carry that over. But how many people have learned that? That's the thing. How many people are carrying it over? It will start slowly dying. Mm -hmm. If that generation was like that, let's say with 80% of the population, they believed that certain mentality of dating and the relationships and marriage. So now now it's probably... Let's say it's down to 50%. Let's just throw it a number. 50%, yeah, yeah. let's say. Yeah. The next generation is going to be 30. It's, it will slowly start to die. And, and, and it is. Like, you can see it today. Yeah, right? well, one of the things I know for sure, I mean, like, I don't know. Well, Alex, you're in the same boat, but I don't know about you, Ricardo. Mm-hmm. Like, kids of divorce. And oh. even if you're not a kid of divorce, you know how many, like, at least 50% tons, of your, tons, your tons. friend pool, right? Like, half of us, at least, right. are, like, kids of like divorced parents i think the number is actually like 50 percent yeah well our parents generation is like the most divorced generation of both like you said your dad was like 65 my dad just turned 60 yeah your parents probably in the same ballpark alex right yeah yeah Yeah, they're around 60 yeah that that gen what gen x they call it or whatever Mm -hmm. right there's also but look at the like even in the states there's california leads that yeah leads that statistic yeah and with divorce rate and think about california as a lifestyle think about la think about the style of people that are out there yeah the type of ego, yeah. that type, you know what I mean? So, so it's, you know. Well, my question really is kind of like, okay, you're looking at the dating pool now. You're looking at these people who don't want to. These Everybody loves to talk about values, which is I find fascinating. Yeah. People want to talk about values. You guys both define yourselves as kind of old school guys. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a very new school sort of phenomenon. Oh, sure. I mean, but, I mean, come on. We have astrology now to tell us if, <laughs> we're, if, 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 we're, if we're gonna match. What's your rising moon or sun oh, what is God. it what's your rising know. what's your setting i don't know my main one is taurus i don't i don't know what the rest of them are <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your sign yeah, that's it's, your it's taurus sign, yeah so you and me apparently butt heads uh, naturally yeah. apparently Dude, our signs butt heads well we have a farm one farming simulator so i don't think, <laughs> yeah. i don't think we're having too too much of an issue <laughs> what is your sign what's i'm a leo and you are taurus taurus and i'm an aquarius okay I'm an Aquarius. Actually, let's According see. to horoscopes, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go on Snapchat and you enter your information, your, your date of birth, the time, you can go and see. Search it up. Sis. See what see what. Uh, okay, what you're going on Snapchat. Have you entered it on I Snapchat? I don't have Snapchat. I deleted, it. Oh, I deleted that. Haram. No more. You. No more. Good for you, Haram. How many, um, <laughs> Snapchat and TikTok, gone. Gone. That's wow. it. TikTok especially. Oh. TikTok especially. You know how scary? Like, okay, when I deleted that app, I kid you not. For the next couple of days after, the muscle memory of my thumb swiping over to go find that app was actually scary. Yeah. Like, actually, like isn't that weird? Sometimes Dude. you don't even think and you Dude. naturally go to it. Yeah, it's an addiction. So if you're listening to this, try it out. Go to your homepage. Remove the app from your, from your homepage, whether it's on the first, second page, yeah. third page. Yeah. You don't have to delete it. Remove it from there and see how often you go back to that category you go back to that page to go click on that app it's scary that's a, that's a it's cool, scary cool bro. And, and and if you really want to go on it just search it up in your in your apps right just yeah. pull it pull down the screen that's search and that's it I, try you, it out you know uh, you've done this before too I, I took like what was it march to november i took like right this from instagram right for the first time yeah. and at yeah. that time in march too i also deleted like facebook okay. which is like you know the old ancient social media yeah, yeah. and i've yeah, had yeah. it since like the beginning of time deleted that took a break off instagram i shit you not Two things happened to me. One, I felt liberated. I felt like, okay, I wasn't being constantly fed all this bullshit, mm-hmm. like the make-believe life. Yeah, yeah. I also felt isolated. Right. Like, I was yeah. out of the mix. Yeah. I wasn't getting, like, even the memes, you know, like, you know, yeah. you, you send yeah. your meme. It's just like a little, you don't have to communicate with people every day, but it's a cool yeah. thing to, you know, yeah. share something that makes yeah. you, lifts your day, whatever, makes you laugh. Yeah. Missed out on that. And I felt those two things. You're, you're off 
so you're, well, you're off Snap and TikTok now. Yeah, Facebook I hardly use. Instagram honestly was more for like the business for like my father's company and kind of yeah. like to promote that. But you know what I mean. And even that too, I, I try to I try to cut down on. But again, like you said, like friends sending you memes, like seeing new things, this and that. Like you know, it's just it's so hard to cut out, and you feel like you're almost you're missing out on like what's going yeah, on, right? FOMO. Like that's like yeah, yeah, the FOMO, literally. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. You know, well, what kind of what kind of breaks have you taken, Alex? Well, I did the same thing. So last year, I. I I think I deleted Instagram and uh, I deleted TikTok permanently because that I think was probably the most toxic for me. Well, you, you were even reluctant about getting back on TikTok for even the show here. Yeah, well, I just made it just for the show, but I didn't make it personal. Yeah. And I don't go on. I just leave it for the show and, the, and that's it. Instagram, yeah. I got back on it, but I find now since I'm back on it, yeah, it's that muscle memory. You go back. To, it's just boredom. When you're bored, what do you do? You want to be entertained. Yeah. So you put on either YouTube, Instagram. When you go on Instagram, I find that like, if it's longer than 20 minutes and I'm just scrolling, let's say I put my phone on after I'm drained. If I feel like, it, and maybe it's just in my head because I have such a, I, I think it's such a toxic relationship that I have with Instagram now. Yeah. So maybe it's all in my head, yeah. but for me, the reality is when I put down that phone, I feel like it sucked the energy out of me. I feel like a lot of people are on the same page because I'm the same way. Yeah. Right. And I'm I mean, yeah, way. I'm sure it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, be aware of your energy levels after you, after you're on your phone for half an hour. Yeah. Right. I remember Valentine's Day. I was like sitting on my bed, chilling, watching Peaky Blinders for the oh, first yeah. time in my life, yeah. which is a fantastic Good show. For I can't you. believe it took Good me this for long. you. But I was, I have ADHD. So I turn on my distraction, Peaky yeah. Blinders, yeah, yeah. which is a fantastic yeah. show. Yeah. Like it there's is. no reason it shouldn't be captured. Have you seen it? My attention. No, I hear it's amazing. Oh, I have to. It's wow. phenomenal. Watch it. You're going to yeah. love it. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna but love it. I also find when I'm like chilling, watching TV, it doesn't even matter what it is. Yeah. I'm now pulling out my phone and I'm either playing a game and then after I play a round of a game, I'll go on social media, scroll that for a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then back to the game. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm watching the show. Like I'm, you know, never ever rest time until sleep time. Yeah. Which I find insane and I fucking drives me crazy. But I, so you I think that's how you. you're wired? Like you need that? I, like you crave it? Like that you, constant. Right. I can't okay. stay. So let's say you had none of that around you. Let's say yeah. no TV around you. Let's say your phone was dead. Yeah. You're in your room. You're sitting there. Where would your mind go? Oh, buddy, you go you go into the, the places that you have no business going into. The without, rabbit holes. But so it, go, it goes anywhere. The point is that it goes somewhere oh, automatically. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. Can you ever really shut off your mind fully other than when you're like in a meditation state? But that's you can learn tricks and trades and stuff. Through like, meditation. I got diagnosed ADHD at 25 years old. Mm-hmm. 25. Mm-hmm. That's when you were diagnosed, but obviously you had it before. I, yeah, exactly. And Growing it affected up, yeah. my life, but I didn't think anything was wrong with me. Right. Yeah. I'm like, this is just me. Yeah. Take it right. or leave it. Yeah. Right? But okay. there were real fucking things I had to actually work on in therapy, like tools. So the th- did the therapist, you went to therapy? Yeah. So did they suggest medication? Like, Well, yeah. So that? the th- it was two, there were two channels, two channels I went through because okay. I was full-time military at the time okay. and then we have our own doctors and stuff, which is great for us if we need specific types of care. It's really terrible. Respect to you for going right. to therapy. Like that's not like... It wasn't, that, it wasn't easy. Yeah. That, and, and That's not an easy thing to do, man. I, that's I, like hats off. You know, I remember, seriously. I appreciate it. I remember yeah. I had a cop out in my head too. I was like, oh, I'm not going to therapy because I have issues. I'm going to therapy because of the this one thing, ADHD. Yeah. This is a broken thing and I'm going in therapy just to fix it and after mm-hmm. that, I'm right. done. Right. Right. Did not expect therapy to go in a direction that it went, right. yeah. which was right. like, let's talk about everything. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you really want to do this, yeah. right? But like, and therapy is another one of those things where like you don't get out of it. You, you get out of it only what you put into it. Right. 
Right. I hear so you. you're going in and you're like, I'm going in guarded. I'm going in. I'm not yeah. saying anything. I'm going to just, you know. You got to go in right. If you don't, if yeah. you go in like that, you, like, there's nothing anybody can do. Right. It's like, it's like somebody yeah. who's addicted to something or somebody who's, right, uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's you. You got to be the one to do it. Nobody else can do that for you. Do you feel like therapy is something that everyone should do? No matter if you're aware of maybe something that's wrong or let's say you're, just yeah. regardless, let's say you, you think you're, you know, you're having a fine life. Everything's going good. I think it's cool. Nothing's wrong. I think it's cool to do if, I right. think everybody should do at least one sort of. One session. Not session. One or like, um, I guess series. Series of sessions. Of session. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. We'll call it, we'll call it five. Say, sure. We'll put a nice number on it. Five. Sure, sure. Everybody should do five sessions of therapy. Right. Okay. Go in open-minded. Go in being like, I don't necessarily, well, even if, if some people just have egos, right? Like I'm one of them. I, I had a huge yeah. ego, right? Right. I, I maybe still do have a huge ego, but at least I'm self-aware. Of it. But if you're aware of it, I least, wasn't aware uh, of it yeah. until 25. I had zero introspection. So the, the therapy helped you realize you had an ego? or 100%. Okay. And they use terms like metacognition. Okay. You ever heard of that? No. I've heard of the term. Absolutely I've heard of the term. No, I have not. Okay. You, you, some people don't have this. Do you guys both have internal monologues? So like. There's a voice inside your head that's sort of narrating your thoughts to you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah Do you have yeah, one of those? Yeah. 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 You don't. You don't. When you're thinking in the pro- you're not speaking. You're thinking. Do you hear a voice, like your own voice? I feel like I'm always weighing the pros and cons of a potential decision that I'm going to make. If that but you're talking like, yourself, yeah, it depends. Yeah, like, if you're like answering a question, yeah. let's say you're going to think about okay, how do I really feel about it? Then you're going to answer verbally. Yeah, but in your head, you're in, you're, you're thinking it through in yeah. your head. Yeah, but that's before. what I mean. Like, you right. have an internal. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think everyone should have that. No, no not everybody does. Like it's that's a hmm. whole thing. It's like it's oh. a proven thing. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, some people just have thoughts. Like they, they can only they only think in concepts, which right. is like crazy if you think about it. Like that's yeah. okay. it, for those of you who have an internal monologue. I have one too. For those of us who have internal monologue, you listen to somebody describe like their thought process and they don't use words. They just visualize concepts right. and then they understand them. That's and then, wild. And then they just fucking speak. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh my, you're raw dog in life out here. <laughs> but yeah. back to what I say, metacognition is sort of like the voice inside your head, inside your head. So it's like the voice that's kind of like holding that voice in your head accountable for the things it's saying, mm-hmm. right? That is something that you can work on. And that's something I worked on and that's sort of what I use to kind of keep myself in check. Yeah. Like with ADHD, I'm like speed 1000 all the time. Right. Thoughts moving at a million miles yep. an hour. Right. Somebody's saying something. I can, if I know where it's going, I'll interrupt them and finish their thought for them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I notice myself now doing that and being like, you'll hear it. Even in the show, yeah. you'll hear me go that. Yeah. And yeah. That's my metacognition yeah. going like, shut the fuck up. Right. And yeah. Finish, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Now, do you think you're wired like that or do you think that's something? I mean, once you're yeah. aware of it, you can improve on it and you can get better at it. Right. But and over time, it's going to take time. But like, if that's something you want to get rid of, let's say, or you want to reduce. No, it'll, it'll, I'll never get rid of it. Okay. Because it'll never go away. It, you okay. just have to learn how to cope with it and right. you got to employ the tools you learned in therapy right. to sort of police yourself a little bit. Okay. In like, especially the things that I've done that I know come across as apathetic or selfish or egocentric okay you know what i mean okay those those are the things i police myself on because those are the things that'll isolate me from people right Right. because nobody wants to be around some fucking person who's like all them all the time right you know and if you're sharing something especially if it's like you have a lot of feelings behind that thing and you're telling somebody this and you're you're wanting like a mirror honest feedback or whatever the case may be and they're just in their own little fucking world, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's their world and you just live in it. Nobody wants to talk to anybody like that. Of course. That, yeah. Right? Of course. And okay. that was me. Yeah. You know? So, so going to therapy. Yeah. Now, this is a little bit of a plot twist here. 
since you've been to therapy, and let's say you're in a relationship, say three, four years, it's serious. Let's say you're married, whatever. Married, non-married. Yeah. So you're having some serious issues <clears throat> and you want to save it. You personally, would you suggest or would you ever go with your girlfriend to couple a therapist? Therapy. Couples yeah. therapy. Couples therapy. Yeah. It, that's really tricky. It depends because oh. <sighs> couples therapy, I don't know, for guys... It's a weird perspective. I'll talk to it on a, like, I know you're not supposed to monolith anybody and put everybody all in one pretty group, like guys and girls, but I mean, that's how we're going to do it. That's yeah. just so, the yeah. nature of things, yeah. right? The nature of discussion. So that's how we're going to do it. But for guys, I feel like most therapists that are like relationship counselors or marriage counselor, whatever it is, right, are like, are women who can empathize. Because at the end of the day, therapist is gonna, supposed to be objective, but you bring your bias into everything, no matter what. There's right. nothing you can do to escape it. If you go into a marriage counselor's office and you're there with your like wife or girlfriend or fiance, whatever, and you're sitting there and you're talking to, let's say, a female therapist, inevitably that therapist is going to be able to find more common ground with her than with you. Yeah, I would agree. Absolutely, I'd agree. Yeah, Which, for sure. Those, hmm. That's a perfect it's recipe for feeling attacked, for feeling like you're not being heard, right. which is literally probably the entire reason you're in therapy to begin with. What's gonna come out of that? It it can it can get messy. Think about it because you're, if you're with someone yeah. who's a little bit toxic or maybe a little bit which manipulative, we we which are. we all are. Yeah. But let's say let's say you go with your girl. Let's say your girl has a tendency to get a little manipulative at sometimes. Yeah. Right. She can. Let's say she has a one on one session with her therapist. Right. She can really set the stage. twist things and and put it on you. Mm. Right. Which I assume happens. I mean, let's say you're For a couple. Sure. You're about to get divorced or whatever the case is, right? I'm sure it happens. It's like a little battle. You're battling to get that therapist's... Yeah, you, you know, you, you, it's almost like you want them to be on your side to validate your right. side of the argument. Yeah. But that's why I think... So, like, if you're looking at, like, a relationship, relationship therapist, this person has to be somebody that is, A, not the personal therapist of either party involved because there's no way that works. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. No 100%. And they specialize. They yeah. do specialize. Yeah. Like, yeah. relationship therapists are like... Yeah. I'm a relationship therapist. That's yeah. my job. Yeah. Don't come in here by yourself. I'm not going to help you. Right. I'm right. Here come with your significant you. other. Right. Yeah. What, what would you do? Well, okay. It was funny that you mentioned about <laughs> going there with, with your significant other. I mean, right. all the years of watching The Sopranos, I knew it would finally pay off. So <laughs> it, it, throughout the, the series of the show, Tony, you know, obviously he sees a female therapist. Sure. And eventually he brings in his wife. And there was actually times where the therapist and Tony were kind of like on a team and I wouldn't say like ganging up on his wife, yeah. but like almost made it seem like, like you had mentioned Alex, that was like, it was her fault that these things are happening to him. Right. And then that, right. obviously that's going to make her go into attack mode when obviously she was only trying to help him yeah. from the beginning. Right. Sure, yeah, so it, like you said, Matt, which was a great point, which you should like outsource it to someone that no one has talked to and yeah. start fresh from the beginning. Yeah. And I feel like that's like the best thing to do. Do you um, feel like personally, would you guys rather go to a, let's say a close friend that knows both of you? I mean, I guess it depends on what you both believe in. Let's say you both believe in that. You know, let's say you go to therapists on your own. Yeah. Both of you, right? And you want to go to one together that you haven't seen. I mean, um, well, are you talking about going to a friend? Or are you talking about going yeah? To like, friend? what would you guys prefer? And is this for a relationship or for like just me by myself? Like, no, I'd say for, with a, for a relationship. Obviously, you're gonna go to your friends first. But that's exactly probably, it. you I probably would go no to your friends what, first, like, right? I'll go further. I, I won't even call it friends. I'll say it's support system. Like, you call it your support system. Sure. Like the mm. people you'll confide in. Everybody's yeah. got yeah. somebody, and if you don't have anybody. Hit me up, Matt J. Goody on, on Instagram. I'll, I'll be your friend. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> be your friend. <laughs> like, but everybody, 
<laughs> so yeah, friends and family, I would say, are your first line of defense. I think to help. Right. right. But at the end of the day, they're gonna have crazy biases. Like super massive bias. It's true. Who was friends with them first? Yeah, right. then it get, it's it's your messy. family. It's messy. I mean, it definitely happens where your family will probably like they can team up with your significant other and gang up on you, especially yeah. if you have a bad relationship yeah. with your family. Yeah. But in nine times out of ten, I would say your family would definitely come, you know, out Absolutely. of the gates yeah. on your side, regardless right. of what's being said. So just, you lack object objectivity from a third party, yeah. which is what you're striving for because you're trying to find compromise. You're trying to find a right. middle ground to right. get through, like with this person. You can't have somebody that's going to be encamped in your mentality, your ideology, your thoughts. They're going to, you know, validate what you're saying and then kind of like, like you said, back somebody in the corner and then they go in attack mode. Of course. It's inevitable. It's you a know natural yeah. human but response. Hearing both of you now speak on it, me personally now, within the last 30 seconds, I think if, if, if you can't figure it out with your significant other, like if you can't even have that communication level with that person yeah. and you feel like you need to outsource, that's not the person. You know yeah. what I mean? Like maybe it's, that like realize like, okay, yeah. th you guys, you're going to continue to have issues about little things going on yeah. for the rest of your life. So don't, you can't constantly go to a therapist. I mean, you could, I, I agree but if you can't, if you can't yeah. fix it with that other person, yeah. that the person's not for you. But when you're in your forties, you have kids and now you run into all these issues and now you go to a therapist and now there's issues, you know what I mean? Yeah, then then now, scary. then, like, then you're getting divorced. Level. Yeah, we're not talking about like now you got kids. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Dating for three months and <laughs> there's an issue. Like, yeah. you're imagine fine. that. You're imagine fine. imagine us right now. Dating a girl, not, three months is extreme. Let's say a yeah. year. Yeah, let's yeah. say a year. That's like safe. Okay. And let's say you're having issues and you go to her or she goes to you. Let's say she goes to you. Cause let's get let's get your outtake. Give me a good scenario here. Please line me up for a home run. Set the stage. You're 25. We're 25 right now. You're a girl. You've been dating for a year. You're into her. You see a future. She goes to you. We're having issues. I want to go to a therapist. A year in, we're having these problems. A year in, a which year is a little, it's maybe a little. That's. I would say that's a little sweet spot where the honeymoon phase. Well, that's off. probably yeah, where it yeah, ends, yeah, and that's where you start running yeah, into yeah, those yeah, issues. Yeah, what yeah. is the honeymoon honeymoon phase? I'm gonna yeah, go to you. Yeah, but you but answer. Hold that. on, hold on. How major? How many major issues can you have after a year? I get what you're saying. Oh, if no. You're throwing it up there. I, I know. Yeah. I know what you're doing, but it's just like, if if she said that to me, like. I would be like, okay, what are the topics here? Like, what are the major issues that you find you're having in this relationship? And let's see if we cannot resolve this first, right? right? Like, like adults, I would say, like, sure. I'm not bashing anybody that goes to the therapist or anything like that by any means. But I'm just saying, is there is this something we can resolve internally? Right. Yes, no, and then if not, then we have to outsource it, right? Yeah. Like, after a year, like again, or even a you, couple, you said it too. But like, my old school mentality is just like. You know, it's always like hide your emotions. Don't deal with your emotions. Like they, they don't matter. You know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and and for stuff like that, that's where I feel like I'm so bad at and I just bottle up my emotions. So I feel like almost if my girl said that to me after a year, I'd, I'd like, I'd laugh. Now, do you, do you, because I've heard some people speak on this and do you bottle your emotions because you think you shouldn't show your girl, your girl emotions in general? You shouldn't um, get emotional. Let's say you shouldn't cry. You don't want to get too emotional. You can this confront like, her about yeah. things. Here's a nuclear oh, question for Confr Yeah, well, it's a really, because think about it. Now, we have the guy mentality. You got to be strong. You got to yeah. do this. And yeah. you should. It's that masculine energy that yeah. we all have. And that's how we yeah. were raised, which is yeah. it's 100%. wild. 100%. How different it is. It, it's how very different. It changed. It's very different. And I think right? that's, I mean, honestly, I'm going to throw this out there. I mean, one of the biggest social changes that we've experienced in our fucking lifetime, memorable lifetime. I'm talking the last 10 fucking years. Yeah. 2013 to 2023. That's what we're in right now is the empowerment of women. And I think it's great in 
Here we go. A lot of regards, <laughs> but it has been really fucking bad in yeah. one specific yeah. category. A relate well, it's got subsections, but relationships yeah. essentially, yeah. specifically like heterosexual straight relationships between girls and guys. Okay, so you're looking at um, a lot of women screaming at the top of their lungs, "Be emotionally available, open up to me, share what you're thinking, how you feel, yada yada yada." The two of you are looking at me with a little bit of like a roll your eyes thing because I feel like you both have experience <laughs> with women who have said, "Be more emotional." The moment you do. It's thrown back in your face. It's used as leverage. It's used. It's weaponized against you. Yeah. Have you found that? You, you know what? I mean, sorry. I just want to or throw commu- one thing. Or be more communicative. Yeah, right? definitely more communication. But right. before I jump into that, I mean, you asked me, like, you bottle up your emotions. And, and for me, I do. I definitely do. Right. And, you know, everyone has their outlet, whether it's maybe a therapist, yeah. maybe it's talking to a friend, maybe it's you have a hobby for me, like literally, and Alex knows religiously is my motorcycle. And it's just when you're, I don't care if you're going 40 kilometers an hour or 340 kilometers, it does not matter. Like I just feel so with myself and yeah. I feel like I can think about everything. And I feel like that's like, like the unplug, you know what I mean? Literally yeah. Yeah. Unplug. Every, yeah. Like, this is my right. great Everybody reality. Yeah. And it's just the best feeling in the world. Um, and I feel like more people need like to find their getaway, you know, to really right. like be with themselves. hundred percent. Um, well, that's like a big part of like what Natalie was saying in a way, like if, if I were to sum up what she said in the last episode about relationships, yeah. it was sort of be happy with yourself and then somebody would come along. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's the whole self-improvement yes. category as well. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, we all need to do self-improvement, take your time, do your thing. But then let's say, Let's say you take a break from dating, from seeing anyone for a full year. You fucking smash the gym for a full year. You, you get in shape. Yeah. Mentally, physically, you feel better. Then you decide, okay, now it's time for me to start getting back into the dating pool. Yeah. But then once you do, like, is that grind supposed to stop? Because now you've reached your goal. Like for me personally, I've realized it shouldn't stop. You gotta, you can't be, you, you have to have content, but at the same time you can't, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's we we speak we spoke about it obviously yeah, well, a few our, episodes ago like the pursuit of happiness our main, right our main point i think that you and i make to each other all the time is balance like we literally say it all the time trying to find balance and i feel like this this is no different like self-help self-improvement growth and all that yeah. stuff like look if you dedicate your entire fucking life to just being better getting better being yeah. better getting yeah. better you know like yeah that's great and everything but how are you supposed to have ever developed any kind of contentment you know what I mean? You ever hear about those guys? We all know guys like this. I have tons of friends like this. Mm-hmm. Work. They just work hard. They're like, I got to work hard now while I'm young so yeah. that I can have everything later, whatever. Those guys don't stop later. No, it never, you know, it never stops. Like, it never stops. It never, it never stops. They, they fail to find balance. And it's exactly the same as the guys who never fucking do anything. They never put any effort into anything. They don't yeah. start projects. They have ideas maybe. Yep. And then they never put the work in. Right. How, overworking is as bad. In my mind, as, as, as not doing shit at all. Yeah, you got to find balance. Right, right. I one of my my best friends in the whole world works his ass off every day, and you see it. He's engaged. He's got a mortgage. All this mm-hmm. stuff. He's doing. Yeah. You know, kind of like textbook sort of life in a manner of speaking. How old is he? he a year older than me. He's twenty twenty eight. About twenty nine. Oh, good year. for him. He's yeah. experiencing life at its fullest. Yeah, it's not yeah. a joke. It's yeah. serious. Except now, yeah. for when we have conversations, and you know, and I'm one of the guys he confides in, and yeah. he'll say things like, yeah. "Buddy, I feel like I pissed away my twenties." 
And then Jeez. you're like, fuck. Jeez. I've been screaming this at you the entire time. Balance, balance, balance. Well, not All to get too personal into his life, but yeah, like what yeah. would be... Let's say you were in your late 20s. Like, what, what would be pissing away your 20s? What do you guys think your 20s should be like? Like, what well, you- okay. If, if Matt was talking, describing his friend, he's 28, 29, yeah. sorry? He's 20, 28, yeah. 28. He's yeah. feeling like that now. That means he didn't just get into a relationship and he didn't just get a mortgage yesterday. Like, he's been exactly. he's through been. this the last couple this, of years. At my age, right. started yeah, it, right? So it's just like... What's true? When's your 28? There's a lot of people 28 that are in relationships for five years. They're either married or about to get married. Yeah, that's what scares me. Right? Like, like yeah. a good friend of mine just got out of a relationship after a few years. And it's just like, I feel like he's literally being reborn. Like, you know what I mean? He started at a young age, like in high school. Right. And it ended. You know it's what I mean? It's a critical time. Which is why I always tell Alex is like, I feel like I want to almost go through my bucket list by myself. I want to see the world through my own eyes. So right. you don't have any regrets, else. so to speak, like, or whatever. Right? I feel like the worst thing in life is to look back and be like, I wish I did that. And I feel like that will no, make 100%. you lose sleep the most in life is 100%. that I didn't do that. Do you 100%. feel like you have those thoughts and feelings? N- well, not yet, because I feel like <laughs> I'm kind of trying to line up my life where I want to knock those things down slowly but surely right. before I really like settle down. And I and I get it. Someone's going to say, yeah, but you can do those things with a significant other. And I know you can, but it's still, I still want to do things by myself or with my boys right. from that perspective first right. before, yeah. you know, because why would I want to have a great girl potentially ruin something because, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And then that's when problems kind of happen. So, okay, right? then that kind of raises a new question for me too then. Like, do you guys have, like, for us, Alex, like, our friend group is pretty cool because, like, the people who are in relationships, you find integration. Like, somebody brings somebody, like, they're dating into, like, the circle, and it's sort of like you're accepted with open arms, and you kind of become a part of the friend group, especially yeah. for those, like, you see it. And, like, the couples that have been together for, like, quite a while now. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're significant others are, like, a part of our, like, big friend group, and we're all just one big happy family. We all play baseball in the summer and, like, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Okay, so a lot of people, and I know people like this, will start dating and then they let go of those connections. They let go of their friends or whatever and they I, go, they I turn inward no. and only, and they keep these lives separate, right? That happens to a lot of people. So that's that what I mean by balance, man. Like why, yeah. why do you think so many people keep their romantic life away from their like friendship life and then now they're living like basically two lives? I, you know what? I'm actually loving that you're talking about this and you and Nat talked about this before and it's just like the couples that do everything together I, I honestly don't know how they do it. So, for oh, example, yeah, like for have sure. your own friend group. Go to different gyms yeah. because the time apart is going to make the time together so much more special. It's not even funny. Like, come on. Like, if yeah. I go out with a girl, right, and I spent a couple hours, we went out to dinner, whatever, and then two minutes later on the drive home, I'm Snapchatting her. Did I really leave her or am I still with her? Right. So, like, well, the communication is still there. Yeah. But that's what I mean, though. Yeah. So, it's yeah. like and those values away. aren't as special. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know what? So, it's a cool point because it's true. Like it's true. It, it makes us take take it for granted. I think exactly. everybody's in that I, in that boat too. Like, that's his generation. We take everything for granted. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, you, have, yeah. you have everything instantly yeah. in your pocket. I, I, one of the best things yeah. I remember a teacher ever saying is like, oh, "You got to do this math. You got to learn how to do this math. You won't have a calculator yeah. in your pocket." Oh, fucking Steve Jobs fucked that up, didn't it? Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, teachers teaching you bed mass. Teach me how to invest in the stock market, not bed mass. Like, help me with something that's going to help my career. I to do taxes. I know you're going to do taxes until I have to do taxes. (laughs) Back to what you were saying. I understand what you're saying. Mm. I I do slightly disagree with you in in a way. I mean, not that I disagree. I look at it from a point where, in terms of doing everything with your with your significant other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because let's say, well, right now we're in our early twenties or mid twenties, whatever, whatever. 
Uh, you start yeah, dating someone, mid twenties, so whatever. That's fine. That's fine. Um, you start dating someone, and and you have that. It's like okay, you don't do everything together. Let's say you go with that route, where it's okay. I when I don't see you, the communication is gonna really be limited. You're not gonna be talking twenty four seven like a lot of these people do, yeah. which is fine. But then in terms of like not doing everything together, right? So that's how your relationships was the first. Let's say, let's say three four years. Then you get engaged. Then you move into a place together. Whoa. Then guess fucking what? Every guess day. who's there every day, yeah. which wasn't the first four years of your relationship. There's that girl or guy. Mm-hmm. She's there and you have to communicate with her every day. And you, it's new. Yeah. It's new, which is nice. Yeah. But let's say you're not, you're, you're not used to that. You're not used to that everyday interaction, it's right? Like everything, man. It's like, look, one day we'll all probably be parents, right? And like, guess yeah. what? No matter how many fucking books you read, no matter how many fucking videos you watch, no matter how many parents you talk to, nothing will prepare you for it. You hear testimony about right. this from everybody. I know, they all There's say the same shit. There's not a single parent out yeah. there who I've not heard this from where they're like, a switch goes off. It's nature. Yeah. So when you're in a relationship and you're dealing with things you've never experienced before, how is that any different than any other time that you didn't experience something before? Yeah. You have to learn how to do it. You got to learn, no matter what what you're fucking doing, how, what stage in life you're in. When it's new and you've never had it before, it's gonna be fucking intense, man. But think about it when that hits people. Think about like, I, listen. This this question's more for you because I, I want to hear your I, I want to hear so your response my, to it. My kind of response to what you said is like I would change the structure of how you said it to date, get engaged, get married, then move in. I feel like I feel like you have to live with somebody to really oh, know that person. Like 100%. I, I I'm not gonna put a ring on somebody. And then learn new things six years into a relationship. One hundred percent. Are we crazy here or what? Well, that's that's old mentality. Yeah. Is yeah, where you you you, you, you don't you're, you're not your together till you're married. Quote, together yeah. is yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I think all three of us. I think we could say we disagree with that I, approach. Yeah. Most of you our should. Gen- most yeah. of our generation. And yeah, you yeah. should live with the person before you get. 100%. You know, engaged, whatever the and case again, is. And again, honestly, a lot of those wounds come from the fact that we are the generation of kids that came from the most divorced generation ever. Yeah. So we're not trying to take those risks. And that's another thing I was building this point. was our generation, based on the way I hear people talk yeah. in our generation, people are in two camps, right? They're either like, I'm never fucking getting married ever, or when I get married, I'm not doing it again. So well, I think it's a more well, sacred thing for our generation because in, of the fucking damage. In 20 years, when we're in our 40s, oh no. my god, when everyone's married, everyone we know is married. Yeah. Only 45 is the years, d- man. Oh yeah, my that's god, disgusting. that's that's <laughs> that's, that's that's sad. <laughs> um, so when we're in our 40s, let's say the divorce rate right now, and let's just let's just say the average right now is 40. percent Is that number going to increase when we're in our 40s? Buddy, there's no way to know. You know what? Honestly, no, no, no. With like, the way things are going, yeah, one thousand. Let, let, let's say you have yeah. to. Uh, you, let's you have to. Uh, you have to make an assumption. Okay. What would you assume? I think the pendulum swings, like I do with everything. <laughs> like, dude, like political ideologies, <laughs> fucking, right. you know, like the narrative of the day. The right. pendulum swings. It goes back and forth. I like forth that. And back and forth. Sure. And there's I like that. It's the law of nature. There's nothing we can fucking do to escape it. Like we, yeah. it's ain't my five finger rule. I'm gonna say it again. Say it again. Fuck, yeah. Same shit. Fuck fight, buddy. That's it. Those five things. You nothing that you can ever do. To escape it. The, the foundation. You, do, you stop being a human. You stop being alive. Right? Foundation of human existence. Exactly. And That's so it. one of those things is the pendulum swings in generations. Sure. You ever sit down and like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big history buff. You ever like read history and you're like, it's fucking happening again. What, the po- what was the point of writing this down the first time? 
Because everybody's like, oh, history is supposed to be lessons that we've already learned. We don't repeat. I'm sitting there reading Garbage. history. Even you about the 20th century, the yep. 1900s, bro. From 1900 to 1999. You read that history, we're well into the 21st century now, and here we go. Pendulum swinging. Right. Going right back into the same old shit. That's right. why like, one of my favorite things is history always repeats itself. Always. Whether, it's you like know, a fucking wheel. And round and always, round it goes, Always, man. always, always. And like you said, you're seeing it again. Yeah. It, it's going to come around. You know, Whether that's like fashion whether it's the economy oh, yeah. whether it's the, the market whatever the case may be it always repeats itself and even with relationships too i hope it repeats itself with relationships but i feel like you're too far down the rabbit hole now that like with these phones here that like man it's so hard man it's so hard like, I, I don't know that relationships specifically will ever be the same just because it's hard but but to answer your question though alex like in terms of like in, in the yeah, 40s when we're in our what's 40s the divorce rate gonna be higher or lower than I, right now I, I think lower I, I, that's so fucking I bold. really I think lower wow yeah I hope Please, to god you're stay right. your case sir no I, I, I'll, I'll do it no, I'll, I'll explain it I think, <laughs> we're doubling we're those double if we're at 40 we're at fucking 80 exactly no 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 it's true it's true though like he said think about it now being aware of our of the generation before us how the 40% divorce rate let's say it's 40% yeah a lot of parents we know got divorced yeah now it's 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 shifted to Okay, well, I'm not going to get married. But that's the thing. You have two camps. So People it's true. Think, it might not go higher because it there might, might just be a less, yeah. you know what I mean? I think there's, right? there's more people. Every single day, there's more people. Sure, right? sure. So, but there's more people who are like, I'm never fucking doing this. For sure. This. That, the number is increasing. Right? But there are also those other people who are like, oh, I, I still intend to do this. But when I do it, I'm not doing it like my parents did it. I'm not half-assing this one foot in, one foot out shit. Yeah. And especially now with everybody like, you talk to your friends that are in relationships, and I'm not talking about like one, two years. I'm talking about like the long haul fuckers, yep, like the yep. five, six, seven years. Yeah. You talk to them and listen to them talk about what it takes. They fucking got it figured out. Yep. And they're saying things that are like mm, kind of a little bit old school, kind of a little bit like mm, I never looked at it that way before, right. and it was never explained. You find to the happy medium before. a little bit. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like it's a, I think people are more inclined to find a middle ground than they've ever been before because now – whether you like it or not, like the whole, you know, gender norms and all that shit, it's breaking down. Like the the role that you would have had to play in a relationship 50 years ago yep. is completely different than what yeah. you have to do now. It's true. So, so to, to go to you a little bit, I so, mean, what, what do you think about that? Well, there's a lot of things like, like you said, 50 years ago, there's a lot of things that male and females would have done compared to now differently. Yeah. Like, for example... My grandparents, my my grandfather and my grandmother, they had five kids. Yeah. My grandmother was able, able to stay home with five kids. Okay, I'm going to repeat that one more time, with five kids. Yeah. T- today's day and age, you can't even stay home with a dog. Okay, both <laughs> couples, yeah, man, need, both crazy. two people out of the couples need to be working yeah. and just, just to rent, so on and so forth. Anyways, my point being, so I feel like you, we kind of need to go back to the old school ways to kind of find the pure happiness. Um, maybe co- want, maybe right? correct some things. And yes, absolutely. Make some adjustments. Some you can you can always correct some things. Like right. you know, I don't know. You whatever. Like the you can always help out your partner, no matter what it is. Right? right. Whether it's emotionally, whether it's 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 physically, whether it's you know doing things around the house, whatever the case may be. Like right. back then, it's like the men mow the lawn, the men take care of the outside, the women clean on the inside, and they feed the kids, and the men go to work. Right. Right. Now you're starting to see a different with like the women that are you know more empowered now, yeah. and like. 
you know, they can get good enough jobs just like the men, even better. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like everything's changing and it's kind of throwing off like right. the nuclear family in a sense. And I feel like a lot of women now, like they really realize their worth. Like back then, my grandmother had what? Three kids at 23. I'm 25. If I had a kid now, I'd lose my mind. Oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, so it's just like, that's the weird part about our generation is that like, everybody's saying all these things about like, oh, life happens at its own pace and it's true and you hear it and you know it and like, you, you, you know, it's true and right. you know, but you look at the only point of reference you have for, am I doing things okay? And right. it's your parents and your grandparents because yeah. those are the people you interact with, right? And not everybody has that, but I mean, for the most part, that's what we're looking at for the example. Yeah. And I'll be honest, my parents were married with kids and a mortgage at my age yeah. and it's just not going to happen for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I don't think it's relative anymore. Like, think about it. Your grandparents, yours or mine. Like, he, my grandfather paid off, again, working by himself with my grandmother home with five kids. Paid off the mortgage in, like, five to ten years. Yeah, man. Dude, yeah. are you crazy? Yeah, you mortgage is now even, 30 years. With, with a single-bedroom condo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what's going on here? So, yeah. I don't yeah. want to hear, like, that, you know, they did it. Why can't we? That's crap. It's not relative anymore. You know what I mean? You have to well, then, like yeah, they, yeah, then, then it gets more detailed. Then it's like, oh, well, we had 16% interest rates. It's yeah. like, okay. You know what? I don't I don't want to hear that. You know That's enough. That's fine. No, but you know what? It, we're also keep 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 in mind of where we are. Like we're we're in a Western society, which is very different, different. than Europe. But oh, we, yeah. but our parents came from Europe, yeah. so now I fucking parents didn't come from okay, the fucking Europe. No, no, no. Our parents came from Europe. <laughs> Your parents didn't. No, yeah. you got forty percent European in you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Don't ever forget that ancestry. Don't ever forget that. That's Jamaican. So nice. Like, yeah, okay. I'm a mix of the whole fucking world. I'm gotcha. legally not allowed to be racist, but also can be. Gotcha. I always, I, I always joke around with yeah. him because yeah. when people ask him, like, what's his background? He'll say, oh, Jamaican and everything. But I, yeah. the, I always, but I'm yeah. like, oh, but he's forty percent European. Don't ever forget that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny the Jamaican thing because, like, right. in Canada, I think it's because we're so multicultural that, like, cultural identity is a big part of like your identity. Sure. So. One of the things I noticed, especially growing up in Aurora, Ontario, you know, like I was like the only black kid in my grade every year until I got to high school. And then I was like maybe one of three at most. Yeah. So like I didn't grow up seeing in real life people who looked like me. Right. Anytime I would talk to people or people would talk to me about my background, they'd go like, oh, you're, you're half white, half black. You must be mixed. Who's who? Like which parent is white? Which parent's black? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like, my parents, they're both the same. They look, they're like, they're actually both lighter than me. My whole family is lighter than me. I'm like the weird anomaly that got a little darker. But yeah, no. And, and you go back and my grandparents <laughs> look the same and my great-grandparents look the same. It's like when you go back into like ancient, not ancient times, but like early 1900s, <laughs> that's when you start times. to get like the separation of like the cultures and shit and then you realize the story and like why they were there and like it's a dark history that caused the mix, but it's a cool mix, you know? Okay. You, Alex, brought up a really good point. Um about you know how things are maybe in other parts of the world and you know yeah. you know i bring this up every single time we have this conversation so i went to greece with alex in what 2019 uh 18 18 yeah four plus years ago and you know what i i realized and that was my first time like going to europe, europe ever yeah. ever yeah. right and um i realized there like i saw the guys there you know and the people, the way that life was, you know, they had a little Vespa, maybe a little car, nothing crazy. Yeah. And they were all so happy. Now, I know the way the economy there is much different from here. But the point is, they didn't have a lot, but they were so happy. Here you can have so much and, and you're not happy at all. Like, look what we're doing now, voicing our opinion. People are going to hear we're getting out in the world. You know, you can go do what you want tomorrow. You can go wherever you want and be happy. You right. know, same with you. Same with myself. But like they have 
they might not have too much, but they're so happy. Yeah. And, you know, it's so hard to find that. It's so... It's, oh, it's, it's so funny nice. because it's in Jamaica, too. And Jamaica is like, right off the bat, you mentioned the word Jamaica, and people will be like, third world country. Oh, they're all miserable. No, all we are. How, how is it there? How, are, how is it there? Is the it this... Homeless is it? people. First of all, mango trees grow in Jamaica, okay? On the boulevards of the streets. Yeah, growing right. fucking mangoes. Right. The homeless people are not hungry. They eat better than Well, that's, here. A, that's wow. the same as, as like Southern Europe, right? Like yeah. Italy, Southern, yeah. in, in terms where it's not cold. So it's yeah. the same climate, right? You mm-hmm. get the same. And this is not to take away the struggle of like people who are living in like poverty and shit like yeah. the, mm-hmm. in other places in the world. But the, you're right. And it's not, it's not just Europe. It, like the Caribbean too. And I'd imagine South America and Africa and Asia, like right. people who live more simple, natural lives are happier because that's what we're supposed to be. It's closer to the way we're supposed to be living. Yeah. Right. Like Alex and I, we well, talk, in your genetics. Yeah. Like we it's... talk about it all the time. Like it, we've been living this sort of like, you know, congregated city lifestyle, or whatever, mm-hmm. for like 12,000 years. The, yeah. the, the agricultural right. revolution. That's literally the beginning of it. Bro, that was 12,000 years ago. We've been considered humans for like a million years. Mm-hmm. Right. 12,000 years out of a million. I yeah. don't know if you're good at it's math, nothing. but that's a fucking tiny little sliver of time. Yeah, it's fuck yeah, all. Very yeah. tiny. Right? Yeah. They, they, they literally will say, like, the history of the earth, if you were to take it and put it on a fucking clock, humans, and that's not just humans as we know them. Right. This is like ancient fucking, like, you know, prehistoric humans. We take, I think we, we encompass the entire earth's history in one minute on the clock. We're like 1159. That's when we enter. Wow. Yeah, that's right. True. So, let alone yeah. the way we live now, 12,000 yeah. years. That's like fucking, like, what? Maybe, maybe like 0.3 of a second on this yeah. clock. Yeah. That we've been right. living like this, and we have completely undone the laws of nature. We right. Undone, we, look, look, out, look out the window. We're yeah. in a condo. You can see the whole world. We did that. Yeah. We, with our hands yeah. and our brains, terraformed the fucking planet yeah. to suit our needs. That's fucked. Yeah. yeah. That's fucked up to look at. So would you say Jamaica, in terms of um, how the society is, like, does it, does it work the same as, as like an old... Okay, style well, European where the man works, here, the woman stays at home. Is it that style there? Is question. that what's yeah? So the answer to that is yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's that's honest, everywhere in the world. Not religion, everywhere, but religion most. was a much bigger role in fucking life. Okay. For like our grandparents and generations oh, yeah. before, absolutely, yep. absolutely. And we all met in Catholic school, right? Right. I'm yep. Jamaican. There are Catholics in Jamaican. You're Greek. There are Catholics in Greeks. You are Italian. Italian. Yep. I mean, that's the fucking capital of of, of Catholics, right? Yep. So. You have all these different cultures coming together, and there's this one underlying thing. And then I learned this by going to my friends from different backgrounds, right. houses, spending time with their families, and I realized your values are coming from your religious background. Yeah, yeah culture plays a role, right. but not as much as you think. So like the Italian flag hanging up in your room and a Jamaican flag hanging up in my room, that's a visible indicator that, hey, we're different. But if you came and you spent time with my family, you'd be like, holy fuck, these guys are just like, they're, they're, they're Italians with really cool accents and they smoke a lot of weed. We don't. My parents do. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. The values are the same. It's the so same, these yeah. older generations, they were all doing the same thing. These testimonies and stories about, I've been married 60 years to my wife, one and done. Like That shit is fucking uniform right. yep. all yep. around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, think about now when Andrew Tate comes online and he starts sharing that way of living with Western society, like with you know Canada, United States, that's the main Yeah. Because now we're shifting away from that old and we're getting into this new with, you know, but feminism. We are in the third world country here. Like, if you think about it, there's a lot of things. When you go to Europe and you go to, sorry, Greek, Greece and you go to Jamaica and yeah. you compare it to the things in Canada, like, there's some things that we are so third world, even like fourth world, like, it's, it's scary. You know what I mean? Dude, like, little things that, like, 
it's we, crazy. We, we like people protested here in Canada. Yeah, like oh, water is a human right. Yeah, food is a human right. Those things are not a fucking issue. Yeah. If you go down to Jamaica, right, yeah. right, you go up into the mountains. These people are living literally the most simple life that you can live. Right. They got a little tiny little sliver of land, and on that land, they're farming all the food they eat, and they're drinking water coming out of fucking natural springs, and they're well fed. They got clean, fresh water happening naturally, and they're out moving their bodies every day because they have to, or they'll die. Because you got to go out, you got to yeah. fucking work that right. field. Or you're gonna but think about it: when you're born here in the West, and it's almost like that foundations it is it's always there genetically yeah. like you have to shelter water food it's all there fight it's, it's, it's all there yeah but then when everything comes so easy right it gets it's almost like it's not a factor in your life you don't really think about it anymore you just think that this is my normal living i have tap water when i turn on my sink food i can order uber eats in three seconds yeah you lose your versatility it's, you lose your resilience yeah. so you, you lose that a little bit yeah, a right a little bit a lot. Well, well you lose it like, you lose most of it right like, okay if, if you were to pull out your phone right now and go down your contact list and ask everybody on your contact list so these are people in like your immediate vicinity or whatever growing up here in canada in the gta right mm-hmm. hey if there was a nuclear bomb to drop right fucking now and then we go into a nuclear winter and you have to go back to a bare bone survival instincts, right? You got to go hunting. You got to go find fresh water using your instincts to like test it and shit. Can you do it? Most people will say no. Of course. I'm ex-military. Okay. I'm fortunate. I have that training. But yeah. without that, I would, I would, yeah. I would say no too. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it's true. And then on my day-to-day living, I don't live that like military survival lifestyle. And it's not, I don't want to say it's not sustainable, but it isn't in the way we live. Right. You can't do that. Well, I, first of all, I wanted to touch back on what you said about, you know, the people living in the mountains and they have like a little, a little sliver. They have nothing crazy, but they are probably the happiest people. It's not even funny. Like they have no worries. They have no this, no that. And, and I feel like with, with, in the Western world here with, with what we do work wise, you know, and so my dad, a little backstory here, my my dad was born in in Italy. You know, his parents were were farmers. That's what they were, right? Like they, they want him to move to the capital, you know, to get a, a better life, so on and so forth and study. But, you know, my dad would tell me, like, when, when I came back from Greece's stories, I would tell my dad, like, he would laugh because he's like, he lived this. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. every, like, now I get up to work, at, uh, to go to work at 530 in the morning. Bro, who wants to get up at 530 in the morning to work? Not even dogs do that yeah. to get up at 530 in the morning. So, let me have to pee, motherfucker. In Europe there, you, you have you have lunch for, for an hour and a half, two hours. You have a coffee, a cigarette. You're, you're seeing people. Like, it, it's relaxed. It's not so. My favorite thing is this. In this country, you you live to work. In other countries, you work to live. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, I feel like people are so lost if they don't work here. Like, it's crazy, man. Yep. It's crazy. It's funny because it's it, it you're you're talking to like a point that we've talked about, Alex. Yeah. Um, where it's like there's this instinct kind of like drive. Like, yeah. I got to do something. Yeah. I got to do something. But you're living in a system so fucking convoluted, broken, and oh, just yeah. disenfranchised from reality yeah. that like. You're living in like a life like this and you're like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. There's little to no natural drive to do it. And if you think about it, if you're doing the stuff that you need to do to survive, to be healthy, to be happy, right? You wouldn't survive if you had this low of a drive. Like you're saying, getting up at 530 in the morning, dreading it. Like imagine you were living off the land. You, you know, you had to go, you were a hunter gatherer, right? Do Do you honestly think that those people were waking up in the morning like, oh, fuck here we go again definitely no, not no, i mean no, i'm no. sure for sure like if a fucking puma came and ate your fucking kid you'd be like shit uh, we gotta figure out <laughs> well, well it's, 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 your, it's your motivation too it's yeah. it's 
you're, you're waking up in the morning now when you have all those things. But why do you have so motivation easy. though? Why do you have motivation? Do you, is it, it, you have to answer this for yourself. Is it you want the finer things in life? What, what do you want? Is it the Ferrari? Is it the Rolex? Like, what do you want? You want that, a house? That goes, that goes back, to, back to how content are you? Yeah. Are you mm. content with what you have literally right now? Yeah, you definitely have to, sh- you have to have gratitude every single day for what you have currently. But I think that you have to have a goal. You have to have multiple goals and you have to pursue them. But the pursuit is, it's never ending. That's what I think. That's why the and, pursuit and, of and happiness, only the pursuit is guaranteed. 100%. That's it. And, and in a relationship, it's not like, like when you're in one, you, it's, it's never like, it's not like, okay, we're good. Then you can give up that effort, that honeymoon phase where you're, you're trying to wow the other person the first months, like yeah. nine months. I mean, you're going to do repetitive shit and yeah, it will fade. But I think long term, you got to really work at it. Like right. it has to be, but it has to be a balance. And it's also about respect too. Like it's, it's not there today. Like, it's not. I'm sorry. Like th- girls these days, there's no fucking respect. Like this feminist movement that's going on. There's absolutely no fucking respect for men anymore. If you go up to them, finally, we're and you ask, this topic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. so if you go up to girl right now and the girls are listening, I'm going to ask you, what do you rate yourself from one to 10? Snap call. Guess what they're answering? Fucking 10. 11. 10, 11, they're going to go above 10 just because they think they're funny, whatever. But they're going yeah. to say 10. Yeah. And that's just, in ge- and sure, you should have that confidence. But it's like, if you're a 10, where's the pursuit for self-improvement? That they all, yeah, that's that they exactly all, it. but they all, they're all so hot on right now. Look at all of them. They're all like, and good for them. Girls are, you know, they're, they're journaling and doing all these things, yoga, meditation, and guys should be as well. It goes both ways. Yeah, for sure. But don't say you're a 10. And then think that you're you like self improvement just disappears, or you're self improving, but then you're saying you're a ten. If you're a ten, you're you're indicating you're perfect. Yeah, I do not have to improve. More to do, yeah. What more is there to do? Yeah, I am content with how I currently am, yeah. and that's my whole thing. It's like no, that's that that's not no, it. That's not no, where it's not at. A single person on earth should be that like that. One hundred percent, but hot girl, but especially hot girls, girls that are extremely good looking. Yeah, that they, they know that they feel that. Yeah, right, and it's the attention that they get, right. But okay, see, that's a very good point that you bring up because if you like, I'm not even trying to be a dick here, but like you look at those videos of those girls saying they're tens. What are they really? Sixes, sevens, maybe eights at the most. But the point Our is rating, yeah, but, but ours, yeah, right, which they okay, don't give a fuck fine. about anymore, which is fine, hundred percent, rightfully but, so. But the reason why I think they all rate themselves tens is because they feel like they don't have to change. But why do they not have to change, Ricardo? Because they have guys DMing them. Even if a girl yeah. is a four. She's still gonna have more DMs. That's a guy that's an eight or a nine. I mentioned Guaranteed. this. I was talking about this. One hundred percent desirability. You know, an average yeah. girl can walk down the street and, and, for argument's sake, ask ten guys if if they want to sleep with her. Seven out of the ten guys will say yes. Yeah. If you it's do that, more. any one of us does that. Maybe one or two. Seven out of ten. No, for the girls. I'm saying for the girls. Like seven guys would sleep with a girl if a girl asked them that. I think I think it's like nine. Okay, there yeah. you go. And, you I know, think it's you higher. Know, no, no, whatever. Okay, Not yeah, yeah. And, and take a look at a good-looking guy. You know what I mean? Maybe one or two, maybe one or two. And I'm not, and he's not pulling up in his Ferrari. He's walking down the street, maybe in a decent suit. Like I'm not talking about anything crazy. You know what I mean? So I feel like we have made the women like that. Think about it. Like, look at OnlyFans. Like, what are these people doing? Something to OnlyFans. Like, you, yeah. you know what I mean? You're, you're enabling these people to be doing these things because you're paying them. You're doing this uh, and that. hundred percent. Right? I feel like it's, it's our fault in a sense. You know what I mean? For them to be like that. Since the thing, I despise OnlyFans, but at the same time too, good for these girls for, Yes. Catching, for being for yeah. being opportunists yeah, and yeah, taking absolutely. advantage of these fucking low, of, of these guys that'll pay. Yeah. It, oh it, you know gosh, what? Absolutely. Good for you. Yeah. 
But there's it, it too is many of the guys that are paying. This is the problem. Like, first it's funny as a joke. You know, okay, whatever. Go out, let some guy take you out for dinner. That's fine. But now it's like, it's ruining it. Like, you don't even want to DM a girl anymore because there's probably 35 more guys DMing her. Half of them probably more money, better looking than me. They got a Ferrari. They got more tattoos. They got whatever the case may be. So it's just like, you don't even stand a chance anymore. Okay. Like, well, well, I'm going to ask you a question though. Like, you say you had a nice piece of property and you're growing in your backyard a yes. lemon tree. Say yes. you're fucking allergic to lemons. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You think that you're going to go your whole life with that lemon tree in your backyard without going and picking at least one of the fucking lemons? <laughs> I'm going to pick it and then you're gonna, I'm going to get an allergic He's going to fucking pick it already. Maybe sell like, the lemon. Maybe, yeah. you know, send it off to the neighbors. But hey, you like lemons? I got lemons. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You're, gonna, you're not going to just ignore the lemons. No, no, absolutely That's not. That's only but, fans. There's but, so much of it there. Yeah. And yeah. I think there are probably a lot of guys out there who are like, I don't fucking support this. And then they find themselves on there. I don't. I'm going to go out and say that right now. I have never once spent a single no, penny. No, never, on. never. Only How can you? you? Like, there's, yeah. there's, it's too much accessibility. Like, you're going to yeah. go pay for this one. First of all, there's something called Reddit. So if you're yeah. actually going to spend money, you're a banana. One. You know what I mean? So if you, really, <laughs> if you go see this individual, like, all right, then go on Reddit. But you know what I mean? There's enough access to porn or whatever the hell you want to watch like even twitter nowadays is is, is porn 2.0 yeah. you know what i mean that like yeah. what do you need to pay for what like come on well maybe these types of guys that are let's say addicted to porn every single day yeah. right maybe the only fans is it's their new that's their new i think it's th- that's their new kick you know yeah it definitely is deeper. when there's only fans and it probably becomes more personal for these guys starvation of connectivity with people it's literally like isolation like the people who are paying for OnlyFans, and it's one of like the features you hear about. Like you see it all the time on like social media, like videos and TikToks and shit like that. Like people will talk about it, yeah. and like I'm always curious. Like I, my 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 FYP is is all kinds of different videos because I like I like to just watch them and learn. And so you listen to like these these women that are like running OnlyFans, and they talk about like oh. I DM my clients directly. I have like legitimate like really like I know things about specific people and all that stuff. And I'm like, for those guys to be connecting with you on that level on an OnlyFans where they're paying you for pornography because that is the that is yeah. the sum that yeah. is the end that yeah. is the means right. Yeah. But they're they're not just paying you for, for pornography. They're paying to have an intimate moment with somebody they're attracted to. Yeah. Because they're so fucking starved of that kind of attention in the real world there if you dealt with that issue right the the market for it would significantly dry up well that's what they're saying about porn because obviously we probably all three of us have heard how toxic porn is just for your brain right because you're you're desensitizing your sexual drive right like you're 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 building up unrealistic expectations about uh, that as well so now when you're actually in person you have to perform i mean when you're 18 a gust of wind will probably get you hard. Oh, absolutely. That's, you know, it, that, that, it is what it is. But let's say you're, you know, you're in your 30s, whatever. Okay, a gust of wind gets me hard now. Well, that, that's it. That's, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's it called when, you're, uh, when you can't get it up? What's that? That's, uh, Impotence. No, no, there's another word for erectile it. Erectile dysfunction? Erectile dysfunction. ED. Got you. Sorry. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you nailed it. Another yeah. word erectile for that is impotence. <laughs> okay, okay. That's it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, and th- those cases are going up. There's a lot of guys that suffer from that now, right? Wait, I mean, and not uh, to say that it's specifically from porn. It's probably from a, a numerous no, things, it's but it, I would it's say numerous the biggest, things. The biggest cause would probably be food, like the food we eat. Yeah, your yeah, diet and 100%. And if depression will also probably play a factor. It's funny like because that. you know what? Like there, there have been medical studies that have come out even this year, 2023, that have talked about the, the – and people are starting to raise the alarm about it. They're like, just so everybody's aware, um, in men – 
your sperm count is is lowering. Men's average sperm count internationally is yep. lowering at Why? an alarming rate. Why? And women's all the plastic in the water and all things that. Things like That's like it, what's yeah. it called PCOS or whatever it is, like the the that thing where um. Uh, like a, a fertilized egg doesn't root itself in the uterus properly, or it goes up in like the yep. fallopian tube or whatever. Like right. that shit is on the rise too. So sure. you're having reproductive issues, significant reproductive issues on the rise at an alarming rate in both men and women, males and females. That's fucking. At what point are we going to be like, what are we doing wrong as a collective society that this is happening? Well, think about it. In ten years, now you've got a, a generation that doesn't want to get married, doesn't want to have kids. This is you. So even if you you are married, you want to have kids. There's a lot of couples now that are struggling to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So in 20 years, is the population going to keep increasing like it has been? Or will that number start slowly decreasing? The rate, will it slowly start decreasing? It's like what you said earlier. But there also is more. (laughs) You said said different spheres of the world have different sure things like we're, we live in the western world well let's right? let, let's let's be specific to the west because most of our audience is here and yeah so in the west uh, yeah that, right? that rate's gonna decrease if you're talking about the western world yeah right. and the western world is i think a lot of people misconstrued the western world as just canada and the united states no, no no the western world is any country that society is structured like ours so i would say members of the western world include australia new zealand right most of europe is right yeah a, a good member of the anyway. western world right yeah. you have all the like the Caribbean gets a little tricky in like Latin America. There's similarities, but there are massive differences. But right. even the Mexico, yeah. that's the it's you know you'd call it second world or still third world, it's, yeah. but it's still Western world. It's technically, yeah. right? Like yeah. The, the, if you go down to Mexico, the, there are very few things that you can't do there that you can do here in terms right. of like how you would live a day to day life, yeah. schooling, uh, work, uh, how you approach relationships, parenthood, mm-hmm. all of it. All of it. Yeah. It's very similar. So that's the Western world. You look at places like Russia, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, like all of the sort of, uh, what is it called? Eastern Eastern Europe, yeah. right? Like the, the Balkans and the Baltics and the fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. All of those areas. There's a very different life there. Very different. Like, well, that's where, that's where, you know, Andrew Tate comes from. He comes from that Balkan region, which yeah. is... Uh, I'm technically from the Balkan region. My family is on my dad's side. Yeah. And there are cold people. We've sure, talked about because this. it's shut up it, and put up with it. But 100%, yeah, but know? they've been through no, some... Yeah, the Iron Curtain got lifted yeah, 30 it's, fucking years ago. That's yeah. not a long time. They, they've, they, they've gone through some shit there. Those are those are hardened, colder people. Oh, yeah. And, and I can see it. My mom is from, you know, southern Greece, which is still Greece, but it, yeah. it's it's different. It's definitely different. They're, maybe it's just that family specifically, but they're warmer. And my dad's side, a little bit colder. Oh my right? god! Don't get me wrong. Like you, you can see it. You can because there's celebrities that are out of Russia, MMA yep. fighters, oh, 100 models and movie yeah. stars coming out of all these different places. Like yeah. specifically in the Balkans and the Baltic yeah. area, um, and 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 Russia. It, you listen to them, and you can. There's a notable change in the way that their society is structured 100%. from where it was 30 years ago. There's also a notable change in our world, the Western world. Yeah, yeah. huge. Well, so, well, think about it now. Andrew, someone like Andrew Tate comes on the rise. He starts sharing his perspective or how things are from where he's from. Not where he's from. He was born in the states, but that background where he prefers. Now he's sharing that lifestyle, and now everyone from the West, you know, this whole situation where they canceled him, right? I mean, where do you guys stand with with Andrew Tate? Well, okay, you know? obviously, there's regardless of 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 Andrew Tate and what other people think of him for me personally like there's going to be things that I like what he says and there's going to be things that I I don't like that he says right. you know I think one thing that I I really like that he says is the simple fact that like if it, 
if you're having a because he's not emotional at all obviously you've seen enough videos to see the guy and, and yeah. he's very like yeah. you know if you're having a bad day just imagine somebody has it worse and when you think like somebody has it worse it kind of puts your emotions to the side whether that's good or bad is a whole other topic but at least maybe that might think like okay you know what my day is not as bad as so and so you know what it's going to be better tomorrow you know and it'll just force you to kind of like put up with it i would say in a sense i feel like that's his motto is like shut up put up and See, someone's got a worse i'm a little different i'm a little different i Look, bad things are going to happen to everybody. Yeah, There's not a soul is safe. Yeah, sure. I, I'm, I'm a, a, of a different perspective because when I was a kid and like I was going through my parents' divorce and like we lost everything and it was a really shitty time. Yeah. One of the things that like the old school Jamaicans in my life would come and tell me is like exactly that. Hey, somebody's got it worse than you. You know, you just got to take your blows. You know, big up. That's a, that's the yeah. Thing it teaches you to up. be a little bit colder, but a little bit more emotionless. Here's the thing. So you're disagreeing did, with that? I did that. I flipped that switch. I sure. turned it all off. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna be a man the way I was raised to be a man. Right. Okay. All right. Don't fuck with me. I'm gonna turn off my emotions. Yeah. And guess what, man? One day, the bucket got full. Oh, you're gonna blow up. That's a tip. But here's the thing. How do yeah. you explode? And with what with what consequence? Or, or do you live your life dealing with your shit as it comes? Because one of my mantras, Alex knows this, he hears all the time, he loves this one. If I walk like a duck <laughs> and I talk like a duck, guess what? Yep. It's a fucking duck. Yes, sir. Sometimes when bad things happen, you're allowed to be like, this is shit. But the key thing there is you're living in the present. You're dealing with your blows as they come. Yep. And it's a good thing to do because when things are good, you could be like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. When it's sad, this is really fucking sad. Let me take a moment and just be here and like feel what I'm feeling instead of fucking pushing it down and just yeah. fucking moving on with life as if that shit's never going to come back to haunt you. It yeah. is going to. Well, I mean, like, again, you, you need an outlet to, yeah. you know, release those emotions. Again, if for you it's, it's going to a therapist, good, great. Just meet with the therapist. For yeah. me, it's the motorcycle and putting my phone on do not disturb and just doing my thing. Then that's my outlet to get rid of the crappy day I had at work, maybe yeah. the relationships with my life, maybe family health or whatever the case may be. Like you need that outlet. It doesn't matter who or what it is. You need it. Or like you said, it's going to blow. You're going to blow up and you don't know who you're going to blow up on and how, and bad how it's, you're going to blow exactly, up. Exactly. How bad it's so like some people don't, but some people aren't even self-aware. Whereas let's, you know, you're in a relationship and you know, that bucket starts getting a little bit full for you. You blow up and most likely the other person's going to take it. You might not even realize you're doing it on a day-to-day basis. Well, unless it's, a, unless it's extreme. Of, yeah, that's, that's lack, lack of, of introspection. That's 100%. lack of like, self-awareness. For yeah. sure. Which is a big issue. Like one of the things you hear about people talk about, oh, my mom is awful. My dad is awful. Like you hear the stories and whatever. And like the first thing I think of when I'm hearing people tell me these stories, I'm like, they've never, ever looked inward. They, I don't even know if they, if they, yeah. if they know yeah. that, that, that you can. I think it's like a victimizing thing that happens these days is where it's like, okay, people have been through shit, 100%, a lot of, almost, who hasn't, exactly. But now I feel like people are kind of taking more of a selfish approach Yeah. where where it's, they're victimizing themselves and, oh, I've been through this and I've been through that and it's, and it's, I feel like people aren't taking, you know, the, the right steps. Not only to, to to fixing themselves and, and healing themselves through based on what they've been through. Not only right? that, I think you're absolutely right. And I also think people think, they genuinely believe what I've been through, you you couldn't ever understand. You 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 can't visualize it. Well so technically gonna- no, because you those emotions I mean, yeah, the person has didn't didn't consume those same emotions that you did. Maybe but I mean, not, someone but, can but understand like, what you what, went through. That's, that's empathy. Right? That's empathy. If 100%. you came to me and you said today, after the show or before the show, let's say, 
you go, man, I had a shit day at work. This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. You know what? Yeah, you're right. I wasn't there. I didn't live it. I didn't feel it. But do you honestly think that I would not be able to build a bridge of relation to, to those feelings? Like I've never, ever experienced that before. So I can't give you advice. Here, here's how I dealt with it. Or you just want to vent. Tell me. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I feel you. Well, I know exactly well, where you're coming from. I think from. that's, and to go by, I think it's the victimizing thing. It's like, oh, I've been through it so hard. You couldn't possibly understand what I've been through. That's a good point. You I know? mean, I remember seeing a quote. I actually have it right here. And it goes, if you talk to more than three people about the same problem, you don't want help. You just want attention. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Like, what is someone else going to say that the first three aren't? You know what I mean? Like, but see, yeah. one of the best pieces of dating advice I ever heard, I first heard it from my grandpa, and then now I see it kind of like, not everywhere, but it comes up from time to time on like Instagram. Yeah. You'll see a picture of it, or on, on TikTok, you'll get a video of it. Yeah. It's uh, when you're in a relationship with somebody and something happens and you have to talk about it, before you even start talking about it, go up to them and say, hey, I want to vent or, hey, I want help. And then, boom, proceed. It will completely, apparently, it revolutionizes relationships. Because I think the nature of men is, oh, problem, I need to generate solution. The nature of women is, problem, I need to discuss it for no other reason yeah. than I need to let it out. Well, guys, guys definitely do keep, it, keep shit in 100%. more than girls. Oh, yeah. but, but it's also, it, it goes back to, it's the girls, they want you to show more emotion. And but to not too much. It, but not you can't show too much you cannot show yeah. too too much and, because and that's it, because whether they realize it or not yeah that's weakness for them and that in their eyes is weakness because yeah. they want men whether they fucking think think so or not men th they want that fortitude like that that strength that that rock for them is their man and every girl wants that more to that too in my experience of being vulnerable with women it is Every case come back at me. It has been used. I open up about something, and then it comes up in an argument, tempers flare, and it's thrown right back at you. And it's like, you have just disintegrated my trust in you. That's my biggest fear, man. So, Honest yeah. to God, that's my biggest fear. Like, do you feel like you hold shit in? Like, do you feel like, or, or do you feel like, like you're trying to communicate? Me and you have been you've been like one of my best friends for a long time. You know what I mean? And I tell you things that. But I'll tell you things to a certain extent. Like I, I just yeah. I won't tell anybody. It's not like it's my mom, my dad, my my other friends. Like no, no, no. Like there's yeah. there's a cap on it, and I say that's it. Yeah, you, you cut it off. Like bro, there's some things that like hopefully you can figure it out yourself and kind of go from there. But like there's and I just I can't go too far, right? Because like you said, that feeling of of someone pulling out your deep and dark secrets or emotions, whatever the case is, yeah. and throw it at you sometimes in dude, front of people. That's the that oh my oh, god yeah. i can't even think like my blood would boil like I, i'll exactly. lose my mind and, yeah and that's I, what scares me i've done it too I, i've been in a situation where like my my personal shit that i've you know expressed to my girlfriend at the time yeah. in confidence yeah right and like this is what's up or whatever and in the moment she was great she was like holy shit you know yeah like i can see how that would be a big deal this, right. that, yeah. you're like okay good good yeah i'm feeling yeah. connection here fucking like three four weeks down the road you, you're you're in a little tiff or whatever you have friends over her friends are over and you're in like a little tiff or whatever, and then it comes out in front of people. I'm like, I'd be heartbroken. How do you trust like, somebody yeah, after no. that? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on the situations that specific people have been through, right? Yeah. But this is the thing: if if you're opening up to your girl, and let's say you start crying about something, yeah. Now, what do you guys think? Well, one, I'm gonna both of you answer this. One, do you feel like you should cry 
I mean, there's times you're going to cry, maybe like a death or something like that, something extreme. That's inevitable. Okay, hold on. 100%. People say that like you can't cry at funerals. Or like, no, no, no. For, shut up. Like, well, forget about funerals. Forget about funerals. Forget about the absolute extremes. But yeah. in general, let's say your girl sees you crying over something that's not extreme. Let's say you're opening up about something or just mm-hmm. anything really. Yeah. So you just get emotional. About it. Do you think that that's a good thing long term? Like, well, how, yeah. how do you think your girlfriend sees you after? Well, this is, this is the problem. And this is where this the huge disconnect between being human and our nature, the five-finger rule, yeah. and these, like, social norms that we're fucking married to for exactly. some reason. Exactly, and this is, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, vulnerability in men, I'm sorry, but the spectrum of emotion is the same. It, your ability to feel things, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm happy, I'm whatever. It happens to it's anyone. It's human. It's right. a human thing. Right. So for that to be human, it has to apply to males and females. So for men, you're feeling these feelings and it's in there and you fucking want to let it out and you're not letting it out. That's not fucking natural. Alex, if you had to take a shit right fucking now, (laughs) right fucking now. Five finger rule. And you don't, guess what happens? (laughs) If you don't shit when you need to shit, guess what happens? I feel like your answer is going to be a bit more interesting than mine. You get sick. There you go. <laughs> what was your answer going to be? <laughs> I was going to say, it's going to come out no matter what. But. Okay, so to you, like, what, what do you think about that? In terms of letting your girl seeing emotion out of you. When, when they've been, not raised, but I mean, they're, it's you know what I mean? It, it's the same as us. We're conditioned 100%. in a specific way. They're conditioned. Yeah. But when, you're, when most girls see their man as the rock, right? As that masculinity figure in their life that masculine figure in their life so what do you think about that i have a couple answers for that i mean like again you know me well enough to know that i keep my emotions to myself but there's sometimes where i blow up as you know you know what i mean and i feel like if i'm gonna tell someone something that's really important to me if i'm gonna get emotional about it like i'm gonna tell you but if you come back at me fuck you like that's it don't ever like get away from me i'm telling you this one i'm not telling everybody else i'm telling you and i'll make that very clear that i'm telling just you because i appreciate you i value you so on and so forth but if you're gonna come back and use that me like we're never gonna speak again and that's it It, it's done now i also feel like there's a time and a place for it you know what i mean so for sure and i feel like you cannot exaggerate it has to be for something important like i come home from work and my my girl's home and like I had a bad day. I start crying or it's like, look, I had a bad day. It's kind of shit. Like, give me some time apart. And then, you know, like, I'll when be back. I'll be when back. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But yeah. I, I just feel like, you know, a real woman would, would stick by you. You know what I mean? Because 100%. Dude, we're human. You, we, we have hearts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's inevitable that you're going to have a bad day no matter what it is. Right. Right. Work at that. So on and so forth. But your significant other should help you and, you know, kind of keeping you moving forward right? well, like, then, yeah. i'm not gonna start crying to a girl after three months like i just i just no 100 like there's some things obviously you're gonna you know. open up about but it. then again it, right. but that's me like maybe being ignorant and like putting time frames on it like which you never know because you could be with talking to somebody for a week and you could feel like you've known them for so long and that's just like inevitable things yeah, are gonna happen right yeah no, I think in that to that point, I think it's you know you mentioned like the timeline and stuff. It's just our nature to put timelines on things yeah, and categorize is. things. Like and we talk about, you yeah. talk about like uh, ideologies, like 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 feminism, Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. Like yeah. we people belong in groups and sections and this, that, and the other. So like it's one of those things that we just we all do it. We all do it. Yeah. So like it's not. I don't think it's a bad thing to, to put time frames on things yeah. and like whatever. It's sort of an expectation, kind yeah. of prepare yeah, yeah, you yeah. because that's a part of the whole self development thing. Yeah. Be like, I, I do it all the time. 
I'll be like chilling in my own in my own space, in my own thing, and or I'm dealing with something or whatever. And a lot of times, I often go, "Oh, um, you know, let's say you have your own kid, and your kid comes to you with it. What do you say to your kid?" And then that's how I kind of counsel myself through things, things that I don't want to go and talk to other people about. Right. But it's interesting because a lot of those things are things that like my sister can go and talk to my mom about. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I can't go and talk to my mom about it, but I definitely don't feel like I can the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like you're going to have conversations. I, well, I'm going to have conversations. I should say I talk about myself. I'm going to have conversations with my dad that I um, wouldn't even think to have with my mother and vice versa, right? Like, I really don't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my mom, like, you know, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, said, like, we talk. We have a good... There's certain people you, you, you go know? to but for like, certain things. Well, like, oh, how's this girl? How's that? Like, oh, what happened to the thing? I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we ask certain questions. Like, and they know... My mom knows my friends pretty well, I would say, you know? So, yeah. again, there's certain things they ask me and there's certain things they don't. Like, yeah. you know, so... It's... It's, I, I'm just so much not an emotional person at all. Like, it, do you know how many times girls say to me, who hurt you? Who hurt you? I'm like, the world hurt me. Mm. You know what I mean? And I always say this to Alex is like, ever since I started working, you know, with my father again, they're all older and it just made me grow up faster than maybe I would have wanted to. Is you it also better? see the world through yeah. like a, a, a different lens. Yeah, you, you, yes. you have a different, yes. you have a mature yes. mentality yes. about yes. things. Yes. A more mature Which mentality. is why I tell him, like one of my goals that I want to do is I want to move out be on my own a little bit before I yeah. find the significant other. Yeah. I feel like you I'm learn so boat. much about yourself. Like yeah. it's the little things you got to get up. You got to go to, you got to make your own lunch. You got to do your own laundry. You got to clean do those this. dishes in the sink. You, that's you it. Do you got to do them. Yeah. No one's going to do them for you. Exactly. You know, and it makes you grow as a person. And 100%. then, you know, if you find a significant other stays over a little bit, you develop a relationship. You never know. Right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you guys made some notes here. Some yes. Good notes. Yes. You, you kind of touched on, on BLM. Yeah. And, um, kind of wanted to jump into that yeah and then you wrote down black history Month, yes. and i think that's a really cool yeah. speaking point we're in that month as, yeah it's february right so right. i mean yes. i'll get it started as yeah. the, the black person here yeah yeah, yeah. um percent european yeah yeah <laughs> so watch it eh <laughs> in jamaica mm-hmm. they have this thing called colorism okay which is different than racism okay because jamaica's national motto is out of many one people so a lot of the immigrants that leave Jamaica, I can't speak to like Jamaicans in Jamaica because I'm not in Jamaica. I wasn't born there. I wasn't raised there. Right. But for the Jamaicans that left, because that's who, that's who I grew up with. Okay. They, these people aren't racist and they're not walking around defining you by your ethnic background. Um, my mom was called black for the first time in her life in Canada. Okay. Which is crazy. Yeah. And then going to school. It was crazy to her. Um, yeah, you can leave it me. You can leave it here if you want. I, 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 like that, that was a, one of the weirdest things. I, I remember, like, I remember journaling about this when I was younger. Was why does, why is there an obsession with everybody to tell me what I am? Like, it, I, I literally, there to was put not, you in a category or yeah, something? There yeah. was not a single day right. from the beginning of junior kindergarten to grade 12 graduation where I was not told by somebody else that I was black. Like it was a surprise. <laughs> so I, I started doing that. People right. would be like, you're black. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for filling me <laughs> in, buddy. <laughs> that would have been so, you, you know what? The, the best reaction would be like, what the fuck I am? You know, yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah, because that's, I, that's just ridiculous. to show you, be like, bro, you don't think I fucking know? <laughs> What do you, what did you, what did you accomplish with that? You know what I mean? And it's funny because categories like that have changed through time. Yeah. Did you know, like your parents 
immigrated, right? From mm-hmm. Italy to, yeah. to Canada, yeah. right? You ever hear the Italians talk about like their nono? Yeah. My nono, it's always the same story. Yeah. My nono came on a boat and he yep. had $5 in his pocket and he started yeah. a bricklaying company and this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's always yeah. the same yeah. fucking story. Yeah. But yeah. guess what? I'm not going to say it. You can say it. What's the word for Italians? What's the slant, the, the slur, the slander? Oh my God. Say it. Um, say it out loud. And I'll explain the etymology to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a WAP. There it yeah, is. Yeah, a WAP. It stands for without papers. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> in the fucking 50s and 60s yeah. in Canada, yeah. Italians who are considered white by today's standard were not fucking white back then. Yeah. To be white in Canada back then, yeah. you had to come from the UK or Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's right. That's right? right. And if you came from anywhere else, yeah. you were not fucking white. You were an immigrant. So and now, that's how they treated people. Yeah. 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 They got treated like shit for sure. Right. 100%. And it's fucking hilarious because I love talking to like racist Italians because there's a fuck ton of them. There's so many. And I literally will sit there listening to their stories and I'm like nodding my head until like, you know, I'm waiting for my turn. And well, I'm like, that's, that's I'm a like, lot of sit Europeans, down your right? fucking grandfather and ask him about racism and you will be horrified to find out all your little fucking thoughts that you think are right were the things that people did to your grandfather when he yeah. came here on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, I dare you to continue believing those fucking beliefs. Yeah, 100%. You know? And yeah. they're like, every time I do that, and if they ever go and talk to their grandparent, they'll come back and be like, yeah. Yeah. I got some fucking, you know, thinking to do right. or not in those words exactly but something along those lines you know so now fast forward to today yeah right in terms of the blm that happened i mean that movement kind of came when i mean whatever it's still around whatever you want to you know it, it's here in canada but it, I, look it's convoluted as fuck because it was white people that told me in canada that i was black <laughs> black lives matter started during the pandemic it got fucking well it didn't start during the pandemic but it got massive during right. the pandemic right. okay Guess who was sliding in my DMs yelling at me for not being outraged? I guarantee you it's white girls. White women. Yeah. Karen. Yelling at me for not being loud enough about. Absolutely. I I, I literally would tell them. I'm like, I've experienced racism that would make you throw up. I am not angry (laughs) at the world for this. It's a natural thing. Yeah. Oh, I believe 100%. You can take your fucking self-righteousness and shove it up your fucking ass oh, that's like the- it, it pisses me off i'm not i'm not a fucking social justice warrior yeah and bl- like if you're gonna reduce look you, you you use the term black as this sort of like oh anybody with darker colored skin and curly hair is black yeah bitch i'm not fucking african <laughs> I, i'm not african I'm, as you said, 40% European. That's I'm right. I'm 47%. Never forget it. You know, African genes. I got Indian <laughs> genes. You know, wow. I got fucking Chinese genes. I love that. For Dude, you. fucking yeah. the whole fucking world. Native yeah. genes. I got yeah. all of it. Nice little fucking mixed into a nice cocktail. You're a mutt. I'm a mutt. Yeah. What's it called? You, me, one, two, three. What's that shit what called again? What the hell? 23 and me. 23 and me. Yeah. That's the thing I did. It's like ancestry and 23. Oh, you never heard of that? Oh, that's what, okay. Yeah. You never heard of that? No, I just heard of ancestry. What do you do? You, you, you send it like a, what is it? Yeah. A hair spin sample? A tube. You yeah. spit? Okay. Yeah. Same okay. with the ancestry. It's this thing. You spin a tube, send oh, okay. it off. Yeah. Six weeks later, boom. Results. Right. Okay. And they send you a bunch of results back. Yeah. Huh. yeah. It's cool because it connects you with like family you didn't know you're related to. Interesting. And I like 23 and me because it tells you all kinds of stuff based on your genes. So like things I didn't even know were genetic. Like, I can't remember what the word is. Like mesophonia or something i don't know but it's the sound the, the it's the irritation like you you have a physical and mental reaction to loud chewing people who chew loudly mm-hmm. so i'm reading up on you have thing. a reaction to that no, i fucking hate it it like curls my skin uh, like, yeah. i go into close to yeah. fight or flight mode when i hear loud chewing so i look into it stated it. that yeah it says you have it 
So I look, it's a genetic thing. I looked into it and sure enough, it goes, it's a genetic thing. It's ancient. You had that before. Yeah. Since I was a little kid, if you chew very, very loudly, I'm in, I'm nauseated. I want to move away from you. I get angry. Like I want to punch shit. You want to put a knife in my throat. It upsets me. I think a lot of people, well, a lot of people, yeah. I can't control it. I'm thinking about it rationally and I'm like, you're just eating food. Relax. And it fucking freaks me out, man. Slurping a drink. So it's oh based on God. scientists. Slurping think, that water. Of course, there's no way to know if it's actually true, but scientists think that this specific gene is developed from, and it makes total sense when they say it like this. Back when we were fucking hunter gatherers, living a more natural lifestyle, if you heard an animal chomping on something, yeah, yeah. it likely was an animal that could chomp on you. And if you could hear it, you were very close to danger. And so, yeah, you have every reason to be very fucking distraught about that's, that. Yeah, very but, interesting. No, yeah, I, but I, that's because they use generalities. Like, how is he going to fight them on that and say they're wrong? Like, no, how the it, fuck it, it's very them? true. And that also yeah. goes into astrology a little bit, right? It's like, oh, okay, I'm, you uh, love I'm the astrology. astrology. Eh? I don't. I don't. You're making fun of it, but I feel like you I, you like it, bro. Like, n- you know? No, I don't love it. I don't like. Okay, you don't love a, it, a, a lot. A lot of these girls that you'll meet. Yep. Like, I can't date a like, Gemini. Sorry. <laughs> what? The no, no, no. Fuck? But like, depending on your sign, like they'll, like let's yeah. say, like they'll meet a guy, and the first thing that they'll do is find out your sign. Some of these girls that are really into it, and and like based off of that, that's it for them. Yeah, man. If we're compatible based on this, based on astrology, right? Those rules or whatever, yeah. those natural, that that's it for them. And you know what? Freedom of religion, freedom of belief. I believe in it. For sure, I believe in that, like right. It, but like, hey, like if you're coming to me and you're like, oh, your zodiac sign tells me everything I need to know about you. Okay, but how much of but it is? Perfect, it, though, but how much of it is in your head? Okay, yeah. Right now, you and me, we weren't aware. I didn't even know you were a Taurus. I forgot to be honest. Yeah. Nor do I really give a you're fuck. An how do okay, you, you and me, you and me are good friends, yeah. right? Yeah. If you now Google not do a Taurus, do a Taurus. <laughs> 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 Apparently not. <laughs> if you Google yeah. are Taurus and Leo compatible in relationship friends, it says that we are not. Yeah. So Fine. now, that's it. I'm now, my shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. But now that I just told you that, yeah. yeah. Now you should plant a seed. You're planting a seed. But so, why do you look at that negatively, though? I look at that in a good way, especially with girls. If a girl's gonna tell me that she's not compatible, okay, ciao. If 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 you are telling me that the star and if they're not fucking aligned properly, you're not compatible. Perfect. That tells me everything who you are, everything I need yeah. to know. And okay, see you later. Have a great. So day it, so if a girl tells you that she's into astrology, that's a turn off for you. Well, it depends. If if no 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 no, forget the signs. Let's say she doesn't know your sign, you don't know hers, and, and she says, I'm really into astrology. I would say, okay, but Alex, if it makes her react a certain way, like you're saying, we cannot no, but, be but, compatible, like that's, but dude, being that's brainwashed. Really, but being really into it, that's what I mean. She's really into astrology, meaning based on what you're going to tell her your sign is three seconds later. <laughs> are we compatible or no? <laughs> are we fucking compatible? That is, that's it. It's getting into her head. It's like it's an uncomfortable thing like i said i believe in like the freedom of belief stuff like you can come absolutely and ask me my, like oh what are you I'm, oh i'm a taurus oh that's funny you know this is what it, the thing says yeah. but if you're living your like horoscopes daily horoscopes you're living oh, your life by this shit now i got a problem you need to go to work that's what you need yeah. to do okay because your <laughs> life is clearly too fucking easy that you can look at this before you go to work like, no, you, you wake up in the day and it'll tell you your daily your daily horoscope yeah it's fucked, man. Some of the things, like, and people, they live by it. But you know what? It's no different than, like, we all grew up in Catholic school, right? Yeah, yeah. Our, like, faith is a big deal, and, like, I don't know about your family, right. no, but it course. is in my yeah. family. Like, I, I'm not Absolutely. personally, I've deviated way far away from the Catholic Church, but sure. I still feel connection to the community. Absolutely. I was baptized in it. I was raised do you feel, in it. Do you, would you consider yourself spiritual in that way, spiritual, like, in that sense? I, I mean, I don't know. Did you feel I spiritual before? Well, 
Did you ever feel spiritual? Oh, one, I was an altar boy, buddy. Like, I was fucking dialed in. I was no, but there's a difference between, you know, feel, oh, yeah. like religious <laughs> and spiritual. Like, did you, you know, spirituality, like, into, in that aspect yeah, of yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Right? For sure. Especially when I was younger. And then I also. Do you, do you I, still feel that? Or, like, have you, you know. Spirituality. I there are forces beyond my comprehension, behind sure. anyone's comprehension out there. I I, I I could probably begin to maybe tell you what I think mm. and believe, but at the end of the day, I will finish it off by saying I have zero idea if there is any truth to it whatsoever, and that's why it's a belief, and I will never push my belief 100%. on somebody. So like it's the same with anything, anything that's an ideology or a religious belief or just a belief in general, right. veganism. Uh, any religion, oh Judaism, Islam, Christianity, or or like what we're talking about, fucking following horoscopes. Yeah, there I have zero problem with you believing in what you believe in. I now begin to take issue when you start to force your fucking beliefs on me, or oh, yeah, you you're saying things like your behavior and your this and your that or whatever is a product of, you know. This belief, that belief, whatever, and that makes us incompatible. Okay, if you're going to do that, then you're, you're literally announcing to me and the world, hi, I'm closed-minded, Yeah, and I don't want to hear anything that you have to say. And well, if that's the case, I don't want anything to do with think you. Think about anymore. how many people you're also closing yourself off to, right? Literally. Being in that. In you could that, be missing out on somebody who could end up being your best right. friend. You could The person yep. you marry yep. you know, and have kids with, like, you, you could be missing out on them. A plethora of fucking people that could, that could enhance your fucking like life. That. That's word of the day right there. Plethora. Ricardo, what's, like your, uh, relationship, what's your relationship? What's your relationship with uh, religion and spirituality? I agree with what Matt said. I agree. Right. You can believe in whatever you want to believe in, but at the end of the day, I feel like you got to be a realist. You got to be able to think inside and outside of the box. A little sprinkle of pragmatism. In exactly. There. <laughs> you need to examine what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know, like if a book is going to tell you how to live your life, that's fine. You know, I think you should take some things. I think no matter what you do in life, no matter who you listen to or what books you read, you need to uh, take something from it. You take the good with the bad. I don't think you should sure. listen to every single thing, something or someone says, but you can take bits and pieces and kind of form your own For sure. uh, vision and idea, whether it's religion, whether it's life or whatever the case may be. <laughs> think of all the fucking is there. I don't know. You're, you're, you're saying that and I completely agree with you, but yeah, think about like, a call. It's literally the opposite. Instead of what he just said. Think about what? A cult. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, it's com- it's literally the opposite. Dude, okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into this. I'm not going to name names, but you know, there's a, a family member of mine who's uh, a Jehovah's Witness, yeah. and um, they don't celebrate Christmas. They don't celebrate any any real holidays, you know what I mean? And um, <laughs> yeah, they, they have some beliefs that I just, I just, don't, uh, I just don't agree with, you know? And... <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. And um, anyways, just like their beliefs, I you know are kind of kind of bother me. You're not going to celebrate this. You don't celebrate birthdays. You don't like 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 what is that? Like I feel like if if this cult or this book is telling you to to live a certain way, like what is that? Like yeah, form your, your autonomy. Own, yeah, yeah, form form your own opinion. Excuse yeah. me. You know what I mean. Be your own person. That's exactly where I am in life right now. And like it's it's tricky because growing up Catholic and like being like a diehard Catholic and yeah. like an altar boy and like really invested in it. When I started realizing that I, my personal beliefs were at odds with the things that the church is saying, yeah, you yeah. feel like a part of you dies. Like you yeah. lose an element yeah. of your identity. Yeah. And I think a lot more people are aware that their beliefs are contradicting their, like who they really are. Yeah. But because so much of who you are is associated with these labels, yeah. they're scared to let them go. Dude, like I don't talk to that family member anymore because yeah. of their religion we have different religions like 
dude, how sad is that? Like, we're blood. Like, yeah. again, I'm not going to go into detail, but like, we're blood. Like, you know what I mean? I haven't seen them in like five, six years. Like, like yeah, your, sad, your, your religion can teach you whatever the hell it wants to teach you. But like, you wake At up what and cost? you tell me you don't think about these people, the members we used to have, because we did, I yeah. used to go there for dinners, all that, so on and so forth. But it's like, that's been done for six years. You tell me that doesn't cross your mind. That doesn't like, you know, you have to be almost like a cold individual to really feel that way and to cut someone off. Some people like that. are like, like that, like, you know, like a little bit of sociopathic or psychopathic or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Some people are like sure, that, yeah. but I mean, I, I feel like they're not as common. It's literally just like people subscribing to yeah. these like pre-written, preconceived notions yeah. of who yeah. to be and what to do. People like to feel a part of something they, as well. A, like yeah, groups pack and, animals. That's, that's exactly. Natural. It's exactly but what B, it is. People don't want to think too hardly about yeah. what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to take the high road and be like, oh, this organization, like the Catholic Church, has literally outlined in a book morals and values. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have to think twice about it. Yeah. You tell me, and I'll just do it. Yeah. And what's funny is that they all say fundamentally the same thing. Like everybody agrees on the same principle rules, right. yet we don't fucking live like that. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah. That is the fucking mantra of Christianity, Islam, Judaism. Yeah. That is the yeah. mantra of Buddhists. That is the mantra of fucking vegans for crying out loud. Yeah. Except everybody just includes rabbits. I don't know. You know, treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Yeah. Right? Which, if you really think about it, super simple, makes total sense. I don't know very many people who would literally be like, I don't agree with that. But none of us do it. We don't. Well, is it is it a form of... Not brainwashing, but I mean, it, it's, you know, things have obviously changed through all time as of recently as well. 50 years ago, there's a lot more people that were a lot more religious than right now. Because like churches were a lot more full 50 years ago than they are right now. And there was, there's more people today. Religion explains so what, what does that say, right? that we couldn't explain things that we've used science to now explain. So people think that we've got everything figured out. I don't need the church anymore. I don't need to go. I don't need to pray to go. Like yeah. it's, it's self-righteous. Like it's, you think now you're above that. Like you, make, you need well, to be yeah, I mean, brought down to earth a little bit. I, I've outgrown the church and I'll, I'll be honest. Like one of the things that I'm like, I, I, I complain to my mom about it because my mom is, she's like a minister at the church. She like hands out the Eucharist and shit. Sure. Mm-hmm. She goes every week, her and my sister, she got a little missile, her little book that right. she reads along with, right? right. She's like a diehard church goer. So she, <laughs> she, she took me and my brother, my sister, we all went to church on Christmas, Christmas Eve, we, we do like every year, right? And how nice is that though? Like, isn't that like... The tradition is nice. I like the tradition yeah. because this is a thing that I can, I know I'm going to be with my family yep. and like I, this is an... A thing that stops the world and we all get together. That's and that, Yeah. I like it's that. A be- it that I, that's what I love What's about it. Unplug. That is the unplug. only, like I'm going to explain it, yeah. the only thing it's unity. I like about the Catholic Church is bringing together. That, that's, yeah. yeah right? Exactly. And like seeing familiar faces you grew up with your entire fucking life. I'm 27 100%. years old. I go to church and I see people there that I've, I've been seeing at church since I was three, four years old. Like that's a crazy cool thing. Yeah. 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 Then the fucking priest went out. During the fucking prayers, we do like, in, there's a section in mass for those who might not know where they do like prayers. They're getting the, the Eucharist ready to give to this massive yeah. group of people. And they're like, uh, for those who are sick and ill, uh, Lord, hear our prayer. Right. And then he goes, to stop abortion and ensure all children's lives are protected, oh Lord, boy. hear our prayer. Oh boy. Only because I was there with my mom and she wanted me there. Did, you look at did you? I did not? You look at you? No, no. Like- did Matthew. I not get up and walk out of the church? I'm like, first of all, it's Christmas. You're going to lose a lot of people saying something like that. Thank you like very that. much. A, you have the Catholics that are there who are, I'm sorry, the Catholic Church itself has endorsed 
tons and tons of science not uh, limited to and including the theory of evolution, which is no longer like a theory. It's, it's pretty much we all know there was, you know, we've all kind of grown out of yeah. different things, right, right? Right, right? To say that on Christmas, do you know what happens at Catholic Church on Christmas? Families bring people who aren't necessarily Catholic into this church, into this community. Yeah. You're living in a modern society where you know that's a hot topic. Like, I'm not saying don't believe what you believe. I'm pro-choice. That literally means if you choose not to have abortions, I'm on your side. You're fucking right. You're fucking body. You pick. Fine. No problem. To go out and say that in yeah. a church where you're going to have more people who don't subscribe to that religion present than ever at any other time of the year, fuck you. But you how, many, how many religions out there would say that, would, would agree with pro-choice? I don't think religions. I I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I know, I know, head, but, but 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 realistically, I'm gonna have to go with probably zero. If there, it's very. If there are some, yeah. it's a very. It's ninety percent probably believe in pro life. What do you believe? I don't know that ninety. That's a bit of a big. Well, that's, that's okay. A, whatever. A, a I, most I religions probably believe in pro life. Okay. Right. So, well, what do you, what do you believe in? <sighs> I'm not the most religious person. I don't go every Sunday. Right. I, you know, I believe I'm spiritual and all those things, but I, I, I also don't feel like it's a subject for us to really have a strong say. I mean, we're not the one carrying the. Ch- and let's say you got a girl pregnant, you knew what you were doing at yeah, that time, yeah. right? So it, it's like okay, if you did that, let's say it was an accident or you did it on purpose or you don't give a fuck, whatever the case was, like you knew what you were doing, you knew the risk, yeah. That was your part in that situation. Now to carry it over to the to the girl, I believe that's that's her choice. And yeah. whether whatever she believes she wants to do, I think that's her choice. I don't think right. we should have a say in that. That, that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's pro choice. So I, I think it's that's yeah, it's pro, more pro choice. Yeah. But if the girl believes in pro life, like I'm having the kid no matter what, then she's pro life. But that's that's what being pro choice right? is. Pro choice isn't like being oh, I am. I am exclusively on the side of abortion. Yeah, it's not you one know, or the other. Stop them all. You yeah. don't want it? Get rid of it. Like it's yeah, no, no, no. It's, no, no. it's, it's, it's respecting yeah. the choice. Like you, you, you decide. You, you get to pick whether you want to or not. You're in a position to raise a kid or not. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and we have all lived lives. And some of us, maybe not the three of us, but yeah. some of us have lived under parents that had no business being parents. Like I've talked to people who say, and it's a really astonishing thing, and it could, it could shock you at times to hear people say, I should have been aborted. But when they explain the thought process behind it, you're like, you know what? Your rationale makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. It really does. That's a horrible fucking thing to it's, say. They're not fuck. saying I've, that. Imagine if someone said that to you. I've never, someone, no one's ever said that to me, but like if someone I, yeah, did, that's, I've heard, I've heard, that, that's, I've heard that's a little aborted? disturbing. I've heard crazy yeah, things like in the Imagine I said to you, imagine I said to you, like I should have been aborted. Oh, I think like it's an insult. Like, no, no, no. My, that, if I yeah, said yeah. that to you, yeah. like not, Ricardo, I feel like I should have been aborted. It's not as self-depreciating as you think it is. It's not. It, they're coming from a point of, listen, this is the damage that my parents have inflicted on me. Yeah. And they're, 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 they've said it. They, they clear up the air. They're like, look, I'm not upset about being alive. And I'm, I don't hate my life. I'm not going to go fucking jump off a bridge right yeah. now. Like, I love life. I have great friends. I have great family. Yeah. This, that, and the other. But they're, they're saying from a completely objective point of view. They're like, if my parents say that we here uh, in this present day and age uh, with these laws and these whatevers, um, he's he's like, I should have been aborted. I, it and, also and depends on the situation. No, completely. But that's exactly so the point. That, yeah, that's so really it's, what it's it exactly, is. It's I not, mean, he's, yeah. not saying, he's not saying, oh, my life is so shit. I, whatever he's right, saying. He's like, right. based on you gotta, where my parents were in you, life at yeah. the time that I was born, 
they should not have been parents. Okay, then that's yeah. Then right? that's and, yeah. And and realistically, like a, yeah. I mean, this yeah. specific person is was uh, indigenous. I'm not gonna. I don't want to give away too much about their business. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a conversation in yeah. private. But this was an indigenous person, so he had like his indigenous beliefs and stuff. It was really cool to learn about and like hear him talk about. Right. Uh, but you know, like he went through some shit. Like right. he was a generation that like he didn't get put in residential schools, but his parents did. And there was all kinds of different things that play a role into it. But w- when he really described it and explained it, I was like, you know what? Like, you shocked me at first, like just like how you reacted, Alex. Yeah. But like, okay, I get it. I get where you're coming from, and For I sure. appreciate what you mean. You know, what, what's your? If you have to pick one, I mean, uh, what, well, what takes you? I'm pro-choice for sure. Right. I mean, like you know how I am, and you probably know where I'm going to go with this. And it's for the simple fact that I feel like every human being should be able to choose what they want to do. Yeah. And I feel like the moment a government or a society kind of tells you what you can and cannot do to a certain extent yeah. is a big problem. And I feel like that, like that's horrible. And then almost touching back on what we said before about like history repeating itself. Yeah. The moment you start trying to cover up and sweeping things under the rug, you got big problems coming back, you know, and controlling people, you know, never in the history of ever has controlling people, <laughs> especially at a government level worked. It never works. You know what happens to people under the boot? They gather together and then they lift off. That's the it. Boot. Yeah, you could use a thousand analogies. You put you back someone into a corner. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Bad things happen. That's Fight it. Fight or flight, man. That's uh, it. Hundred percent. But, but, but as you're touching on that, now it goes into a little bit of a different subject on control. Yeah. And in, in general, from the oh, government yeah. or whoever, let's get call, into whatever. This, please, let, let's not tiptoe. Yeah, I mean, dive in. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Say what you want to Pe- say. People, Alex. people, it, it, people will think maybe it sounds extreme. But let's say we we transfer two electric cars. Okay. Where everything is on a grid. That includes our phones, yeah. cars, yeah. TVs, our electricity, our heat, our, wa- our water, everything oh, goes I'm on a grid. grid. Yeah. Now we are fully relying on the system, the government, whoever, mm-hmm. the government basically, right? Centralization. It, it, it's that. exactly. And yeah. you're, you're fully reliant. Mm-hmm. How is that? Now think about what you can do to the, to the people once you basically have the fundamental things of life like we have spoken about and you basically control all those things all those things yeah. food supply think yeah. about it food supply water heat um cars like let's say your electric car doesn't start let's say it's 10 years down the road everyone else has an electric car yeah your electric car because the grid's down can't get to work all these things but that's happening with tesla already like people 100%. can't even like unlock the door of their car like it, yeah. it completely shuts down like this is some irobot stuff you ever seen that movie with with Will Smith? he was telling you you gotta watch that shit i was on the phone with him for three and a half I hours love that screaming movie. at him he'd be like you need I to watch irobot the clo- yeah. the movie takes yeah. place in 2035 it came for sure. out in 2005 yeah the closer we get to that year is the realer that shit gets and it's yeah. horrifying well, i'm pretty sure that they initially released that by tw- i think it was 2035 they're gonna stop producing uh Internal gasoline vehicles right fuck them gasoline There's vehicles no then i think they dropped it to 2030 i'm not 100 i know they dropped it they lessened it so they made it sooner afterwards elon it's not a conspiracy elon musk who is leading this initiative if you will this you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly has even fully come out and said and, and has warned governments about AI and things like oh, that. Dangerous. And being on a... He, watched, it's not conspiracy. It was on Joe Rogan. Joe you can Rogan, find the fucking clip right now. We got, Google. We got, right? Alex and I got fucking... We got pretty high. And yeah. then we just sat and watched. And we would have moments where we had to pause and reflect. I love that. That's so talk. awesome. That's what, that's what we did. Especially yeah. someone like Elon Musk. He's yeah. a little bit of a strange guy. Yeah, and then Joe is. Rogan as well. He's extremely 
he's got a lot very of fluid yeah he's, he's a great interviewer and he's really yeah. good at discussion and conversations yeah. like art for him is he's amazing. an amazing communicator yeah. so when he sat down with him it was like over a three-hour podcast and it was yeah it and was incredible phenomenal got a little dry at sometimes it was right. three hours but i mean there's some of the shit and he went on a total of three times on his podcast yeah and was talking about obviously uh, and he smokes uh, up right with him too, eh? He oh, did. Yeah, I, he didn't fully inhale. Up. His his stock dropped, I think, 10, 15 percent. Yeah, I remember that. It was all over social media. And yeah, and wild, he, he talked about man. it the next time he went on. Yeah. And and then they spoke about COVID. And there's this whole thing now, Elon Musk buying Twitter. And then he's even questioned COVID. He got tested. He said he got tested like four times in one day. Oh, I remember. I remember two of them were positive. Two yeah. of them were negative. And it's not, it's not and conspiracy. It's like someone else is saying this. Like, like different notes. That's a, that's it, another. You know thing. what I mean? That's, that's sort of my. I'm I'm a big big science guy. I love science and like I nerd out on like those documentaries about yeah. space and evolution and all that shit. I love that stuff. But at the end of the day, you are at the mercy of human beings who yep. are establishing. Like they talk about, oh, if it doesn't pass a scientific method, it can't be true. The scientific method is subjective in a manner of speaking. It, it rules. We we are imperfect species attached to discovering things so i think the the principal rule with science real science is like oh we don't know anything and even when we think we know something you, you never know the data can change everything right 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 people don't treat science like that anymore people treat science as like the word of god okay so, so and we're using it as like a, an exclusive measure of everything when right. you're taking in empirical data objectively and then now you have to go and fucking a, a, assign meaning to that data and it is at that moment, assigning meaning to data, where your biases enter the room and science is rendered questionable. Right. What do you think about that? Well, I was going to kind of throw one at you and, and tee one up for you and just be like, well, where are you with the science on like COVID-19? What are your thoughts on COVID-19 and, and what okay. it's been so far? I'm, I'm like, sort of like, a, a, I'll say centrist on this matter. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of right in the middle. All right. The pandemic happened it's a it really happened right COVID-19 was a real thing it was a real virus and it had a very real effect Absolutely. and it had a worldwide effect right COVID-19 was not ever going to be the thing that ended the species and we treated it like that which was our natural reaction to panic at something we don't understand and we kind of just showed to ourselves as a global society as a species what happens when we get backed into a corner collectively? We panic and we do stupid fucking shit and we make things worse. Why were we backed into a corner? You know why? Boom. Like why why do you think we were backed into a corner? Why do I think like why did you, you feel like you were backed into a corner? Why yeah. do I feel because yeah. you, you know your liberties are taken away and right. like boom right. and all of a sudden everybody's pouring information at you about right. how dangerous this thing is. Look, I lost right. somebody on the record to COVID nineteen. This right. person had pre existing yeah. issues and did not take care of himself. Mm -hmm. But COVID was the nail yeah. in the coffin. And it was horrible and it was sad and it devastated yeah. my family for a period of time. For sure. Right. So, you know, I do have that very intimate connection with COVID nineteen's immediate effects on families right i also have that feeling of covid19 stripped away some pretty important years of my life and has set me and not just me everybody in my generation back okay it caused economic hardship that we're now dealing with and we will be cleaning up for the rest of our fucking lives yeah it has caused uh sort of uh this mass hysteria 
towards that's that's pushing us towards centralization. So we want to put everything under these umbrellas and centralize them under the control of one person or one group or one organization. And it, that's fucking not good. That's not good. Things like culture dissolve in those circumstances. Well, things like unity. When when you're told to now stay home, don't go outside, right? Yeah. All those things, you lose unity. Then it co- it created a lot of separation. Then there was the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated. Yeah. There was, there was mask wearers versus non-mask wearers. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was trying to dig at Matt a little bit. But he didn't go the route I wanted him to go down. But you, <laughs> you, you knew the route I wanted him to go down, which yeah. was, you know, why did you feel that way? Because you know the media shoving crap down your throat all day long. Do I agree with you that COVID nineteen was a real thing and it killed people? One thousand percent. I'm not yeah. going to sit here and tell you no. Yeah. But am I going to? My honest opinion is that was it shoved down our throat and and a lot of what CNN and CP24 was telling us is crap. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. One hundred percent. You know. I mean, like. It's, I feel like the way, not I feel, it's just true. The way that the government can control people is fucking scary, man. And this whole centralization thing is is scary. Like, they don't want you to think on your own. They don't want you to shit on your own. They don't want you to do anything anymore. Yep. And I feel like the media's got us by the balls. Like, it's crazy. Think about it. Every day I'd come home from work in those last two years, my mom would be watching CP24. Uh, 30,000 cases, 20,000. I go, Ma, what are you doing watching this all day long? It's just going to kill your brain. Yeah. Yeah. And then slowly and slowly, it goes from 100% uh, protection rate to 99 to 47. You sent it to me the other I day. Know. You know what I mean? And like, it, was, it was a time lapse of yeah. of one. That, and it, was, it wasn't it was like just random people saying it. This was the news. Yeah. Declaring. Like, at, real at, articles. At real first people, saying like, it, 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 it was you were immune yeah. to covid and, and, not, and not, was, not to die. It was backed up with to get empirical it. scientific yeah. data. And then but it's herd immunity. Then it's if the... You change, so, if you change your narrative yeah. on this completely unbiased data, this, this data won't tell you anything except for the facts and figures coming in. Yeah. And then you got to go in now yeah. and interpret this to, to present it as like digestible information to other human beings. Yeah. You're adding your bias into it no matter what. So then, yeah. yeah, you start to get discrepancies. How can you have such a discrepancy as 99% effective rate based on the empirical data and 47% effective rate based on empirical well, data? Well, do you remember how genuinely people scared were at the very beginning because China was releasing... Vid- remember, people f- tend to forget this a little bit. This was real. They were... At the very beginning, China was releasing videos from their media with people lying down on the street dead saying yeah. that this was from COVID. And they were picking up... They were like going around... Like picking up bodies off of the streets. This was the very beginning. Yeah. But that's the thing. You and then a year, two de- years down the road, you think about that. It's like maybe China had everybody fooled. Maybe they, you know, then there was all the conspiracies. Maybe they created in a lab and then they fooled everybody. They, you know what I mean? Which, yeah, that's another thing. It's that's like, a whole. It's a theory, right? No one knows for sure. Media with with conspiracy theories has been just COVID nineteen sure. has been. Um, it's it, it's a, it's a turning point. It's a turning point for the for the world. The entire world was shown something about itself that I still think it has yet to acknowledge. You know, so, we talk about self-reflection in this fucking yeah. episode, and human beings have not stopped to say, why did we react the way we reacted? Well, I mean, I think it's funny because the way some people would laugh at me, the way I may believe in conspiracy theories, is going to be the same way I'm going to laugh at people for fully trusting the government for their well-being and so on and so forth. Right. Like, I think you're an idiot. Like, I don't know what else you want me to tell you. Like, yeah. regardless of what you believe, like, you're going to trust the government for what? The government doesn't give a shit about you. Like, you just pay your taxes, this and that, and that's it. The moment you stop doing certain things, like, they don't give a fuck about you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, 
The government's a business, you know what I mean? Think about all the money you pay back to them. Sure, do they help you out? Of course they do. I'm not going to sit here and be like, they don't. Obviously, it's inevitable. They'll stop existing the moment they do, right? If they go too far, that's it. It all falls apart, right? But the government and the media go hand in hand, and it's so scary. Like you said, I I saw so many real faces out of my friends with COVID-19 and family and stuff like that. Like, I had family members that were okay with not seeing each other for, like, two Christmases. I go, what's wrong with you? Like... You believe the science, right? So you took three, four shots, whatever it is. I don't judge you. I don't care. If it mm. makes you feel good, take it. Yeah. Again, that's why I'm, I'm pro-choice. Yeah, I'll always body, yeah. be like that. But yeah. how are you going to sit here and tell me that, and you're wearing a mask, so four shots with a mask, and you still don't feel comfortable? Something's wrong with you. So the media has influenced you in a way that is unhealthy because now you're not even worried about the science anymore. And you're not it's thinking like, for yourself either. You're not, and you're not doing what's, better, what's best for you. And but they was, don't want you to think like that because the moment yeah. Matt thinks like that, he's a danger Dangerous. to society because yeah, he can influence people and like you know, this it's, it's funny what, you know me and alex we were sitting here in this very condo that one time when we <laughs> fucking i don't know about you but i got fucking super high and then i was like <laughs> I, i'm having like a sort of like sort of rebirth if you will in this stage of my life like i'm literally two days into this new civilian job i'm like working in the civilian world for the first time ever yeah. in my 20s like yeah, it's crazy yeah. right. how so shit I, is I, it I, it's, it's it's different it's it's not any more shit or better than than the military but right I'm coming from full-time military career for my entire 20s, from when I was 20 years old to now 27, about to be 28. Right. right. It's a long fucking time to spend in the military and a long fucking time to be institutionalized. Not only that, I was in cadets when I was a kid, and like I, I was one of those. I, my, my major is political science in university, right? Like that's a key word you said there, institutionalized. Like that's, that's what it is. I'm, yeah, I'm institutionalized, thing, yeah. and I've only just like a matter of weeks ago, right, had the self-reflection to be like, holy fuck. Yeah. This is a problem. Yeah. How many people are like me that are so they have so much faith in the system that doesn't give a fuck about them? I thought we were gonna butt heads on this more than <laughs> what I thought. Like I honestly, maybe, maybe a few months ago, like, a few months ago, one hundred and twenty percent. You know what I mean? We, we would be arguing I'm, with him right now. I, right? I I don't think like I feel like what's this shit with with the the spy balloon from China? Like what the what's going on here? Like if people are dumb enough to you know, there's so many things I feel like that they throw in our face whether it's aliens whether it was COVID-19 whether yeah. it's it's politics of um, what's you know, the 9-11 or whatever the case is I feel like the government hides a lot of shit from us you know whether they want to realize it or not like you know, it, which they is, have to it's this role but what, one of the realizations I, I had with Alex and remember I pointed out the window and I was like look at that we did yeah. that yeah we, we caused yeah, that yeah. one of the things I was saying too was it's all of this is imaginary yeah right like if you if you frame it like we're all human beings and we all agree, okay, yeah, you have like a government system and this and that and the other. It's just this thing you were born into. Someone told you it was already there and you were just like, okay. Yeah. And you just play this kind weird, of going with the fucking, almost, yeah. weird freaky game. Yeah, yeah. And now you're at a position where like it's an entirely made up system. It's all fantasy. None of it is real. Yeah. It's just stuff we attach meaning to. What if we woke up tomorrow and the entire world goes, all right, done with government. It literally vanishes yeah because you, you that's it it's done it doesn't yeah. it doesn't exist. same with money yeah you know what they used before they had like gold and silver and you know they would use grain mm. as currency yep. that's what yeah, they yeah. exchange yeah, to for trade goods yeah, and yeah, services yeah. right and grain guess what bad winter you're hungry you have a fucking stockpile of grain because you run a successful business yeah guess what you can do with the grain you can trade it. No, fuck it. You could cook well, it and eat it. Of course, that too. Yes. Yeah. You but you're in it. luck, though. You're one of the lucky That's ones. That's real yeah. currency. Yeah. That's currency. Yeah. The moment we started assigning meaning to metal, you know, we looked yeah. at gold and we're like, "That's pretty enough. That'll be it." It yeah. could have been anything. Yeah. 
It could have been mud. We could have picked up a handful of mud. Yeah. It wouldn't work because there's an abundance of it, but yeah. we could have been like, this is it. This is the currency. Yeah. I attach all meaning, all worth to this. And we're going to build a whole system of imaginary shit around this, this, this handful of mud. And yeah. we did. And we do. And that's all this is. All of everything that we do is this imaginary system that we all just, generation after generation, agree to keep playing. Well, that's like with... With paper money, you know, when I can't remember when it was, but we were alive when they got rid of the thousand dollar bill. You know what I mean? And why did they do that? Because it's it makes laundering money and getting rid of money so much harder, yeah. right? Like a thousand dollar bill or a hundred dollar or twenties. Yeah, you gotta go get cent. more. You, gotta, you know what I mean? And and like they're just trying to get rid like cashless societies. What they're talking about? Like you go to places they don't want cash. Like what the fuck is that? And my thought process, the only thought process is for that is that when you tap your card. You go to Starbucks at three o'clock and you get whatever you get. They know what you're getting and when you're, when getting, you're getting it. it. Yeah, that's but the, how I but, just programmed myself to think like. Hundred percent. But look at, from the other side of it, like people think, oh, who gives a fuck? What? Like, what does it matter if they know everything I'm doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Then so you're, you're a sheep. If you're okay with being a sheep, then that's fine. But like, wh- why does everyone well, know it what comes I'm doing? Down, 100%, no, I know. I'm just saying from the other side. Yeah. It's oh well. Why do we care? But I trust me. I, I agree with you. I, I think maybe I completely agree with you. Is, it's not just well, why do we care, but it's like what are we supposed to do? Well, how, how is that? See it like that, like this is such an established system. Like this system has existed for thousands of years. It has changed its name. It's changed its face. It's changed how it's been structured, but it still exists. And there are people out there who are opportun. We're all opportunists, let's be honest. But there are people out there who look at other people as the opportunity. Be like, yeah. I'm going to use these systems to my advantage. Right, like all of yeah. our politicians, yeah. and yeah. you know what I mean. And I'm gonna, you know, manipulate. But I don't think I think one of the things that people have is they have this sort of, and this is why I say it's a conspiracy theory. They think that there's one, you sort of centralize, 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 till you get to the point where you have like a handful of super ultra wealthy, powerful people. You that do or do not believe in that. I don't believe that's fully true. Okay. Because at the end of the day, like the Illuminati, if you want to put, yeah, yeah, sure, it's, it's whatever. It's a cheesy or, name yeah, for it, but yeah. yeah, that's what people use. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that there are several institutions that all kind of like back scratch back sort of situation okay and yeah you'll end up finding really really powerful people manipulating the system to their advantage but guess what they're human beings too and one day they're gonna die and then someone else is gonna come and fill that role right so it doesn't matter right there will always be and if you take away all of these systems and you like stripped it down and you really and you called it nature you turned us back to like our animalistic sort of way of life yeah there would still be people who would find ways to take advantage of other people there's nothing you can do to get rid of it. Right. So now, how do you do that? Do you do it in a more um, sort of tribal sort of structure? Or do you do it more in a, what we have now, centralized, massive institutions that seem like nothing can bring them down? Mm-hmm. And they just ex- they exercise unlimited, unchecked control over all of our lives. Well, it, it's only going to get worse and worse, right? So in the sense, like, I don't know if you guys have ever notice this but like let's say you want to buy something right and you're talking about it for a couple of days you look on your phone you see ads for it you know what i mean oh yeah like and, instantly and yeah. they're listening to you yeah. like and you're agreeing to that like, through the terms the scary yeah. thing so it's yeah. just like they follow and track you at all times you know what i mean so i i kind of do believe uh, i kind of i do believe that there's a select few people that that, that control ugh, that control the world i can't even speak right now that control the world and you know i think there's certain people that that you know own the uh the major banks in the world, and there's, there's a reason for that. You know, I feel like a lot of big political figures have been killed because they, they've tried to start their own central bank, and that's not what yeah. the higher ups want, right? There's tons of cases in that. But for me, like, not to go too far, like, back to the money thing, I feel like 
or not I feel it is with money you can't track money you can't track it cash if cash cash you're saying yeah cash. if yeah. I walk into Starbucks and I put twenty dollars for uh, a coffee they don't know who I am right okay they don't know what time okay maybe they can see what time that person paid but they don't know who who that person is right you know what I mean and that's for me what's what's important why do they need to know what I'm doing why like like what the hell is that no, no, no. think about it and it goes back to the whole gridding it's a grid yeah right so now cash is non-existent yeah they're killing it right and now they offer the system of a full digital system okay okay great it's gonna make me easier i can tap things whatever it's easier okay but now once again you're fully relying on that mm-hmm. fully relying if that system goes down you're if fucked. if you if you're i don't know didn't pay your taxes or something like how extreme they can it. get right it's like control that. Like that man and people like people don't really see it until you put those things in front of them, but it, it's it's control. You put someone on a digital system, tied to go to Starbucks. Now you cannot pay cash anymore. You have to be in the digital system. You have to pay for this through a digital currency. Yeah, you are now in the system. If you are not, you do not have access to all these things, and yeah. that includes. That's how they entice you. To stay in, it, exactly, they have you by the it, cojones. It, they got that's you. Like, what are you like, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Right. No, it's yeah. true. I, I I completely agree. But here here's I find it interesting. A lot of people, will you know, are aware of this like system and its toxicity and its danger. Mm-hmm. But then they'll be like, money, 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 money. Yeah. But buddy, like one of the things that like one of the one of the few things in the Bible that ever stood out to me, like from like a little kid, like the first time I read it, yep. was Jesus basically saying. I can't remember the context of the story, you know, Bible yeah. study from yeah, way yeah. back when, but he was basically, somebody was, you know, upset about having to pay taxes. Okay. And then Jesus was like, well, whose face is on the coin? And they were like, well, Julius Caesar. And he was like, well, if Julius Caesar's face is on the coin, then it's Julius Caesar's money. So yeah. give him his money and then do what do do for you what, what you need to do, right? And it's like, yeah, okay. We're, like I said, it's imaginary. Yeah. Money is imaginary. Yeah. And we can see it now more than ever yeah. where I get paid electronically. I go to work, I punch in, I punch out, and then it is automatically deposited into my bank account. And then I can spend it using my card. It's easy. And Everything's easy. It. And right? the only representation I have of that is using my password, logging into my little online banking, and I can see a number there. And that's just, that's the number. That's my value. There's my net worth. Right. It's not very big, but there it is. <laughs> okay. And then that's it. Think about how fragile that is. Think about how if that was anything else. It's imaginary. You know what other app I have on my phone that I spend a lot of time on? Tetris. I play the game and sometimes I win and it doesn't matter at all. Sometimes I lose and it doesn't matter at all. Why? It's imaginary. Right. Same with money. Money is no different. So yeah, governments use money to control us. But the idea that money doesn't need to be there is I think the beginning of... You exiting this weird fucking twisted yeah. game. Yeah. What's well, currency? There needs to be a cur- well. Like, Why does a it currency? Well, no. Well, you see, you think in like prehistoric times, like you think yeah. you know, thousands life. of years yeah, ago, yeah, when yeah. there were the the currencies were self sustaining, were so. basically food sources back then, yeah. probably right, and then it, you know turned into gold. Yeah. Right, and then so just yeah, because, but there's and values it, and things, but those was, things were real values that they were real. It was life and death. You would die without 100%, food, yeah. and so you and and you had to. These people, these ancient people that centralized money and created money itself, right? They did it out of a necessity for standardizing value. They were like, okay, th- at this time when money becomes like the big thing and like, 
you have a what is it called a drachma or whatever um like the roman dollar or whatever i can't remember well, that was dinero, the that, that was the that was the greek uh currency it was called the drachma right so the dinero yeah. i think it's called something like that that's it, it that th- this currency is born out of literally the beginning of centralization you notice that yeah. like it was during the silk road the roman empire rises even before that like currency is born because you have all of these different cultures starting to live under one sort of but think about it that system. country had its own currency and then and the year and then the euro and then they joins the euro yeah so now you're you're, you're part of it of it even more where the country now is controlled to an extent right yeah exactly yeah. Well, so you have an entire well, you're, continent you're, you're a, one currency. You're a man that carries a lot, a lot of cash around well, with them. Okay, so right? here's my thing. I don't know if you remember a while back, I used to tell you about this gentleman named Dave Ramsey. He's a guy from the States who essentially talks about his story and how he became a millionaire and he yeah. likes to help people become millionaires. Yeah, so you got me on him. Yeah. You know, removing debt and what you can do. So he always talks about carrying a little bit of cash on him. And he goes, the reason why is this. He goes, you know, here's a, a card. Yeah. You know, you tap the card. But you get the card back. So in your mind, it's like, okay, I'm not actually losing anything. I'm just tapping this. I'm getting it back. But when I give you the five, ten dollars, I'm not getting it back. It's like, damn, did I really need it? Like, it's because you're actually losing something. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah. getting rid of something. It's true, yeah, this, it's a different perspective. You're never, yeah. you, you're right. never losing this ever. You right. know what I mean? So it right. makes you think differently. Did I really need to go buy that Starbucks? Did I really need to go buy uh, this or that? Whatever the case is, you know, because it's a transaction. You're losing something, right? Yeah. So it makes you think differently. Which is why I like to carry cash, and I don't. I don't like to use my card. You know what I mean. Sure. Using your card a little bit is too is good too because sure. it helps with your credit, so on and so forth. There's other underlying issues, but not all the time. I, I don't think, right? Well, you know, it's true. I mean, it probably burns your ass a little bit more to pay for a six dollar coffee at Starbucks than it does at Tim's, where it's two, you know two fifty. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But yeah. when it's digital, it's just a oh, quick, easy little tap. You don't think you look at your bro. bank statement you six hours later and you notice it's like, eh. and that the worst thing is having a debit card because at a visa at the end of the month, you see what dumb stuff I may have bought. But a debit is gone like that. So yeah. it's gone. The money's gone out of your account. It does like unless you go search for it, it's not going to really tell you that it's gone. Right. 100%, so that's yeah. like out of sight, out of mind, which is the most dangerous thing yeah. because, you know, you're not worried about it. Is bliss, man. Exactly. Until it's too late. Right, at least the visa again. Like I said, at the end of the month, you can kind of see what I've been well, spending. Well, yeah, that, that's right. credit. That's how credit works. Yeah. It's like spend now, pay later. You know exactly. I mean? exactly. Yeah. It's always pay later, pay later. Then pay with 12 percent interest, and then you see yeah. where how bad it's gonna get. Right. Well, that's, that's like our whole generation now. We're the most educated generation in the history of the world across the world. Like it's not just the Western world. This is in Asia. This is in Africa. This is in Australia. This is in South America. Our generation is the most educated generation in the history of the world. Yeah, yeah. it is. Why did it cost so much? But it's also the most sheltered generation of all times. Uh, right? That's depends where you are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not that's not standard. What do you mean by sheltered? Yeah. Like, For example, like, you know, um oh geez, let me let me let me give you uh, <laughs> a, a good idea here. I mean, sheltered in the sense of like it's always okay, things are gonna be better, it's always you know, we've never really faced a rough patch in, in our life. Okay, COVID. COVID was, but that was oh, for yeah. everybody. That wasn't just us. You yeah, it's global. My, my grandfather used to say to my mother, we need a touch of war because a touch of war scares the shit out of you and it makes you realize how lucky you have life and how how good it really how good it really is. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? Well, what's that quote? It's, um, it's what? Yeah, hard times create. Oh, I love this one. Yeah, it's a good one. It's somewhere, right? Yeah, Google it. Um, someone someone hard, pull it up. I don't have my phone. Create strong people yeah strong men. i think it says men well, yeah but like it's it's true because it applies to like everybody 
so hard times well, yeah, create people, strong people exactly, yeah. and then easy times create soft people okay so hard times create strong men strong men create good times mm. good times create weak men and weak men create hard times all the girls right now are like what about us no but no they're, they're in there it applies to absolutely everybody yeah you know um you know what, what can but, i say but, I mean, but, like, but that like that would trigger a lot of girls and rightfully so it's like 100 percent, you should be included they should have said people or they slash them whatever the fuck you want to call it all right but uh, like for sure. it makes more sense that way too but of course it does course the, re- the reality of the world is that men have care like the world has functioned based based off of men the to this point Look, right look we need each other i get it you know i get i get the point you're trying to build you, yeah exactly but, but i i really want to stress the whole point of like underlying because this is we're so caught up in this division between men and women right now it's insane like yeah look at the end of the day there are biological differences between us Absolutely. Yes. and they're not there by accident okay there are there are roles right that we do have to play right right and not anymore, but, but that they're veering away from that. We, we are. We are veering yeah, away from right. it. At, it's going to be at a great cost. For sure. We need at our men and our women. We need them. You need the two of them to make more people. Equally, yes. And you need them to raise people. I, be, yeah. I firmly believe it takes a village, and I firmly believe you need the touch of a man and you need the touch of a woman to be shaped into a person that is autonomous and capable. Absolutely. Yeah. The most important job in the history of the world that ever was and ever will be, you will never change my mind on this, mother. The role of mother is right. the most oh, single yeah, critical yeah. role yeah. in all of fucking society. That Absolutely. person has yeah. direct influence on every fucking person. Yeah. There's Absolutely. not a soul that is alive today that whether you have a good relationship with the, your mother or not, yeah. not a soul exists today without having been born from a mother. Right, yeah, mothers. Absolutely. Literally, it, you ask all of them. The moment they have their child, they don't even have the child. The moment they're pregnant, instincts switch on. They turn into a different person. I'm in this weird stage of life where, like, a lot of my friends are starting to get married and have kids and stuff. And like, you yeah. talk to like the women who are like getting there. They have children now. Completely different people. Their outlook on life is different. The way they right. approach life is different. Right. How they treat people is different. It, yeah. They change instantly, instantaneously. Yeah. That's instincts. There's nothing you could fucking do to escape. Well, I think all I think we all agree that equality, in terms of men and women, like it, it's it's equal. Like we're we all have our roles, like you said. Yeah. But now it's it's it, like women are literally coming out and saying, "Why do I need a man?" Yeah. Like but, to, but, to, to actually say that, like really think about what you're fucking saying before you listen to it on Instagram yeah, thirty but, minutes before. Alex, if you're an idiot, you're an idiot. What do you want me to tell you? Like Jordan Peterson says it the best. If you want to be equal as men, spread it out across the board. So the guys that you see on Highway 7 over here that are up there doing uh, the drywall, the piping, or whatever, how many women are up there? Women just want just want to be equal with men when they're CEOs or this or that. G- usually that's how it works, right? But let's be even across the board. Then we'll have that conversation. Like 99% of bricklayers are what? Men. 99% of most trades are Construction, men, yeah. Like labor, fine, things man. like that. Like, yeah, no, 100%. You know, even, even the military. What's the military? Like 90. It's like it's in the 90s. What, 90? Th- oh, fuck no. Not or maybe it's in the 80s? No, not 90. 85% of the military is men? Yeah, maybe even a little less. Like it's it's, it's, it's in the eighties. I'm pretty sure I saw it the other day. I think it's, it's in the eighties. Trending 80s. towards evening out. Like I sure, every, yeah. Every year. yeah. Like every year yeah. I've spent in the military, it has Absolutely. gotten more closer, closer yeah. to being even. But but like they need to look at those numbers and realize that like, what they're saying is just. It, it's, well, it, this is the thing. I, okay, you so know, when you're talking about like the equality between men and women, and and like the it, it, really in the last ten years, like a lot has happened. A lot has changed in the last ten years in terms of like this whole. Uh, uh, 
battle between the sexes. And I think one of the, the strangest things that has happened is that women have aired their grievances. This is all the things that were, society was doing to women that was bad. Hear us speak. This is what's up. And we demand change. And everybody was kind of like, a lot of people fought it. But a lot of people were like, you know what? Yeah, like if I was me, yeah, fuck, I get it. I would fight for it too. Right. One of the things that didn't happen is that, rather, this is what actually happened. So you're looking at like the status of men in the world. And that everybody kind of just, without looking too deeply into it, was like, where men are is where we all should be. But I don't know about you guys. Where men are isn't where we should strive to be. No. We, we, you're all men. Is life fucking, no. you know, apples and peaches? Is everything good? Being a man sucks. So what's the suicide rate? Right? women striving so hard to be like us without acknowledging the bad parts of what it's like to be us, are we actually working towards equality? Because we're ignoring the dirty, dark side of being a man. What is it? Three and four suicides are men. around the world for the last hundred years are men. I wish I had the study. Andrew Tate was talking about it. There was a woman who who i don't know like lived life as a man pretended to be a man oh and yeah, yeah killed yeah. herself yeah. because of how yeah. poorly she was treated right. I heard that story, yeah. like, like, it's a huge wake-up call keep in mind i mean if people uh, well, think about the situation too if people knew that she was like a transgender at that time right okay it's but like, i'm saying but think about it how often yeah, yeah. how often do you get complimented how often do you get this how often do you get that girls get all the time no compare well, you know well I mean? that's like, the thing she she went from one she went from one to the other so that's probably what of I course, mean, but that's so dramatic. It, it, that, like, that's extreme. Like her situation was so extreme, right? I mean, that's. When's the last time a girl went up to you in a club and bought you a drink? I they, joke around now. I'm like, but when's the last time a girl does nothing for you? No, hundred percent. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. It, I'm it's not, it's I'm, I'm, unless you, point, unless though, like you joke, it, unless you jokingly make that like, unless you make that joke, like, hey, like you know. Uh, so when are you gonna buy me a drink? Something and they actually buy you one. You could say it in a joking way. You're just you playing know, with them, whatever. You're gonna yeah, make them laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes they do it. Sometimes they won't. But dude, it's <laughs> but, but like, yeah. No girls gonna be, like, no, like, no girls like, gonna come up to you and be like, you know oh, can I buy you a drink? That's a shitty stat. I think it's uh, it really upset me to like to see it because it's, it's never happened to me, and I doubt it's happened to you guys. Most men get flowers for the first time in their lives at their funeral. No way, bro. Are you serious? Have you ever gotten flowers? Did anybody, has anybody no, ever given you flowers? No shot. No shot. Right? No, never. Most never. men get flowers as a gift for the first time at their funeral, lying Dude, dead in a That's casket. wild. I did not know that. That's um, and, and then there's still the existing standard of like women are like, well, why doesn't he buy me flowers? You have never bought him flowers. And like, there's a whole controversy rising up about engagement rings and stuff. Yeah. All right. This is one I want to hear you guys take on, okay? Yeah, please. So a lot of women are arguing, oh, um, you know. He, he goes out and he buys me an engagement ring or whatever. And it needs to be like this. It needs to be like that. Or it needs to be like this or whatever. How come men don't wear engagement rings? That's so sexist yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He bought you an engagement ring. Did you buy him one? No. Yeah. Would, would you wear an engagement ring if you were dating a girl, you proposed to her, and she gave you a ring as well? She would gave you wear me engage- one? Yeah, well, she went. Like she, I don't. I wouldn't want my to have like a, a rock on it. No, like if it was just no, like no, a, no. a classic she, gold she band. Got, like, like okay, why not? Nice, nice ring designed for you. She's like, oh, he would really like this. Yeah, I'm gonna buy this. Not? She spent decent amount of money on yeah. it. This ring. You proposed to her. She proposed. Well, not proposed, but whatever. She says yes. Yeah. And then she gives you a ring back. <laughs> would you wear yeah. it? Of course, I'd wear it. I why not? Met a I'm, single guy who has said no. Like, you because. Uh, we don't get gifts. We don't get treated like the way women get treated. So absolutely, I, I, I would wear the ring. You're going to wear it as soon as you get married anyways. That ring on that finger. Why not? Why like, not? you know what I mean? That's, I, I would, would I absolutely would. I've been out of the If you propose to a, a woman and you get her the big rock or whatever, 
And then she went out and got you a very nice ring as well to give you. And you're not married yet. You're engaged. And would you wear the engagement ring that she got you? Why would you not? Thank you. So that adds. I don't, I don't even understand I, what the point of the question is. Like, well, like, no, because it's the whole thing. You missed the context. Yeah, no, equal, that's why I'm. I'm like, I'm you're buying here. her a six thousand dollar ring, and she she says it's gonna be this, 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 and this cut, this color, this, that, whatever. But you could get some measly ring that's maybe cost her a five hundred, a thousand dollar. I don't know, whatever, a bullshit amount. Yeah. You know, of course, you're you're gonna love it. You know what I mean? You're gonna love it. Why? Because like he said, she went out of her way to go and do that for you. Like that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, rings are rings are tricky because some girls, it's either they want a big one or they don't, and it's. <laughs> it's no, almost I, like let's say let's say you're about her ring. It's about you. You yeah, get it. You get I know, but the yeah, whole yeah, ring yeah. situation. It's yeah. it, obviously guys probably don't really care unless they want to show off. I mean, yeah. what guy wants to spend more than he really has to on a, something like a ring? Some, like I said, they, they maybe they want to show off, yeah. but for the most part, they're buying a big ring because the girl wants it. Well, right for the most, you know what I mean. That's the thing. And right, right, I mean, if you make five hundred k a year. And you're spending five k on those, a ring. Sorry, those are the best when the girl says, "How much did your man make?" She goes, 500000 Well, what's the rule? Ten percent right. or something? It's, what it's rule? So it's rule. They, they, this is the old rule. No, they, they, the beers. Beers. it's a rule. It's a company. It's, so the yeah, company you know, that standardized like ring diamond rings. Yeah. it's called De Beers. That's the company that made it like a, like a cultural thing, like worldwide. Yeah, and they're a very rich De company. Beer, yeah. yeah, literally looked at yeah. a rock made out of carbon, the most abundant element in the fucking universe. Yes, and that's correct. Literally was like, this is valuable. They see what I mean by attaching value. Yeah, fucking yeah. literally rocks made of carbon if you smoked enough cigarettes and pressed hard enough you'd have a diamond because yeah. it's carbon yeah right that's what it is pencils my lungs should be made of diamonds then. you know what i mean <laughs> get enough pencils and push them hard yeah. together yeah. Boom, diamond yeah. it's just made of carbon it's carbon yeah. that's yeah. all it is the most abundant element how valuable is it really it's valuable to some it's not viable to someone says it is says it is right you know what diamonds actually have a very good use for cutting glass that's about it. Yeah, because they're right. super hard. They're the hardest thing. Of course, thing, yeah. right? Like you said, yeah. dude, it's all about keeping up with the Joneses. You know, who's got the bigger ring? Who's got the Ferrari? Who's That's where we live in right now. With that, with the well, with sure, with all crap, man. When when people are scrolling on Instagram happy, half their yeah, fucking yeah. day, I mean, half of them are crying themselves to sleep. You know what I mean? Like it's all you know, it, it's garbage at the end of the day. It's um, yeah, no, it's it's horrible. But back to what we're talking about: how men are treated. Um, funny story, actually, it's a quick one, but. Um, there was uh, this girl I used to talk to, and uh, I had m- we had met at a party in- on Halloween, mm-hmm. and we had, whatever we had rekindled things, and she told she's like, "Hey, message me, we'll uh, we'll go out again, whatever." Okay, no problem. Messaged her like a couple days later, never answered me. N- like I, when I tell you, she came up to me and said, "Message me." I'm like, "Okay, I'll message you. We'll go out, yeah. no problem." So messaged her a couple days later, no answer. Okay, no problem. So I waited a week, whatever. She was posting stories on her Instagram. I'm like, "Okay, this is what I'm going to do." I'm going to unfollow you on Instagram and I don't, I don't need you in my life because I'm, I'm not petty, but it's a respect thing. And for the line respect. of work that I'm in, it, it's respect. You don't even like, Reciprocity. Look, you, look, maybe you, you were <laughs> drunk that night or you don't want to see me anymore. God bless. I respect that. But have the respect and dignity to say, Ricardo, I'm not interested. Yeah. Whatever. That's, I would respect you so much more. Uh, yeah. I, you know sure. what I mean? Moral of the story is, you know, um, she messaged me. She's like, um, oh, okay, I saw her friend at a club on the weekend. She goes, what happened with so-and-so? And I go, "This, what I just told you guys is what happened. The friend messaged me the next day, like the, the girl that I, I blocked. She goes, oh, I heard we had a problem. I didn't answer her. Then she sent me an emoji with a crying face. I didn't answer her. Like, what do you want me to say to you? Like, yeah. you made your bed, lay in it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, they treat, treat me 
certain way and i'm treating you the same way that's it no more no less you know and i just wanted to you know kind of throw out that story because it just it just bothers me it's no it's just i rightfully so it's reciprocity and like that's this is sort of the big thing that i have with the dating pool nowadays is that the gatekeeping of desire and the gatekeeping of compliments the gatekeeping of like you're you're worth it you're worth it women are not giving it to us Right? No, we're I don't nothing. Know if they're fucking angry or what? Or they or 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 it's a realization of like yeah. this is how much power I wield over men. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm opportunists. I'm gonna utilize it to the fullest of my ability. Yeah. And that's where we're at yeah. right now. Because when was the last time a woman complimented you that you didn't you know, you walk up and you're like, Hey, you look great today, whatever. You know, when well, was the last time you got a compliment from a woman? <sighs> Okay. I don't know. So I, I, I went to a concert two weeks ago and someone complimented me, but it's like okay, someone commented enough. on yeah, like yeah, my yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah comments on my shirt, but it's it's like yeah, yeah. It, it, that, always, that, that it, was a friendly like oh I like your shirt. Very rare, and if it happens, it is the most surface level it is. thing ever. Like yeah, it is. very seldom, like like a handful of things that'll be yeah. about you, like the person. 100%. Like let me compliment this about you. Hey, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, you, your brain is like fascinating. You're really smart. Hey, you know, like I really like your eyes. Hey, the, whatever. <laughs> no, she commented. Yeah. She commented my shirt. It's like I'm, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing a shirt. That, she commented yeah. like the design on it. It's like okay, oh. I bought it. I'm wearing it, but it's like yeah. see, I funny, didn't really give a shit about the comment. It didn't do anything for me. Exactly because see, it doesn't mean anything. It's like oh, okay, I'm wearing a cool shirt. <laughs> but see, the yeah. comment is not supposed to do anything. She could. She probably thinks that that shirt is garbage. That's an outlet <laughs> for you to start talking to her. Oh, she's a, she wants to hear it back. It's all it is, bro. It's garbage. It's okay. I'm I'm telling you, you got a nice shirt, but like okay, that's all it is. Let's go reciprocate it now. What's mm-hmm. what's nice about me? I love now I gotta you. now I gotta say your hair is nice, I love that which they were they spent an hour getting getting ready for the event. Shit. I, <laughs> I love that people are always like, oh, I don't want to play any games or whatever, and then they're like, oh, oh he on. didn't get my signals. But that's a fucking game. Yeah, you, you if you have a message in your head and you want someone else to get it, there is only one way to do it: communicate. Yes, directly communicate. Which is why I always have this conversation with with people. I go, do you know how much better and easier? The dating situation would be if girls went up stepped to guys. Stepped up. If they stepped oh up. Oh, my play, God. You want equality in everything except the dating pool. If you stepped up and had equality in the dating pool, men, women, and everybody in between would be way happier. Oh, well, way happier. All these yes. girls saying that they're queens and boss bitches. It's like, okay, if you're really a boss bitch, you would go up to a guy yourself. Because yeah, be you, a dude. You, you, you say, Swing that you guys, you guys are worth <laughs> You guys are worth more now. Careful, that's, their, that's, that's, that's happening their a lot now. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah, you, do it in every yeah, aspect. Yeah, then. 100%. Gonna, yeah, and yeah. they're coming across like, okay, we're, we're, as women, we're worth more now. It's like, okay, so now, yeah, let's, okay. let's play into it. Men are, men are, men are nothing. We're, we're belittled. So now you guys come up to us. You guys pay the bills. Yeah, take over. I right? want to be the prize. Pick me up. Yeah, Pick me up. Me. That's what why I joke hell? around with these girls now. I'm like, when, when I, I met a girl two weeks ago at the bar, and we're talking, we're shooting this shit, and we're getting along, and then just randomly after 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, okay. so like, when, when do you think you're going to buy me a drink? Because I'm, you know. <laughs> and she starts laughing, and it, you got to be like that. You got to be playful. Yeah. You got to joke around. They love you. Know what you, I mean? you it's like, when you turn it on them, you know, because they're so used to like you going, being like, I'll but, buy you a drink and this and that. But like, no, I'll be like, when are you buying me a drink? I'll be like, don't think I'm coming home with you tonight. When you play, when you reverse the roles, they love it. They love it. Because there's a shell shock involved, but that's exactly. humor. That's exactly what humor yeah. is, right? It's like a shell shock, sort of like yeah. making a joke about the state of things because it's not the way it's supposed to be. That's why that works. Yeah. But the moment you do like the self-reflection, man or woman, and you go, oh, fuck, okay, the dating pool yeah. is like this, and here's yeah. my role in why it's so bad, what, fucking things would change. Like no, they, they do self-reflect. I mean, they're, they're tens. I mean, That's self-reflecting, <laughs> right? Okay, I have a question <laughs> for you guys. If, 
if you could find out right now who you're going to be married to, would you want to know right now? Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I tell you that I information right now. Would you want to know? Yeah. So, I want yeah. I want to be able to one day, like, look at my grandkids and be like, I've been married 60 years. Yeah. Buddy, you never, no, no one's guaranteed tomorrow, right? No yeah. one's guaranteed tomorrow. But the older I get, it's the smaller that that number is going to get because I don't want to yeah. be here. To I, I, I'm sorry. People will disagree. I, I don't intend to be here in a rotting corpse at 90. I don't want to be yeah. that old. Yeah, put right? me down. Yeah. You know? I, 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 <laughs> me hey, man, if I tap out by like 60, 65, yeah. I'll be a ghost, yeah, but just, you'll know I'm not upset about yeah, it. I just like, I'm not going to sue anybody. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, what, what yeah I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd like a little bit more. I think life's about mystery, right? I think it's about not knowing, which is yeah. kind of the whole... Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah, a little bit of mystery. You don't. Yeah, it'd be easy to see your future and to see like what it lies in front of you. See, I would. But, but it's like, how do you get? You know what I mean? It's like to to let's say time travel to the future, and you're at a certain point, twenty years ahead of your life. Like, but how did you get there? What did you do to get to that point? Yeah. So. But, yeah, and it gets know, into time travel a little bit, whatever. Effort because you almost expect it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you know the, these things and would it change? The, uh, see, I know. wouldn't want to know like yeah. who, but I would be like, I would ask this one question: be like, have, like, have I met that person already? Right. Oh, oh, that's like yo, that's like a, a curveball. You know that what I mean? Is good. Like now your mind is still going. But then, it, but then it goes to who? Who was this? How, yeah, how many goes? How many goes? Have we talked to? Have you do know exactly? You're probably gonna narrow down to like. Honestly, five. Probably at least five. No, but it could be anyone you talk to. It could be a girl that you talk for two seconds in the hallway uh, in high school. Like, you know what I mean? It could be anybody. Like, you don't I know. know and we like, touched about this with Natalie. It's like, how do you know, you know, meeting your soulmate, love at first sight, shit like that. It's like, that's also you know, like, do you, do believe, you, do you do believe in soulmates? Right. But here's the thing. Do you believe your the love of your life is in is in Aurora? Was like, went to your high school? Do you look, believe I, that? Like, here, do you, here's you the know thing. What I mean? I, this is why I, I'm like pretty firm about I don't believe in soulmates. I think that there are a number of people in the world that you're compatible with, that you can build a life with. Agreed. There are a number of people in the world that you could be friends with. Yep. And if you're, if you're, look at like elementary school. Yeah. How many people that you were friends with in elementary school that are you still friends with? Oh man, like none. Ah, there it is. None. Yeah. Zero. And that's the case for, I would say the whopping majority of us. Yeah. Look back on those days though. Really think about it. The, the, those are the only people in the world that matter to you. Yeah. That's who was there. Yeah. So it, that's all it'll ever be. Who is yeah. there? Who's in your immediate proximity? And so that's why it's a little more dangerous now with us being connected to literally everybody yeah. ever, everywhere yeah. is that you always think that there's going to be somebody better. Yeah. You're, you're not yeah. living in the present. You're not living where you are. I go on my Instagram and like, I don't even follow these people. I'll scroll fast enough. And once I'm done seeing posts from people I follow, I start seeing models and shit like that. I don't want to see that. that I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't it. know who these see, people are. Why yeah. do I see your shit? Get, get your shit off my phone. I hate feed. that. For sure. Per- you know what I mean? yeah. Personally, like, a few years ago, I think we could, well, me personally, a few years ago, if I saw, let's say, a girl with 10,000 followers on her page, Ooh, no way. very good looking, very attractive, I'd be very enticed to message her, to DM her. Obviously, I knew there's a lot of other guys thinking and doing the same shit. Mm. Now, I have absolutely no interest in a girl like that. Me, personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the same boat. And it's, it's like, okay, naturally, she, let's say she's very pretty. She got to 10K, but then you can kind of look at the types of pictures that she's posting, and it's... It, <laughs> You know what I mean? You can kind of pick out which ones are attention seeking, which ones are maybe clout chasing, shit like that, right? Yeah, so, it's, it's true. I, you know, looking at a girl's Instagram and looking at her profile, it's there's a lot of tell. There's a lot of tell in that. Maybe you're over, you're you're looking too into things, That's and you need you, you do need to meet that person and like yeah. get the vibe, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, okay, but you know this story. Obviously, I'm not gonna name any name any names, but I met this one 
girl at uh, at a coffee shop and you know she had a certain look to her that i would never approach that girl in in a thousand years you know kind of done up a little bit right. you know the lips the boobs whatever you know so just looking at her from a face value like you already put or i i should say i already did put a value on her yeah, sized her up yeah and which you should never do right anyways long story short we were talking on that patio all night we, like for hours we even ordered dinner and we were having such a great time i'm like this is amazing like i wish it could always be like this yeah. i don't i don't have to dm the girl we just, organic it was uh, yes thank you it was yeah. so organic and it felt amazing it yeah. felt amazing you know what yeah. i mean and and that kind of relates to social media because i never would have dm that girl ever there's no shot in hell i would have dm that girl but you know i i tell him because he's gotten rid of instagram a few times and i and the unfortunate reality is that i go alex like you need an instagram you know you got to kind of show yourself a little bit and like because think about it, how often is alex going to go to bars yeah. how often is alex going to go to a coffee shop let alone meet the girl that i did and had that story you know what i mean well a lot of people like, nowadays too men and women are using like social media is sort of like a reference check a background check yeah, before yeah. Oh, the fact yeah, yeah like absolutely. that's one of the first things you get from somebody if you start to like say you're on like a dating app one of the first yeah. things you'll get is their social to go to fbi you know screen them and yeah, you, yeah. You think about it think about what you're yeah. doing like you're yeah. sizing up the a you're sizing up the danger b you might be sizing up the oh you know am i in the same league as this person you know yeah. well, a number of things right. anything yeah. but like we do that so yeah there's a there's like in the modern dating world if you want to be successful in terms of like what's out there just on on mass right yeah. by and large yeah. you have to have things like social media and you have to maintain a specific kind of yeah. up your presence rather on for it sure in order for you to be successful otherwise you're fucked, you're fucked. I, I agree on that and he kind of convinced me to get back on it and th- th- yeah. what i do now is i reactivate my account but then i just log off yeah i'll log back in like once a week maybe twice a week answer some dms through some buddies sending memes and shit whatever things like that yeah. And then I log back off. I don't go and start creeping and start scrolling. It's very enti- I mean, you naturally, like you just want to start scrolling. You see people's stories. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's yeah. extremely entertaining, especially if you're in a place of boredom. <laughs> yeah, you know what I do you with know? my boredom. You know, I say I watch like, with the ADHD. I'm always on my phone while I'm watching mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm? You know what I do a lot of times? I'll, I'll I'll like Google the show I'm watching or the movie, get all the cast, and just go through each person on the cast go okay. to their Instagram right. okay. and then look at how they live their life or how they're <clears throat> see it is very interesting yeah. and then just watch how they're oops, watch how they're acting and then that's kind of how I size up their acting ability I'm like this is the kind of person they are on their social media and then this is how they act interesting. this is a good actor okay. well, that's a shit actor <laughs> you know what I mean right. like, 100% yeah. yeah that's true it's, that's a I've never thought of it like that that's right. actually pretty cool yeah, if I do cool. that and you ruin another show for me I swear <laughs> yeah, to god yeah, you gotta oh be careful because you run into spoilers sometimes yeah, yeah. One, uh, one question I got for you guys I just, I just thought of it yeah say you meet that girl at the coffee shop yeah right you catch a vibe right away. You yeah. start hitting it off. It's fantastic. You get her number. You start talking. You could take her on a couple dates. You get to know her better. Yeah. A few weeks goes by. You like her a lot. Uh-oh. <laughs> you follow her on Instagram. You check the bio. She's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> what happens? What, what do you happens? think happens? Like, bro, for me, it's like... What, but, but some guys answer it differently. Some guys, it's like, okay, right, if no, she's I'm making sure. money, she's yeah. a bad bitch, then you know what? Fine. That's If she's making 100K a year and that's what she does, that's what she does, right? The mother of my children are... okay of our children is not going to be selling her ass for $3. Like, it's just not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. What about the days when we were growing up where like, like naked photos and stuff like that, like, would never go around and if they did it was like the biggest deal it's a big now deal, it's just like man. here's three dollars here's my ass all right thanks yeah like you know what i mean so absolutely not there's no way she 
I would be heartbroken to hell, but I would I would not be able to date her. I would not be able to date her. Think about it, bro. It's my girl. Okay, let's say she's coming to a wedding. Let, let, let me let me just put our story on this. Okay, let's say she's coming to uh, a cousin's wedding, and like right. one person at the wedding goes, "Hey, is that so and so?" We're like, yeah. How do you know her? He's like, oh, like no reason. But like, you know, she has an OnlyFans. Like, how do you think he knows who that girl is? Mm-hmm. You're gonna throw up in your mouth. You know yeah, what? what? I'm, I'm, I, I definitely see it differently. I, I don't want to say I don't care because I definitely do care a little bit. But like, there's, I think there's a, there's a fine line of like doing respect and tastefulness, and then just, just whatever. But at the end of the day, I agree. We, yeah. we have our souls, yeah. and those go on. And then our souls just kind of temporarily like reside in these little sacks of meat. And yeah. that's all our bodies are, right? They're sacks of meat. Because like I, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Dude, that's, that's what it okay. is. <laughs> My sack of meat is a little bit shorter than your sack of meat, and your sack of meat is like right in the middle. Like you're like, you know, it's like freaking wow, the three bears and goldy sacks like, of meat. I don't like that. Yeah, like but that. you reduce it like that yeah. and you really think about it, it kind of puts things into perspective. Like it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. What matters yeah. is you have who, a big sack of meat? Wait, what's his percentage of Jamaican you said? No, he's forty percent European. What else you got in there? You got the African. In the Indian, I gotta say, so you never know. It's I'm a, a conjunction. Yeah. You never yeah. know. You don't know <laughs> so what you're what gonna you get say. He's a mutt. That's it exactly. But we all are. The most important thing <laughs> is like, how, who are you? How are you? How are you towards me? How are you towards other people? You know, one of the first things I look for when I'm with somebody, not just like women that I'm like on a date with, but like people too. Like, if I made a new friend, how do you talk to like wait staff or like? Like, how do you order coffee at Tim Hortons? Sorry, you, I thought you just said white staff no, for a wait, second. Wait, wait staff. staff. Yeah. I was like, okay. How do, you, wow. how do you talk to like, <laughs> I was like, what? When you go to the drive-thru, how do you talk yeah. to like, Yeah, they're demeaning right? or whatever. If you for are sure. fucking talking down to them, all right, we'll finish, get to the drive-thru, and then as soon as I can, I'm leaving because you have zero respect. You you think you're at a, sp- a station, and you think that certain people are below your station. I, I don't want, I very limited. Okay. Uh, limited well, that, that's time. a general, but, but you know, I feel like you curved the question uh, yes, a little bit. I, I mean, okay, yeah, so, I mean she's selling no, feet back again. Right. selling feet pics. Like, no, oh, okay, no okay, face. Whatever. Okay, feet no pics. Like, like, whatever. I would sell feet pics. But I don't know where his bar is. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay, so... Is she doing like sex tapes or is she just selling like her body? Because there's okay, those let's, two different let's, faces let's, in it. Let's, Whether let's, she's with a guy or she's like with a dildo. Let's let's go to the let's go to the comment. Let's say like you know she's she's putting like boob pics and like things like that. Not full on. I don't really give a fuck. But her face is in it though. Is the her point, face is in right? it? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't really care. Okay. But at the end of the day, I don't yeah. I don't have any actual consequences for that. Like maybe I'll have friends or family be like, hey, I don't like that. I'll be like, I don't give a fuck. Right, that's how I am right. already. Right, so but you wouldn't care. No, but mm. if it was like a sex tape, you 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 have to take on multiple parts. Like a porn star, I could never date a porn star. Okay, right, okay. and it's not because okay. you do porn; it's because now you're doing this like super vulnerable, super intimate thing that's supposed to be reserved for like okay. people who have like feelings for each other. Okay, and you're doing it with innumerable amount of people yeah. all the time right. for hours and hours and hours in a day. Yeah. So if your girlfriend, it, what so, does that? What does it mean to you when you and me do it? And how do I know it means anything to you? Yeah, it well, if you listen me. to if you, you listen know? to because they get asked that porn stars get asked yeah. a lot. I mean, now what what is you know are you desensitized a little bit from sex? Is Which it like like what is it to you? One hundred percent. There's no way around it. Yeah, I mean, so let's say you're dating your, your girl for three years, <clears throat> and she says to you, "Goody, I want to I want to get on OnlyFans. I want to make a hundred k a year off it. I can do it." Let's say she can actually do it. She can start making 100K a year. She can now support you. Let's yeah. let's say she makes 200K. She can start supporting you even. Sure. You, let's, you have your own job, whatever. 
I'll get some bison. I'll raise some bison on a nice little farm. Specifically bison, too. Yeah, we're going to put rules to that shit real quick. He's all for it. No, no, no. We're putting rules to that. That's the thing. But girls are going to say, well, who the fuck are you to put rules on me? It's my body, my body, my choice. I can do whatever the fuck I want. So so easily. But like, well, are there things that you don't want me to do? Boundaries? that you don't want me to cross? And the answer will always be yes. Don't do this, don't do that. Don't. Well, who are you to put fucking... Blood? You know what I mean? It's yeah, a two-way street. Yeah, yeah. And it's like any relationship. Any relationship with anybody. There has to be reciprocity. For sure. It's Agreed. a two-way street. Agreed. It's never going to be... If it's ever one way, doomed. Doomed to fail. How would you How would you handle that situation if that... What? If she says she wants to do OnlyFans? Like, I'm going to be... Well, like, first of all, yeah. So, to answer that first question, you're, you're not okay if she did OnlyFans if, no. if you met her. No. So, now let's no, say no. You're, you're serious with a girl. You're really into her. Yeah. You're seeing a future. Yeah. And she says, I want to start doing OnlyFans. A full-blown, like, we're not talking just basic feet pics. We're talking about, like, yeah, I'm not talking about face. Yeah, exactly. Like, the full-on, the full nine yards. Like, how would you respond to that? And let's it, it, think about it. She can make a serious income off it, which a lot of them are, obviously. Right? That's, I mean, that's, oh, man. It's, it's tricky, I know. It right? is, of course, it's tricky. Because yeah. now you're going to put, you're going to put into feelings. You're going to put in, not only that, like, all the hard work you guys have gone through building that relationship. You know what I mean? But then, like my bs answer to you and i'm not going to use this answer i will answer you properly like i could just be like but you know i'm not going to date this kind of girl the blah 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 like my girl would never say this in a couple of years that's a conservative know, answer see, but like it's, it's and hard, that's crap i'm yeah. not going to say that but it's hard to answer when you're not you know what of i mean course, if the yeah, situation's going to be different for sure in like a whole different response when i just can't because you know what you think about it like bro your girls can your boys can see your girl's vagina and what she's doing to herself yeah the money is one thing but like at the, I hate to say, it, for a dollar or for a hundred thousand dollars, if you're a whore, you're a whore. You're selling your body. Like you put, like you're justifying what you're doing for X amount of money. Right. If that X amount of money makes you sleep, that's fine. But you're still doing it for money. See, and then girls come back around and they'll say, "Well, you know, male porn stars, if anything, get some praise from guys." Whereas, obviously, the females yeah. get looked down on. Oh, it's trashy. Oh, you must be embarrassment. That's human your, nature, you know, man. Th- that. That's how it is. And, and men, obviously, it's not. you're not going to go to your family and brag about it, but it's definitely not as frowned upon for a man to, let's say, let's say a guy did OnlyFans or was a porn star. Like like I said, if anything, they get praised for it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, if you met a male you know porn star, you'd be like, oh, props, this guy, you know what I mean? Uh, this is not to justify it, but this is just to kind of explain it, and right. maybe everybody knows this already, but like the yeah. reality of the situation is, we mentioned at the beginning of the show if you're a woman and you wanted to have sex tonight regardless of how oh man how you look you're getting it bro you yeah you can get it if you're a guy and you want to have sex tonight best wishes to you see see that's (laughs) the thing like girl we you know it it, we're not me personally when i talk about feminism i'm not fighting back against it i fully acknowledge that girls have a lot of fucking power like they dictate you like like you just said mom is the most important job but but think about it like think about how they can manipulate and even not control a man but and they've had all of know? human history to develop their strategies to get by in life the same way that men have developed specific behaviors and strategies to get by in life guys are weak right. for two yeah. things it's pussy and money and exactly like, and when a girl I'm can sure offer you the it, one with, with with guys that have uh will sell their friends for for girls will sell their mothers for 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 an ounce of pussy or an ounce of money like some guys are yeah. are, are fucking brutal you know what i mean yeah. everything goes out the window when it comes to stuff like that and and women know like women know like like when you hear stories i remember andrew tate got asked this question like what would you do if one of your one of your ex-girls slept with your buddies he goes that would never happen like my boys are not 
would never ever do that. And if they were gone, you're done. Like you were never really my boy. That's it. Yeah. You know, that's like with like my friends, like that would never ever happen. And if it did, you're never my friend anymore. Like that's it. You're done. You know. What yeah. I mean? Which and I think a lot of people have that standard, and I think a lot of people have that experience. Well, some people like to joke around about being Eskimo brothers and shit. It's like they they props each other on it. It's like yeah. me, I I don't fuck. With I'm that. fine like, with I, it if I, I'm I, the first one. But like, <laughs> if I know my if I know my boys with a girl, like yeah. respectfully, like we're good. Like we're good. I don't because you know what the end of the but day, but it has to be communicated. That's the point. It can't be behind your back. Like, oh, this happened. You're good with it, right? But so, I will communicate that I, it's never going to happen. Like you said, because I feel like when push comes to shove, that would get thrown up into a fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Be like, oh, yeah. you slept with her, but I did that, but I did this. Oh, how was this? How was that? Like, I was the first. You know what I mean? And it's just a cheap shot and it's shit waiting to happen. Right. Yeah. Like, don't add potential, potentially more fuel to the fire. Like, yeah. And people, again, just, like, know. people, well, I say, I've been saying all episode, people are opportunists. People includes women. Yeah. And, like, exactly. When you're looking at something like this, this topic that we're talking about, like, just like the man, women will see some women will see a situation and be like i don't give a fuck about what i look like yeah. i see an end goal here and i want it and yeah. i'm going to fucking get it and i don't give a fuck what happens to anybody yeah. while i do it and there are people like that in the world and they're everywhere and those people with the, that ruthlessness man or or woman yeah that ruthlessness those are the people who end up in places of like power because the climb to get there is ruthless yeah. so you have to be a soulless killer it's to true you gotta you, yeah. naturally i think those people at the top they lack a little bit of things like empathy, empathy and yeah you like, know honestly like a bit sociopathic well, might, the, might the, even be on the spectrum you gotta I've, I've, people to you know get to the top 100 like, that's just how it works i've yeah. read that they say that some like a lot of ceos, CEOs are statistically are yeah. uh sociopaths yeah man yeah it's 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 freaky and like if you think about it like that's a fucking like that's the wiring of your brain like Absolutely. that's hardwired you yeah. can't change that yeah you know and like even like 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 look at serial killers and stuff like there's literally I was a, they just call it thinking that yeah dude. it's a serial oh killer God. gene it's a yeah. gene yeah like yeah. you have to you're predisposed kill, killer to mentality yeah. right? one of the craziest things i ever read was about like uh psychopath psychopath psychopathy psychopathy like okay. a psychopath okay and it was this like doctor psychologist whatever and he created like a, an evaluation for like psychopathy or whatever okay. so obviously to test it he ran it on himself and discovered he was a psychopath but he's really? like i'm a funk he's literally he's like, i'm a functioning psychopath i'm married i have kids and i don't do anything but he goes when i look back and i reflect on it and i can have my own test tell me that he's like yeah how many how many other people did he test uh, I can't remember. I can't remember the details of the study, but I, I remember the specific details of him doing the, the test and him realizing he himself was a psychopath. Based off of his... Based off of the test that he formulated and he generated. Right. Which is... Hmm. It's crazy. You it's know? interesting. Well, it's funny you mentioned serial killers. Like, I remember watching the uh, the Ted Bundy files. Yeah. And, like, the last episode, obviously, when he gets convicted, um, the judge literally says to them in the courtroom full of people while it's being televised, like... I can't, I'm sorry that you went down this road. Like he says, I'm sorry you went down this road. I wish you would have been a great lawyer and I would have loved to have you practice in my courtroom. Even though the guy just fucking killed 20 some girls, you know, he's yeah. literally saying that in a courtroom full of people. So like the power they have to they're, to act a certain way is crazy, man. They're everywhere. It's crazy. They're yeah. everywhere and they're in the positions of power. And these are, this is what I mean by the imaginary system being manipulated by opportunists. Yeah. These are the people yeah. that are doing that. And as long as the systems exist, as long as we all collectively believe in them and uphold them, these opportunists will always have the opportunity to yeah. slide on in and do what needs to be done yeah. for whatever they're trying to achieve. 
It is what it and is, I feel yeah. like with our generation, we lack a lot of social skills. So it's easier for some people to pounce on that and oh, yeah. take advantage right. of people. That's my big know? beef. We talked about it, Alex, you and me on the phone several times yeah. about Andrew Tate. And my, my biggest alarm with this guy is he his audience is supposedly supposed to be everybody. He wants he wants women listening to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he said. But yeah, guess yeah. Who, guess who's really listening to him and who's actually damaging absorbing it. Yeah. Young boys in the most impressionable time of their life with yes. no actual experience in the right. things that he's saying negatively yeah. impact men. Yeah. And then now these boys are like, yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. When you're at the height of puberty, testosterone. Remember you said a little bit of breeze will give you a fucking stiffy? Yeah. These yeah. are the boys that of are being course. affected yeah. by it. Yeah, yeah. Loaded up on, un, uh, not unnatural, but oodles of testosterone. Yeah. Of course, they're going to, that's dangerous. Right. That's true. And yeah, I have a problem with that. Yeah, Since so the, like, his root, I understand what he's, and I agree with what he's trying, like his approach, not, not his approach, but his end goal, like his his message. I understand it and I agree with it to an extent. Mm-hmm. But then people have to realize along those lines, when he's saying certain things about how he wouldn't, he said something about how he wouldn't get into a car if a woman was driving or some shit. It was, but that's how he gets views, like though. Exactly. Bro, like like he knows. Dude, but the yeah. kids I don't know. 100%. See, 100%. You have to real like people have to, like, it's a little That's bit of it's clout, it's clout chasing to an extent, obviously. Well, it right? is. It, it right? basically is. Like, how is that any different than, it, than the girl on OnlyFans, right? Exactly. But the, the costs are no longer just like your own life. Now you're fucking dangerously and negatively affecting God knows how many fucking young boys. Yeah, but do you think porn is doing a, a worse damage oh, of than Andrew Tate? Of course, it's doing a terrible so, thing. I mean, yeah, like, 100%. But like, okay, but look if you're at, look an individual at B- person yeah. with that much fucking influence and you are aware of it, you have an obligation to like single those boys out every now and then and be like, listen, I'm not talking to you. Yeah. You know, this isn't for you. Yeah. This is for a man who's lived a little bit more life than you have with a little more experience. This isn't for you. You do that, maybe I'll be more inclined to be mm. like, okay, I'll give you credit where it's due. But you know, obviously, he still says like he says most of the shit he says. I don't agree with. What colors you Bugatti? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But but where is like where's where is it right and wrong? Like based on certain people's perspectives, right? Like I mean, Harry Styles walking out in a dress, like nobody really says anything. It's like okay, but is that wrong? Is that right? Now today, nobody says anything because there's this whole other movement. Fine, if he wants to wear a dress, I really don't give a fuck. Right? Harry Styles walking out in a dress is less about. but Andrew Tate's message is to create a stronger masculinity yeah. within men. Yeah. And then Harry Styles doing something like that is basically the opposite. And that's my problem because I feel like they're trying to get rid of the nuclear family and they don't want a man to be a man. Back then, the commercial used to be a big, strong man. You know, yeah. like yeah. have a wife, have a bunch of kids, you know, have a roof over your head. And obviously, there were like really, like there were really dark things that came out of that, you know, that, that, behavior in that style but right at the end of the day i look i'm in a weird position where like i was fortunate enough to be raised the the old school man way like you yeah. know yeah like there were certain things that boys had to do yeah right and like just you know i had fob parents like immigrant parents and you know there was more of an older sort of school mentality in my upbringing yeah, for sure. so it's been to both of you could relate to this too it's been a fucking shockwave to try and adapt to the dating pool today with how much the world has changed from when we were young boys, right? It's been a fucking nightmare. And like... Well, they, it's funny. It's just, it's kind of stupid, but I mean, it, it's even shown in like other things. If you look at like a time lapse of Hulk, 
the movie Hulk. If you look at it from 20 yeah, years no, ago, no, no, no. it was You're a so huge, right this, it was a huge monster, green, very jacked, muscles, like just completely jacked. You know and then the newest Hulk was like getting out muscled by like the, well, he the looks She like Hulk me, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, he looks like the, me, the Hulk wasn't even big. It looked like basically fucking Arnold in his prime. <laughs> you know, it's funny you, it, you know what I mean? I, I, obviously, I know a lot of like feminists, like diehard feminists. Yeah, and, good for them. And a lot of those feminists had problems with She Hulk too. They were like, "Look, it undermines the cause when you go and do something as ridiculous as that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I agree." Well, it's extreme, and that, that's what that's what I feel like it comes down to a lot. It's it's one extreme side versus the other extreme side, and that's in everything today. And it's fucking infuriating, especially being someone like me who considers himself more of a centrist. I would love to hear everybody's take on anything. Like, I love just like. You know, yeah. tell me, yeah, man. let me hear where you're coming from. N- nobody is speaking out of a place of inexperience. Everything is being brought yeah. to the table because they lived something and there's fucking truth in there. Yeah. So I want to hear what you have to say and I'll make up my own fucking mind. But you yeah. don't get to tell me Thank you. what yes. I fucking believe. But you know what the big thing with that is? The people that are, let's say, far left and far right, the number one thing I notice with both of those sides when they're on the extreme one end and the, and the other, they're usually... It's very um, my way or the highway type. No, it's 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 usually not like their own state of mind that got got them to that perspective. Yeah, it's conditioning. It it was basically like them either following one side or the other, and then you're kind of brainwashed in on that side. And then you're now adopting the entire portfolio of this ideology. Yeah, like you're you're just saying the same shit as that one side. You're not really coming up with your own common sense, and it's your own you're not practicing free will yeah no. you're not you're just kind of picking a side and then you're just sticking with it to the very end yeah what what, what about know? thinking outside of the box what about saying okay what the left says on this this and this that makes a fucking shit ton of sense and what the right says on this this that makes a shit ton of sense i believe in that on the left and this on the right and you right. can pick and choose who the fuck says you can't i really but that's so- the power of money and marketing right that's yeah. like you sitting and watching your tv you see five mcdonald's commercials you're gonna go eat wendy's you're gonna go eat mcdonald's you're gonna go eat mcdonald's right okay. so it's just yeah. like they got you in the moment and it is what it is right like what can you do it's up to you to look outside the box like you mentioned you know what i mean and your average normie can't do that you know no. what i mean and no. i just wanted to touch base on, on what you said about like how man have to do um, a man have to do certain things and I kind of also relate this into relationships. And I remember my dad, like when my parents got married, like my dad went through some health issues, which is why he had me later on in life. Right. And, you know, he him telling uh, me his story and how, you know, he had to work for a family of four. That's kind of like how I want to work. And, and I want to have enough money to support a family of four yeah, before right. I have the family of four. Right. I feel like now it's just. We go with the flow. I don't like going with the flow. I like to be ready and have the ammo for it and then attack it. So you like to be calculated. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like, uh, and the, yeah, and, and if you have a wife, I mean, you're going to have that conversation with her. What kind of lifestyle you guys are going to have? I mean, if you're seeing yourself as you want to be the provider and your wife's okay with that, and let's say, let's say she, let's say she's, she's okay with staying at home. Yeah. Or she says, no, I don't want to stay at home. I want to go work. It's like me personally, I'm sure you would agree. I mean, I wouldn't care. If you want to go do that, but also like parenting needs yeah, to come in too. I mean, where, 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 yeah. so now yeah. we're, we're both working a nine to five. Let's say, let's say yeah. we're really busy during the day. Let's say we're entrepreneurs, whatever the fuck. What about the kids from nine to five? Who's raising them? Now yeah. you're going to, now nannies. you're going to send them off the to nannies. a nanny. Yeah. Like now yeah. then I'm relying on my child's upcoming through Another someone person. else. But that's is, scary. It bro. takes a village, but 
Guess who's a part of the village? You are a part of the village. Yes. So yes. you know what? 100%. When I was growing up, I grew up in a neighborhood in Aurora where at the time when it was built, it was sort of like the only subdivision in like a little pocket of farmland, right? Yeah. Okay. So I grew up in a subdivision and like all of the families at the time, because it was the 90s, right? Yeah. All the parents, they could afford a house on one one income. And like, so all yeah. these families were buying this new development at the same time. Okay. All of us were somehow, some way, born around the same period of time. It was just, Literally, this like little community of people. All our kids were out, us kids rather, were out playing in the street together, playing in the little conservation area oh, together. So nice. yeah. And, yeah. you know, a lot of our parents were fobs and stuff. Like, yeah. and whenever we do something, you know, that wasn't necessarily the best thing to do, you yeah. know, the parent that was closest would call all the other parents. Yeah. You would not believe what these fucking boys got into. Yeah. And yeah. then we would walk home. And it sucked if you were the last person to walk home because you would be walking home and all of these immigrant parents, one by one, would come out, beat us. Oh, yes. Thank all you. the way home. So if you, you were the poor bitch that lived at the last fucking house, oh, dude, you got your dude. ass beat by everybody's mom. And then you got home to your mom who got yeah. a phone call and now you get your ass beat. And yeah. that's how I grew up. Yeah. Now, that is a figment of the imagination, that upbringing. I feel like if I even told that story to certain people, they'd be like, there's no way you grew up like that. Yeah, that's how I grew up. Yeah, that was a good way to grow up. I remember, like, oh my, this sorry, the same thing that you kind of mentioned. I remember, like, I would be down the street, my dad would whistle, and when dad whistled, I would shit myself. I would sprint like Usain Bolt back to that house. If I didn't get there fast <laughs> enough, you get the shots. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. we always talk about getting the shots, like. People listening to this, okay, like our parents didn't oh beat the shit out of us, no, like a savage like getting a black eye. They knew you know what the image was. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, do, my dad always makes the joke. There's, there's an this Italian. This is gonna hurt me more than it hurts no, you. No, no, That's no, no, Jamaican no, life. no, 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 no. That's funny too. Like, <laughs> How then they hit you? <laughs> boom. That's a funny. No, my dad, my dad would tell me this funny story, and he would go, uh, "The slap gets there faster than the word." <laughs> right and you, i can i can explain That's it to you till you're blue in the face but if i slap you you feel it 10 times fucking harder oh, yeah. and you're never gonna forget it and yeah. i died of laughter like when i was younger you didn't get it but now i laugh i die of laughter hearing these things you know what i mean well, and i'm not i'm not a, i'm not a dad so i i don't fully understand but now as an adult and i think yeah. back on those beatings first of all every single one of them that i got well deserved well deserved yeah, right? yeah. I, I i i got my licks and i when i got them it was not but for you lick your wounds and you moved on you but learn that, and that's there was a there was a tangible physical immediate consequence that yeah. I did not like yeah. from doing things that were not okay. Yeah, there is there's zero accountability these days. But it toughens your skin. Definitely toughens your skin. That's it. But like, what happens? The boys will be boys. Now it's not like that. Well, if a kid does the something, narrative you, you around you what boys them. will be boys means has yeah. completely changed. Because when right. I was when I was a boy, boys would be boys meant, and this is absolutely true. Yeah. Going down, playing at the pond, catching frogs with your bare hands. Yeah, you know, I I remember one story, and this is I, I didn't even get beat for this because my mom thought it was so fucking hilarious. <laughs> so she has this story. She, she yeah. wrote it by hand on paper and put it in my baby box. She's gonna pull it out at my wedding. Like she's she oh. thinks it's the funniest fucking story. Yeah. So. It goes, I was like four, no, my brother was born, so I was like five or six. Okay. So I had this buddy, and we had the ravine, and I went with my mom to Sears, because that's what you did back then, and I got a new oh, Spider-Man Sears. t-shirt. Oh, my I God. I got a new Spider-Man t-shirt, because the Spider-Man movies were coming out with Tobey <laughs> Maguire. Right? Yes. This, this is the era. Right? The best yeah. Spider-Man. Wicked, <laughs> cool Spider-Man t-shirt. That was fucking sick. I put it on in yeah. the store. I took off the tags. I'm like, this is mine. Yeah. And I'm wearing it. I'm proud of it. And we get home and I'm like, I'm going out and play. By the way, I think we're the last generation of kids that played until the street lights came on. Oh, right? man. So yes. I'm oh, outside playing. Why would you to play outside when you can play on GTA? <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents had a hard time getting us inside and now your parents have a hard time getting their kids Like outside. the five bikes yeah, in front of the house? Absolutely. Oh, exactly. That was, that's how I grew up, right? So yeah. 
I, this particular day, I went yeah. down to the ravine with my buddy, and we were, were playing in a place that we were not supposed to be playing, which was like, it had a bunch of big rocks and shit. And we were like, you know what? Let's build a fort. And I took off. I, I, I was like, oh, shit, we don't have a trailer. We have our little bikes, by the way. Yeah. I'm like, we don't have a trailer. We got to drag yeah. these rocks. We're like, oh, you know what? This is a thick, nice shirt. I got it that day. Took off the shirt, filled it with rocks, tied so it to the, the back. Spider-Man shirt? Yeah. Oh, boy. Tied it to the back of my bike, and I started riding it, putting holes in it because it's dragging rocks. Sure, and of course. Gravel. So anyways, we do what we're doing. We're done, and I, you know, street lights are about to come on. It's time to go home. So I take my shirt, and I put it back on. I look, and I see holes. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna Sorry, so I, thought, I thought you were going to say by the time I got there, the shirt was gone, no, and there was no, no more rocks. That would have been hilarious. No, <laughs> I put the shirt All on it. Yeah. Littered with holes because oh, I just dragged rocks in it, right? I would have paid money to see the fear on your face. Oh, buddy, I'm telling you. Oh, so now I'm in probably fight better or flight. Off, you're probably better off just losing it. <laughs> I'm in fight or flame. Oh, I think about Not it. Hindsight's 2020, you see? He's like, I'm never going home. That's it. I'm walking back and forth, pacing, and I'm like, what am I going to tell him? What am I going to tell him? And then I saw a deer, and I'm like, perfect. Oh, boy. So I got home, and I come inside, and I try to play it off. I'm like, maybe she won't notice. And I'll just never wear the shirt again. <laughs> and she immediately, I walk in the door. She's right at the front door. I'm like, oh, shit. She goes, Matthew, what happened to your shirt? And I'm like, Mom, you won't believe it. Can, I I, can, we, can we get the accent? I want to feel like I'm there a little oh, bit. Oh, sorry. Pardon me. Yeah. Oh, really? Does he do a good accent? Are you kidding Why? me? Why? What happened to your shirt? <laughs> Mom, you won't fucking believe it. I got attacked by a deer. She goes, what? So she immediately goes, fucking panic mode, rips my shirt off. She's checking on my skin. She's going to see how no she cuts. has to drive into the hospital. Yeah. Like, you get like a tetanus shot or whatever the fuck they give you, right? Nothing. Just the shirt. She looks at my pants, nothing. She looks at like, I was wearing an undershirt, <laughs> nothing. It was just this one Spider-Man shirt with holes in it. She's like, what the hell happened, right? And so she's like, go to your room. I went to my room and I'm like, I really got to beef up this story. So I'm thinking, I'm in my room thinking what I'm going to say when she comes in because she's inevitably going to come in and ask. So she comes in finally. She's like, explain to me what happened to your shirt. And I'm like, there was a deer and it attacked me. And I told this whole elaborate story about how I was walking through the ravine trying to come home and this deer just attacked me and it was biting up my shirt. She was fucking, she wasn't laughing in front of me because that was just not what my parents did. It didn't laugh in front of you, but in her head, she yeah. was like, it was the most hilarious thing. She went and yeah. put it down. Yeah. But that's the, yeah, that's the, I it. I love that. I, I got that's I good. got out of an ass whooping that time, and then but I have two ass whooping stories that you want to hear. Yeah, give me Hall a good of, one. I love ass whooping stories because I can relate to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can relate to them. It's just yeah. you know it's so, wholesome. I love it. The story goes, um, I was really young. I was like a toddler walking and talking, but I was really young. I was like three. Yeah. Um, and then my parents had made something in a big pot and they left it on the stove overnight to soak. Mm-hmm. So it's the morning time now. It's like a Saturday. Obviously, when you're a kid back then, you would come downstairs, you watch cartoons, right? Yeah, yeah. So I went downstairs, and back then, my my parents they got us started on things really early. Like they made games out of like teaching us how to cook, like an egg or make your own chocolate milk, doing laundry. It was a game, so you knew how to do these life skills from like really, really early. So I knew how to make my own chocolate milk, and I'm downstairs, I'm looking around, nobody's awake yet. It's like eight a.m. on a Saturday. We're not in a rush to go anywhere, so I'm like, all right. Uh, I guess I climbed up the like cabinets, oh, got up to God. the counter, All and right, I see this I like big this. pot, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to make milk. I'm going to cook. So I'm like, every spice that you can imagine I could reach, I'm pulling, pouring into the pot, stirring it, pouring into the pot, stirring I didn't turn it on because yeah. I didn't know how to, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. stirring this pot and adding all this stuff. And then back then... Nesquik syrup wasn't around yet. It was still a powder. I was literally going to ask you that question. Yeah. So I see the powder. I'm like, all right, that's it. That's the king. That's it's the OG big right there. Tin 
It's powdered a Big Ten. And it reaches, I can't, it's on the top shelf. I'm reaching, I finally edge it off. And it, boom, comes no. down, powder everywhere. All I was wearing was a pull-up. Oh, no. So my parents hear this racket now. And You're of course, fucked. they're like freaking out. You're so fucked. my mom has like the video camera. Because I guess my dad was like, film this shit in case we have to use it in court. And he comes downstairs. Awesome. Ready to throw hands. And sees their three-year-old son making some kind of concoction. The entire kitchen and me is covered in Nesquik powder, which is very fine, by the way. So my dad, Jamaican, goes right into overdrive. Doesn't want any dialogue. Grabs me, sits down on the chair, throws me over his lap, and starts wailing on my ass. This is on film. Every time his <laughs> hand comes down and meets my ass in the pull-up covered in Nesquik powder, a plume Hits of smoke comes out. <laughs> so he's coming down on me, like whipping me in, poof. Poof, every time he hits oh me, my, God. my mom is pissing herself laughing. <laughs> so you just see my dad beating me. Yeah. He's looking at me. And you see him stop. And he she's fucking. Yeah. yeah How exactly. did she hold the camera she's still? The camera. Like, so he's beating me. He looks up because my mom is laughing. And he goes, woman, I'm trying to discipline him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's, That's good. One. But the worst one, and then I remember this one, and I will never forget this one, was um, I was probably like about five again. Well, yeah. it was right around when my mom was pregnant with my brother, so about four or five. And my cousins from Washington, D.C. came up. Oh, yeah. And they were a couple years younger than me. And uh, my uncle drove like their little minivan from Washington, D.C., and he parked it on our driveway. And our drive was on a little incline a bit. Back then, cars were left unlocked because you didn't have to worry, right? It's yep. 1999-ish, 2000. The good old days. Right, yeah. You didn't have to lock your car, especially in a suburban neighborhood like that. Yeah. And no. then... Uh, so we would play like house or whatever the fuck it was. And I was the dad. And this was an, uh, an Audi and it was stick shift yeah. in our driveway on our slanted driveway. And oh then my uncle's van was behind God. it. So all the kids packed in this car, not just like my family, but it was like neighborhood kids too. Like yeah. Was yeah. Kids in the car. Yeah. And then back then I used to be able to sit in the front seat of the car and my dad would like, he'd be like shift. So I knew how to shift mm, gears. Mm. Like he'd be driving, but he'd be like, all right, second. And I'd shift it to second, third. And I'd shift I love it to, that. Yeah. yeah. So it was like really cool. And so I'm sitting in the driver's seat. And I'm like, guys, I know how to do this because <laughs> he taught me. Yeah. So I put down the parking brake oh and I popped God. it out of first. So now it's neutral and it rolls back into my uncle's car. Come on. And all of the kids in the car, I'm like, guys, I have a cover. I have an alibi. I've, this has happened before because it had. The car had popped out of first, and I guess my dad didn't put the parking brake on tight yeah, enough. Yeah. And the car has rolled out into the driveway. I'm like, I know exactly what to say, guys. I got it covered. Everybody was like, oh, no, I'm not going down for this. And they all fucking book it inside. Yeah, you did. Tell them. Not a part of that. You ever been. No one was fucking ride or die back right? then. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you ever been. <laughs> fuck, man. You ever been so defeated, like you knew you were fucked, so you just sat there and just waited for your fate? And you just ate it? Yeah. I just sucked. sat there. I was just like, here it comes. I know it's coming. I just got to take it. Like, my dad comes out, my uncle, both of them, huffing and puffing. And my dad, the windows were rolled down, reaches in. I'll never forget it. Grabs me by my back belt loop, holding me like a suitcase, walks inside the front door. And it, the stairs were right there, like immediately through the front door. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't even get up to the room. He just gets to the stairs, sits down, goes bare ass. That's it. Starts going. Yeah. No exchange, no dialogue. He's yeah. just beating. That's the thing. I mean, was, what, what words are you really going to say at that point? You know what you did? Yeah. It's, I, it's exactly. not like he's going to be like, oh, why did you do that? You did it. How and, bad were the damages? That's my question. To not, the car. Even bad. not even they, bad. They had like license plate covers bit. that cracked. That was it. Okay, yeah. Oh, so okay. my mom. But it was more like what you. What, yeah, but what you if the fucking well, yeah, car went down yeah, the hill? You never know. Like, what? what if like, I backed the car with all these kids in it and got hit by a bus or something? You never know, right? Yeah. So. Mother's always going to the extreme, my, eh? My mom had to come in and stop it, man. I think like, he was going for like yeah. half an hour in my four-year-old mind. Yeah. And said, 
she stopped him. I remember that. She was like, enough. So he takes me now, throws me in my room, closed the door. It didn't have a lock. So he took a, t- a curtain tie and he tied it on my door. <laughs> and then he, my dad is ex-Navy too. And then he tied it to yeah. like the little linen closet that was right beside my room. Yeah. So I couldn't open the door. <laughs> awesome. And I guess he went, he evaluated the damage, did whatever. He comes back in the room. Again, More shots. no dialogue. Sits on my bed and goes back at it. My mom had to stop him again. That was the worst Ass whooping I have ever done. Rightfully, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. Rightfully yeah, so, man. of course. And, and, and you knew it. And you knew it. I fucked it up. I so would, it. would you guys, uh, when you have kids, would you go down that route in terms of discipline? Very extreme cases and very limited physical discipline. Hmm. Okay. Because I think you need it. I think it's important. But I don't think it's the answer to... If you're annoyed or frustrated no. with your kid, don't go beat your kid. And by beat, I don't mean go and punch the shit out of your kid. What's well, the like, thing? I, tip yeah. of your fingers, couple of taps on the bum, nothing. Right. like The whole experience is going to be traumatic enough that you don't need to hit your kid. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like light taps. That's all. That's all my parents. And that's did, the thing. I mean, it, for the most it, part, it kind of makes <laughs> sense. Like psychologically, a kid doesn't. If you're six, seven years old and your kid did something really bad and you, you want to discipline him, you're going to explain it verbally what he did and why it was bad. But yeah. it's not like fully registering. But what yeah. fully register? What will fully register Immediate is that physical, physical pain consequence. And I'm not condoning it. Yeah. Physical. Well, because a lot you know of people I mean? take it way over the top. 100. percent Right. But away. the psychology behind it, it makes sense. Yeah. Because. You know, they're, they're going to feel the, the physical pain more. It's, it's funny you say the psychology too, because my parents both, like my mom, I think only like a handful of times, because she, she it literally hurt her more than it hurt me. I'm pretty sure she hit me once and like popped a blood vessel in her finger. But my parents both, my mom and dad, stopped beating me by the time I turned five. Yeah. So then now, anytime I did anything, all they had to do was raise their hand, and that was it. Yeah, to it's like the same thing with a dog. My mom's four foot 11. Yeah. Like tiny, tiny little thing. And to this day, anytime she raised her hand, all right, fuck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what are we? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? See, that's uh, kind of dabbles into what I was going to say is, you know, I remember my mom telling me like when she was, she was a kid, like my grandfather, like, you know, I think maybe one time like he would hit my uncle and then, um, but after that he would give a look and they would know that that look you're in trouble. So yeah. like, that's it. Like that's the warning. <laughs> Stop what you're doing. And that's it. So right. like sometimes you got to do one twice by example. And then that's it. You kind of associate, like you said, yours was the hand. Yeah. Others is a look or whatever the hell it may be. And then that's it. It's funny. It's too, never happening again. My brother and sister, I'm the middle kid. And I was the problem. I was the problem child, but my older sister got beat once. And I remember why And my, yeah. my younger brother got beat once. And I remember why. And I was there for both. Yeah. Um, the, my sister who's older, so there's this movie from way back in the day. You guys should watch it. You should get high and watch it. Called Pootie Tang. And it Pootie was this, Tang. It's this black superhero. That sounds so fucking it's, like... It's Chris Rock and Wanda Sykes are in it. It's like a... Yeah. Who's Wanda? I know... Who the Wanda fuck? Sykes? Wanda it's Sykes. like a comedian, like a stand-up comedian. Yeah. But um, so Pootie Tang was a superhero from like the ghetto in the United States. <laughs> and whenever he would come across crime he would take off his belt and he would beat people but he used the buckle <laughs> so growing up jamaican me and my sister were like hey we relate to that my parents they use the belt all the time yeah so my sister was oh, like she's fucking play- hilarious yeah, she's so man. funny yeah. so right right my sister and i we decided to play pootie tang and she right, was pootie right. tang she had this big old like like southern style western style belt with yeah. a big old buckle <laughs> she and she yeah. clipped me in the back of my ear and drew blood. So obviously, I'm screaming and bleeding. And my, my dad walks in. He's like, what the fuck's going on in here? He didn't swear, but. Yeah. Yeah. So he sees me bleeding, and he sees my sister, who's like petrified now, holding the belt. Boom, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only You're time done. he You're ever cooked. beat her. Yeah. Never, yeah. ever had to do it again. And then my brother got beat by my mom. 
and this was incredible. As a reflex, that my mom was like, she was like Zorro. So Zorro. we were moving. Um, he was like maybe like 12, 11, 12 ish. Yeah. We were moving. I was older, so me and my buddies, my buddies were helping me move, and we're moving furniture in and out, in and out all day, whatever. So we're yeah. tired. My mom was organizing the move. She was tired. And my little brother started getting like, you know how like they are when they're young, and then they started to get latchy and like yep. clingy. So he was doing that with my mom, and she, went, she had nothing to do with it. So my mom was like, that's enough. Leave me alone. And she goes for the belt, and in one, one like magical maneuver, Boom. undid it and just lunges forward. My brother knew it was coming, so he starts booking it up the stairs. The tip of the belt clips him, and he comes down the stairs, face first. What precision, eh? My God. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen my wow. mom do. But me and my friend obviously watched this whole thing unfold. We were like laughing our fucking asses off. She looks at us with the accent. She goes, uno next, which means you're next. Uh, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. That's funny. Place. You know what? I think like sometimes running away from the initial like beating is even worse because you're going to get a double, double. Oh, yeah. you're, you know you're, 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 you're frustrated now because now you're wasting their time. Yeah. Now they're yeah. going to yeah. chase you. Nah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. You're like, look, you're going to beat my ass. You got to sweat a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like, that's what they mean when they say this will hurt me more than it hurts you. Yeah, a little bit. It's going to hurt their back. Yeah. That's good. That's, um, that's funny. But listen, yeah, gentlemen, funny. we've covered a lot today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, we're definitely bringing you back. Right? Yeah. No, this I was, appreciate this was, that. This I, was really good. It was a great this time. This is our yeah, by far the longest. Yeah. yeah. But we, we're definitely going to throw it out to like to the, to the listeners. I mean, let's hear your feedback. Like, let's hear Let's have some conflict. Let's get some stuff going. We'll yeah. definitely bring Ricardo back on another yeah. episode really soon and maybe answer some questions people have, some clarification people want, you know, for sure inter- interact with us on all our socials and stuff. Right. But yeah, I think we had a great show today, gentlemen. Think on that. We How did. Feel? Boom. I love it. I'm thinking already. <laughs> I'm thinking for the <laughs> next so. one. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was great. And like you said, I feel like we went over a lot of things and, and somewhat controversial topics. Yeah. And uh, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> drop a nuke. And um, you know what? I feel It was good. It was good. I feel like we didn't agree on everything, which is which is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we, Yeah, naturally. Which I mean, we expect. We all show, like, you know, kind of showed each other different uh, ideas of the topic right which is which is great but again yeah more people can uh, can relate and they can comment i would love to hear what other people have to say right yeah, and, yeah. And, and don't be afraid good or bad or whatever yeah let's hear it all yeah yeah thanks boys for having me all right thanks for being here this episode is also going to be most likely with video yeah so well hopefully it discourages the record <laughs> yeah i mean hopefully my phone didn't fucking die i mean i haven't really checked so. yeah exactly. we are what three hours and 15 three fifteen. Minutes? yeah my okay. phone was at like 68 percent i like that, yeah, I so. like that. Hey, yeah, gentlemen. Like Until All right, next guys. time. Thanks, boys. Thanks for coming.